Live from Vanadio. Limit Break Radio. With your hosts, Ann Nero, Kahlo, Sale, and Gamer. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, Jet Setting. And I'm Kahlo, kicking it from the back lines. I'm Sale, impressed that he has a new line. I'm the glorious, holy, divine, honorable, noble, royal, regal, Ah, damn it, I'm Gamer. (laughs) (laughs) Gamer, welcome back to the program. It's nice to have you here. It's great to be back after my... uh, Long hiatus. Yeah, long hiatus. Yeah, that jungle. As soon as you go there, you can't come back. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been in that jungle? (laughs) Too long. Far too long. (laughs) I had to see Mandy's and Green and Goblins. Oh, don't lie, you were playing Guild Wars. (laughs) (laughs) False. For that long, I didn't know it was possible. Uh, Joining us on the program today, we've got the merry music maker, Luso. Luso, how you doing? (laughs) That was my title, by the way. I gave that to you. Well, thank you. Um, No, I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing good. And uh, also joining us from one of the LBR Network programs, we've got, of course, one of the hosts of uh, He Says, She Says, Tom Chu. Sur- oh. No. no. Tom- waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Chu, as always, it's wonderful to have you back on the program. Uh, last couple of episodes, we've been, we've been missing our Tom Chu, but uh, it's nice to have you back, man. Uh, it's good to be back. It was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was such a pleasure to meet you and uh, and Soraya both out at Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a blast, and and of course this show right on the heels of Fan Fest. And uh, as we uh, as we wind down December here, uh, we're going to be looking at ZNMs with you today, Luso. Yeah, yeah, um, quite a lot of uh, effort definitely put in by Square Enix, and I'm really happy with the whole system, so I can probably talk my ear off and yours about it. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, we're... First uh, your ear, then ours. <laughs> we're, well. we're definitely, we're definitely <laughs> looking forward to it. Uh, but before we get into anything here, we got to check out what's going on with the Radio XI Podcast Alliance. This month on the Radio XI Podcast Alliance. <laughs> on Level Down, the hosts change nations as they're joined by Night Owl to discuss Essential and M camping, and introduce the new segment. Have I got noobs for you? They also catch up with DJ Playschool and Luso in December's Who's Who to talk about the amazing music they've been working on for the community. Check it out at vanadielprofiles.com/leveldown. PFA teams up with JP Button to cover Vanafest 2008 live. They also talk to Elmer and Corinth from JP Button after the event to discuss some of the amazing announcements coming up in December. PFA teams up with FFXiclopedia to cover Fanfest 2008 live from Hollywood. Would. In He Says, She Says, Tom to and Soraya go one-on-one in Brenner, who will emerge victorious. They also run into Kixie from Level Down and invite him to read some emails with them, as well as a special letter from a certain Serpent General. Check out He Says, She Says at AskTomAndSo.com. Radio Signet has finally released Episode 1. They experienced a community explosion after the pilot and are excited to deliver a hefty three-hour episode chock-full of Final Fantasy XI goodness. The Radio XI Podcast Alliance. RadioXI.com. 
All right, so a lot of really great things going on around the uh, different Final Fantasy XI podcasts. So uh, make sure you uh, check those out. So joining us now, also, another one of our Limit Break Radio Network hosts, Edwith from Elegantly Edwith. Edwith, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Um, I'm excited to be here. Excellent, excellent. We're excited to have you. Uh, two, two of the, the LBR Network hosts along with us today. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk to each of you about each of your shows here in just a little bit. But first, as with every episode, personal updates. Now, Gamer... I know this is your big triumphant return, but I also understand that you've got to get going here in just a minute. That is Vanish true. timer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had claim on him for a little too long. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. We, we only had claim on him for a minute, but uh, but gamer man, what have uh, what have you been up to? Oh, jeez. Um, Make something up. <laughs> I'm just gonna improv. I'm just gonna talk for a few minutes. Um, I got Beastmaster seventy five. I don't know if I said that when I did it, but. If Congratulations. I'm not sure that you've been on since B75, but congrats. We've been doing that, uh, farming a little bit. Kyle and I went out one time and farmed and uh, had fun in Boyata Tree. That one time. That one time. <laughs> that one time in Remember Mahogany that one tree? time? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I have an extended break from my pr- other engagements, so I hope to get back on and play more. Well, we hope to yeah. see you in Vonadil really soon. Uh, I know that uh, that I miss seeing you out there yeah. campaigning. <laughs> oh, yeah, I campaign. i got to get back into that. Oh, uh, new adjustments to campaign. Come on, Square Enix. More! More campaign! Yeah. <laughs> campaign. Can I have it? <laughs> Seems like a campaign's anonymous. <laughs> uh, so so anything else? Is that, is that just been about it? Or uh, still working on crafting? Yeah, still... I, Bonecraft, I think, is 88 or around there somewhere. Nice, nice. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, it was, uh, you know, it was good to have you back for uh, for just a little bit and, uh, you know, to see you and say hey. So it's great to be back, hopefully, in the future. My other engagements more. won't keep me from being here more. Right. Yeah, exactly. RL. Yep. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, we got to deal with that. We, 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 understand, we understand how it goes. So. Yeah, but uh, thank you guys for having me. It was nice meeting uh, the three of you over Skype. Absolutely. Well, uh, gamer, take care and uh, have a uh, have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. Bye, gamer. Radiator gamer. John X. So as uh, as gamer departs us, we have uh, brought yet another special guest into the cast. Another one of our uh, Limit Break Radio Network hosts, Fiofi from Elegantly Edwith, or sometimes known as Ferociously Fiofi. Fiofi, man, how you doing? I'm good. Good. Glad uh, glad all of you could be here. So now that uh, gamer has finished with his personal update and uh, and has departed us. Uh, see, now I promised gamer on this episode, but I didn't tell you how much gamer. So. Ah, jokes on you guys. <laughs> uh, sale, sale. You, uh, you were not uh, not able to join us out at uh, the 2008 Fan Festival this year, so it's been uh, a little bit longer since we've heard from you than uh, necessarily Kahlo or I. So, uh, sale. What have you been up to? Nothing. All right. Um, well, while you guys were in Fan Fest having a bunch of fun, I was making music back here oh, in um, right. our own hometown. Cool. It was um, the Yuletide concerts of in real life. Yuletide concerts. I am in the choir. Yes, we were singing a bunch of Christmas songs. It was a lot of fun. Lots of people liked it. It was not the same as going to Fan Fest and meeting everyone. Mm-hmm. 
but it was between that, which this is my last year in college, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so it was the last Yuletide or FanFest. Right. Hmm. That's next year. Yeah, there's year always going to be next. They, you know, they did say that they were like, "We'll see you next year. Hopefully, next year so. I'll be able to answer questions, <laughs> something like that." So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? Hopefully, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be having another fan festival next year. Mm-hmm. And also, believe it or not, I actually was in the game for a little while um, over the past few weeks. All right, and I thanks to the Chocobo Knights, including such names as Unispirit, Viceroy, Esmodia, and Mini, were was able to do the Minotaur fight. Nice! Congratulations! Three Look, times! <laughs> a little bit of progression there on, uh, on COPs is always a good thing, man. Congratulations! Thank you. It was, it was really kind of funny because, um, well, like I just said, we fought it three times. Right, yeah. Um, we won three times. <laughs> <laughs> First time was as per normal, but um, Pyrrhos, who was also there, died right away. Unfortunately, we had no white mage. We got pulled in, and he instantly got doomed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he used it right away. <laughs> it's like, no tank for you. <laughs> nice, nice. Then we fought it again because Viceroy was wandering and decided to say hello. <laughs> and then the third time, Pyrrhos thought he had to be alive because he was dead all, both of the other times. <laughs> It was really funny. I had to manaphon to tractor everybody out in time. <laughs> nice. But um yeah, I actually used manaphont on the Minotaur. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but um so um yeah, we fought the Minotaur three times. Excellent. One three times. Well that's great. <laughs> three wins is better than none. I'm making up for everybody that had a tough time with this, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Kahlo, man, what's been going on with you? Oh, well, just recently came back, as, as people know, I was also on a kind of a hiatus, and um, finished out Black Mage. Congrats. Ding, 75, the yeah. whole way without nice. a single real party. Nice. And, congrats, uh, and actually, the, 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 I don't know if that's a congrats. Or the, no. the day after, you know, Versus had me do the, the airship fight with him as, as Black Mage, and it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> so I, 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 I did a fine job, and we beat it with no problems or anything like that, but I just don't like knowing when the mob will or won't come after me. Fair enough. So Not knowing, you mean? Yeah, yeah, not knowing. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I picked Ranger back up. Nice. Which, cool. Which I've been Where, waiting to sitting? do forever. It's sitting at 60. Okay. I right. dropped like seven, 800K into equipment last night. Wow. Um, I'm, uh, 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 I, got, uh, I got an Evo on loan. So From? Um, I don't know if I should... No, share that detail. No, okay. So, yeah. All right. I thought you may want to thank someone. Well, they they, they know. Okay. They're, all right. Fair enough. You're thanked. Okay. So but, apparently, um, that's 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 all I was yeah, looking yeah. for. Yeah. And, and actually, I think I'm only going to hold on to it until I can use my uh, oboe at 67. Then fair I'll enough. Send it back. Right on. Um, so yeah, I'm really I'm I'm really excited about that. I don't think I've ever been uh, so excited to party before. Um, and in fact, as soon as we're done with with with, with this recording, I'm going to go up. And I'm going to start looking for group. Nice, and cool. Yeah. So I think 
That's about. Oh, uh, did a bunch of ZNM ish stuff. Yeah, haven't actually fought any yet, but I got I got four pop items stored up. I have four seals stored up, and I have about. 10k Zenny. Wow, nice, cool. Damn. Yeah, Congrats, so I man. am, I am ready to roll. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, I have to leave now, right? No, no. But gamer, no. gamer did his <laughs> and got to leave, no, and I, I no. actually have if, stuff that's bullcrap. If anything, um, I would be the one to leave, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, so as far as uh, as far as I go, I've started. I, I've I've picked up a, a new job, not a brand new job, but uh, I've started seriously leveling warrior, and uh, you know I figured you know it's probably a pretty good choice considering I can uh, use most of the gear for Dark Knight that I have for. Uh, Warrior, and uh, you know, I I don't have to skill up. I don't have to worry about skilling up, so I could level sync party all the way to seventy five. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I was just like, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna gear out my warrior, and uh, that's what I did. It's sitting right now at forty three, almost to forty four. Uh, been uh, doing some fields of valor. Got to say, really enjoying that kind of content. Uh, I, I can compare it to uh, the rate of XP that you get at, with something like campaign uh with uh with this so it's like a it's like a campaignish option for uh low and mid-level players i i really recommend checking it out uh there there aren't any rewards for doing it i mean you get you get temporary stuff you can get like regen protect uh you know food uh, food effects stuff like that for uh trading in tabs which is what you get for completing uh a uh, fields of valor mission and uh you can trade those in for different effects and that helps i mean that definitely helps soloing it's kind of like you know having having some of those extra buffs on you uh you can you can definitely notice it but had my npc out last night and uh was out in uh uh where was i bodicine glacier yeah it was bodicine glacier not zarkbard um but uh having a good time with that definitely uh definitely enjoying that got home am feet i don't know if i mentioned that a while ago that happened a long time ago um yeah i think i want to say that that's it that's really all I've been doing. I've been busy, so uh, between yeah, we've, that's we've, a lot, though. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. all been pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I'm just gra- glad that RL stuff have finally lifted off of my shoulders. I hear ya. I hear ya. Yeah, it's nice to be. It's nice to be a little bit, a uh, little bit more relaxed. But uh, but Tom too. Uh, our, uh, our 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 summer guest host for a while, and it's clearly no longer <laughs> clearly no longer summer. But uh, what what gave you that hint? Was it the foot of snow outside? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the cars no, buried under said snow. Nor, Norg is looking a little bit more like Zarkabarg than than Norg these days. But uh, <laughs> but Tom Chu, uh, now our uh, one of our our hosts uh, for one of our network programs, but also running his own site and uh, and running his own podcast respectively so uh tom too what have you been up to uh cop oh yeah where went from where are you uh, in COP? i went for the mammoths nice uh, which brings me to my intro my party leader was uh, explaining the strategy mm-hmm. and he went all party one goes after kermit party two goes after uh piggy and party three goes after wazi 
So after after I beat Wazzy down, I get I went waka waka waka, and then everyone got distracted and died or something. Isn't it Fozzy, not Wazzy? Fozzy? It's Fozzy. Wazzy. It's been a while. It's Fozzy. It is Fozzy. It's totally Fozzy. Yeah, well, after that, we went up. To, uh, we worked our way up to the three paths, and that's where we are right now. Excellent, excellent. Three uh, paths is a is a challenge. Is a challenge, but mm-hmm. as a white mage, you definitely have a leg up on where I was uh, as far as you know uh, being a dark knight. So, being a dark knight, you were out front getting killed. Being a white mage, you were waiting to be killed. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, as for white mage, I got uh, four of my five AF pieces. Got nice. Yeah. Got Genkai 2 done. Cool. Um, did some campaign for my recall spells, so I'm at 53. Excellent. Uh, I finished uh, the Sandoria leg of Wings of the Goddess. Oh, no kidding. Uh, is that, was that last mission. Um, the, is that up to the new missions that we got with the uh, most recent update? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, so congrats. After that, I started on uh, Winders and Bastok. <laughs> Uh, more he says she says stuff and uh having a lot of fun at FanFest. Yeah, dude, we we totally had a blast at FanFest. Totally. It was awesome. Oh yeah, great time. Lunch was excellent. Oh, and, by the uh, way, thank you for yeah. lunch, by the way, Tom too. Anytime. Um <laughs> oh, and uh, the first treasure casket with the code, I cracked it. I did too. Oh I yeah. Elm log. What did you get? Elm log. Oh, I only got a potion plus 2, so Someone well, in the uh, LS last night got a uh, an insect wing. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, I thought so wow. too. That's NPC that. <laughs> yeah, NPC no that. kidding. <laughs> and that's it. Just uh, did one field of valor uh, mission earlier, and that's it. Excellent! Congrats, man. That's uh, sounded sounded great. Uh, our guest today, of course, Luso from the Odin server, the Magic Mary Maker. You have to say that every time you say his name. <laughs> the every Magic song. Mary. It's Maker? the music, music Mary, Mary Maker. Mary Music yeah, Maker. Mary like Music Maker. Yeah, sorry. Read your own notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in the bathroom doing coke. Give me a break. <laughs> So we moved on from Curry, I see. Oh. Oh. In the big leagues now. Oh, man. Uh. Eru was sitting over there like, amateur. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Eru's here, too. <laughs> but uh, but our guest today, Luso. Man, uh, Luso, what have you been doing recently? Oh, man. Well, Dynamis is probably at the forefront. Uh, <laughs> I remember when the update came out and they finally showed the cute little Sailor Moon outfit. I was like, oh, my God, I have to be in that. <laughs> I mean, tough, macho stuff, right? Um, let's see. It's ZNM week for my Link Shell, so I've been, you know, um, trying to get the pictures up. Um, trying to get Chromasol done right now to get ready for Cerberus, but I guess we'll, we'll get into, like, the whole tier path later. We sure um, will. I- caught up with uh, Wings of the Goddess like just as it came out I was like telling people like how do I start it where do I go but it's the same NPC if anyone's wondering that like all the Wings of the Goddess missions start from like whatever nation you're from Uh, that was a lot of fun being kind of like a full time dancer now and kind of shifting away from Bard um, I was really happy that like all the Japanese people that I ended up parting with were like oh yeah sure come dancer it's great and all the cutscenes were like dancers doing crazy dynamic flips (laughs) I won't spoil anything but I wish I could do that Um, yeah acrobatics <laughs> but uh yeah i didn't get to go to fan fest because you know i had some uh, irl stuff going on so i'm really happy with just the fact that the update came so quickly after fan fest yeah no so, kidding you know everyone's been surprised. having irl problems i think they need to nerf it 
<laughs> I think we just, we just need to collectively nerf IRL. There we go. Yeah. Please. Um, make, make the pop of yeah. work go down. <laughs> Fields of Valor has been really good to me, too. Um, I was really surprised just how, like, kind of old school it made the gameplay. Because I'm running yeah. around with, like, a level 40 Black Mage in, in Kofim Island with, like, somebody 10 levels lower than me. And I'm just hitting stuff with my club and tanking. Yep. And we're gaining great XP and gil. And I'm just like, oh, my God, who made this game fun? Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, not that it wasn't fun beforehand. It was. It's always been fun. This makes it more fun. Yes, it does. But um, yeah, no. I mean, I'm caught up with storyline stuff, so I guess I'm just kind of trying to like get all the new dancer stuff. Um, I did try no foot rise, which I'm really happy with. So I've got a lot of work ahead of me uh, maxing that out. But um, yeah, leveling black mage on the side but you know obviously i'm doing that through the stupid ways by like you know joining parties Ooh, not everyone's like callow <laughs> that is not the true. stupid way yeah i approve of that way that's what wikipedia tells me i'm like i'm a people person there you go well see i'm not a people person so you know we do our thing that's it just just do your thing and whatever works that's good to go good to go but yeah that's it out of me Cool, man. Well, uh, sounds like a lot of epic win going on over there. Uh, Edwith, our uh, yes. our host, our host for Elegantly Edwith. Man, tell me what's what's going on uh, with Elegantly Edwith. What's going on with you? What have you been up to, man? Okay, well, with uh, Elegantly Edwith, I've I've already recorded uh, episode five, and I'm sure I'm sure Nero will get around to releasing that any day now. Of course. <laughs> um. And I, I've actually, I'm really excited about some shows I have coming up. Um, I have a show coming up with Fusion X from PFA that I'm going to record. And, Excellent. And I, I'm, I'm working with Elmer and Corinth about a JP etiquette guide for 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 everyone. Oh yeah! Like All right, cool. And yeah. I don't know. We, I have lots of I have lots of things going on, but I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you all too much because <laughs> no spoilers. That's like, yeah, okay. Um, as, for, as for me, uh, the biggest thing that happened to me and Fiofi lately is uh, we both just uh, transferred to Ragnarok. Oh, which, wow, okay. What? Oh, Din? What? The, WTF? Well, you were on. I think the gates of her. You were on Bahamut. Yeah, you were on Bahamut, right, yeah. Yes. But um, I'm, I must say, I, I, like, it's only been, it's been less than a week since our transfer, but it, I do not regret it at all. It's been the most exciting time that that i've had in this game for a really long time because i'm gonna cool. really uh, max max v yes of course i was just oh, gonna ask you if, you if you've run into uh max v or tiger fury yet she's the reason why i left uh bahamut she's oh. like I was, I was like i really need help with cops and she was like i i love cops i'm like oh I love you. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, you know, Max V and Tiger Fury were almost, uh, you know, I don't know if if single handedly works in that because there's two of them, but they were uh, they were absolutely critical in getting me see and getting through COPs. So uh, you are in very very good and capable hands. They do owed C for you. Yeah, basically, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they've been. Um, the Midnight Runner LS, which is which is her social LS, has been it's been amazing. I love everyone on there, Kamara, Astra, and all the all those people that I can't remember. I don't want to offend anyone. Um, um, and let's see. Oh, and I got I, I did my first Nizel Isle run last night, which was so exciting. How'd it go? 
I got I got to floor five. It was it was it was a success. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, that's all I that's all I did. But it was exciting. I was like, yes. Just floor, need to get to Fio- floor five. <laughs> yep. Fiofi didn't come with me, so that means I'm probably gonna have to do it again because Fiofi holds me back in life. I'm lame. like, yeah. See, see, now that you're at floor five, this is where the challenge starts because I've tried now like five or six times to get to floor ten, and it's always oh it's always no, floor, no, stupid no. floor seven. I'm on floor ten. We actually got, oh my God. four of the five floors were lamp floors, too. Ooh, and we still ouch. made it. Ouch. How many that, thieves why, did you have? That's why it's good to have a Skype. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Skype it over. Um, it, what, you know, I was surprised that we won because we went in there with six people, and by the second floor, there was four of us. So I was like, oh, oh, well, this was still fun. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, people started decing. I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, that's but, that's never good. Um, but it worked out. Uh, what else? Oh, I've got, um, I've been really on the Fields of Valor wagon. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, well, you know what's really cool about it is, you didn't mention this is one of the one of the things you could get with tabs, is even if it's under Beastman control, you could use the tabs to warp back to your That's home nation. That's right! That's right! Yes, and you I can. Totally did that. I totally did that today in, in Zarkabar, and I was like, oh, <gasps> I could do this! Oh! <gasps> Yes! <laughs> I don't have I to like, walk back or use a warp scroll. All right! I, I, I didn't have any way of getting back besides, like, death warp or walking, so I was like, <gasps> thank thank you, SE. Nice. Thank you. That's excellent. Like, yeah, the heavens. <laughs> um, Gift from the gods. Yeah, no <laughs> Um Beyond that, I just, I got uh, Pup to 61, which I, I'm loving that job completely. That job is seriously the most amazing job ever. Nice. Like, because I can mana burn, I could heal. I main healed on pup plenty of times. I could be DD, DD pup is so much fun too. So it's, <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's great. Um, well, you're essentially think, getting two people for the price of one. Yes, and then, uh, then Fiofi spends all my gill that I work very hard <laughs> to take. And that's that's pretty much it. Excellent, Fiofi. I know that that Edwith kind of you know took a lot of your uh a a lot of uh, you know a lot of what you've been doing but you guys do a lot of stuff together so uh you know i'll ask you too what have you been up to um besides spending all of ed's money uh a noble cause (laughs) for spending his money he banished me to highlands to camp stray mary for like a day he wasn't allowed to come back from the unless he had a horn That's just how it was. That's just how it was going to be. So how'd it go? Did you get the horn? Uh, no, I didn't get it. So why are you st- not still in Constant right now? Uh, because uh, might be. No, he, he needed his nice little aisle staging points, and I was like, "Come on, let's go do that." You can leave uh-huh. the con. You could leave, leave the Highlands for a second. I conned him out of it, and and then I haven't gone back. I campaigned. I leveled to seventy one on Durg. Nice. Um. Oh, and the reason we have no money is because I bought a Barone Coraza, and uh, I love it. Yeah, cool. Is that the plus one? Is it? No. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. But good stuff, though. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Excellent. All right. And uh, and last but not least, of course, our intern, Iru Falian. Iru. Howdy. Yeah. yeah. No, no, is, this, mu- is this mic even on? No, it's not. No, you, hey, no, no mic. No, you've hey. got to earn it. Iru. Iru. Gamers, gamers, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> I did two finals today. F- yelling. I think they're used to it by this point. Yeah, probably. So, uh, so Iru, what have you been up to? Uh, took Dragoon to thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. 38. Wow, that's so, right. Last time, last time you had just finished up Thief. 
Where was your Dragoon at? My Dragoon was at 30, and then I took about a month off to go back to Norath, and uh, which was fun until the demo kind of petered out. I found out I couldn't go past level 20 or access my house. So, fuck you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... You see this nice house? You can't have it. <laughs> other, other than that, just been jumping around trying to get shit done. Cool, cool. What's, uh, like, what's, what's next on your list here? Um... Finishing up all my Lure of the Wildcat quests, and then... Because I, I only have one or two items left to get Otteragon access. Awesome. Great. Cool. Woo, Otteragon. Sounds like you're making a, a fair bit of progress there. You take... Uh, is, is, is your we'll next step... long it lasts. Is, is your next step uh, getting Dragoon all the way to 75? Uh, I don't Ooh, intend yeah. to really level any other job to 75, to be honest. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Well, maybe Puppet Master. Maybe Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. Go like pop, pop Power. <laughs> <laughs> Edwith, of course, a, uh, a fan of Puppet Master. So, um, All right, cool, man. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Excellent. Hey, guys, fill in the blank. Lol. Dragoon. What? No, Red, Red Mage. Mage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was afraid it was Pop, uh, so I, I had to go with the, Red Mage. <laughs> One of these days, you're just going to wake up with Hearst oh, over you no. with a riddle at your throat. If only red mages could equip riddles. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but, by the way, he will find a way. <laughs> by, by the way, Iru, uh, Iru bringing down some, uh, some, some food, some eats for us. So uh, I hope that uh, listeners you. don't mind while we chow down. Mom. Yeah, but 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 when me or Iru bring in chips for ourselves, then we get told you know what's what, don't we, Iru? Oh yeah, do you, yeah. I mean, do you remember getting that? Didn't even warrant me a fucking microphone. Yeah, exa- so. yeah, remember, uh-huh, exactly. Do you remember who the fuck was here when he brought <laughs> chips? Do you remember? Um, no. Juxta was, was here. Sounds. Do you know? Okay, seriously, like like, do you know what would happen if Juxta was in the same room with the pizza and the equipment? Um, this wouldn't be able to happen. No, because then he would have ate things. But, but things I that should not be eaten. I don't think <laughs> Juxta was here when I had chips. Well, you guys ha- help yourself to some pizza. Woo. And I have the pizza <laughs> right next to the one you just picked. Yes. Mm. All right. So uh, as we uh, as we chow down here, uh, we've got a uh, we've got a couple of things to uh, to talk about before getting into uh, into ZNMs. Uh, the first. No, we've talked a little bit about this before, but uh, uh, Limit Break Radio now is uh, is sponsored by a great, great website called PlaySwitch.com. Uh, this site is for uh, trading games. For uh, you can you can you can trade to other people. You can look for games, and you set your prices. So uh, you always end up getting exactly what you want. So make sure you check them out. PlaySwitch.com, great website. I know that uh, that uh, they've been doing some great work. Uh, Sarcastic Gamer has. Been uh, has been talking them up for uh, for quite a while, and Chad came to us and said, "Hey, you know, we'd like to we'd like to be involved." So, I want to say thank you to Chad of uh, PlaySwitch.com, and uh, and you know what, guys, here's here's the way that this works. If you guys are good to our sponsors, our sponsors are good to us, and they'll allow us to give away stuff and and you know let, bring bring you listeners in on it. So make sure you check them out, PlaySwitch.com. Sign up and start trading. It's just that easy, and uh, and we really, really want to thank PlaySwitch.com for uh, for their support. And whoever finds me a good copy of Vandal Hearts for the PlayStation One, I will do you a favor. I don't know what it is yet, but we will work something out. <laughs> something about this doesn't sound very really? good. 
Are, are you serious? I'm very... Why? What? What? Nothing. No, what? <laughs> you have that game, don't you? I'm right. Do you have it? <laughs> <laughs> Me and you are talking afterwards. How, right. how do I not I really it? don't, but I wanted to see that light come glow up. <laughs> Nice. And extinguish it right there, right? Oh, yeah. I watched her heart break just now. It was beautiful. <laughs> unfortunately, going off. unfortunately, I have something on you that tops that. The look on your face when Juxta came into your room wearing nothing but yellow smiley face boxers and, and a, a Santa Mario. hat. No, and the it was hair, a Mario, Mario hat. And the hair on his chest. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Anyone that can get a mental image of that is going to get the shutters. And that's why it's greater than what you just did to me. And you know what? Let me let me be the first to dispel any rumors. He is indeed a big snuggly bear. <laughs> he is actually, yeah. Uh, 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 his new nickname that I call him uh, in IRL is Furry Bear. Furry Bear? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. IRL, he's more like a Galga. <laughs> I look over at Iru now and I just see him reliving that moment over and over again. You're, well, you're, you're, I'm so glad I wasn't it, home. Furry Bear. Like, it's some, like I'm expecting, like, all I can a picture is like, is, like, some really overgrown f***ing Care Bear here. And, and it's really bothering me. <laughs> What what image would he have on his tummy? I don't want to know. Ooh. <laughs> A Yagudo drink. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he was really upset about that picture of me with Eridon. Really? Yeah, he was really upset. Well, you were upset with Eridon. I was well, upset like, with Eridon. Like the... well, why were you upset with Eridon? Because at FanFest, Eridon said he would rather that have been Juxta. <laughs> Okay, I completely misread the situation. <laughs> I thought something happened. <laughs> something like he did, did happen. He didn't call or something. <laughs> oh, oh, air love. Oh, all right. Well, we are back right on the heels of uh, Fan Festival. And uh, such, a, uh, such a great time out there. Uh, Kahlo, what was your highlight? What happened after the open bar? <laughs> All of it now. Now I, I don't. I don't know if, if if Hollywood has the same rules as Vegas. Uh, do do, do like they? Uh, I don't know. Can, no. can, can, can we, can well, we talk about what happened uh, on on air here? No, I don't think. No, so. we, okay, no. we won't do that then. <laughs> we can, after, it can apply to fan fest. Wait, I have a like, better what idea. Happens at fan fest. See the fan fest. I'm going to tell it, but only Starbreakers are going to get it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, how about that? I like that. So, if you want to become a Starbreaker to hear the rest of Kahlo's story, you have to donate. Make sure that uh, you check out the the PayPal don the PayPal donation buttons at the very bottom of the web page. All of the almost all of the web pages, all of the web pages, and donate at least five dollars or more to become a, uh, a Limit Break Radio Starbreaker for life. Yeah, yeah, for life. Pretty yeah. much. Go ahead, Kahlo. Yeah. 
and that was that was our first night. It was awesome. It was yeah. amazing. Indeed. Uh, let's see. My uh, ring's old, so he went to bed early. <laughs> uh, the uh, the highlight for FanFest uh, uh, for me was uh, was hearing Hiromichi Tanaka say the phrase podcast the site. I mean, he literally says podcast site. Like, if you go back and listen, if you listen really closely when they're talking about our booths during the opening mention, he actually, he he acknowledged our existence. Now, look, for those of you who have never been in the presence of, of even being in the same room as Hiramichi Tanaka, that dude is intimidating. I don't. Th- mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen. I, I. You know, this is my second year. You know, seeing him live in person. I don't think I've ever seen him smile. I mean, he's. He's. I'm sure he's a very, very nice guy. But man, is he ever intimidating? Like, if we ever got, dude. If we ever got a dev interview, I'd sit down. I mean, if he sat right across from me, I. I'm pretty sure that I would crap my pants. The, they're like no <laughs> AV questions, and and you're just like, okay, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Yep, that's fine. Three pages gone. <laughs> I wasn't planning on his pants when he was talking to Yasu. Oh man, Yasu is a really cool guy. I only got to, to speak with him very briefly, but Yasu is incredibly cool. Sage Sunday, absolutely really cool. He, we were uh, standing right next to him for most of the most of the concert. Um, and, and I've got to say, you know, meeting all those guys, uh, uh, Stephen Reinhardt as well, and uh, and Rob Peeler and Matt Hilton, all those guys. Really, really cool guys. Uh, you know, excellent to talk to. Uh, uh, Sorry Hill, who's the uh, the uh, um, uh, community site coordinator for uh, for the Euro- European uh, community sites. All of these people were just such a such a uh, an honor uh, to be able to talk to and meet, uh, if only very briefly. Um, so I, I really I, I want to thank everyone from Square Enix, especially Rob. Actually came and, and talked to us and answered you know a few questions during uh, during the fan fest wrap up. So I really want to thank Rob and uh, and I know he's I know he's listening because uh, you know he's the one that that really pays attention to the podcast and 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 to the community sites. Him and both him and Matt and uh, and. Uh, you know, I uh, guys, it was such a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Tom. Too, what was your highlight of Fan Festival? Well, since Soraya isn't here, the Mithra. <laughs> oh, oh, Tam too. And Tam here's too. mine now. The reaction you're gonna get when she hears this. Oh, you are so oh, that's fine Tam because Tam too. because in our suite, the couch was totally more comfortable than the bed. <laughs> Tam too. I want you to put your hand up in the air, and we are going to give. Our, I'm going to give you an international high five right here. Are you ready? Oh yeah. On three, go. One, two, three. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. That was possibly the lamest thing I have oh, ever seen. That's, we're so that's awesome. amazing, Tam too. That's amazing, Tom too. <laughs> no, uh, but seriously, um, meeting everyone, meeting you guys. Yeah, the, meeting everyone was was such a blast. Uh, uh, just getting to know everyone. That's that's always such a huge draw, uh, you know, about Fan Fest and everything. And you know, there were, as I as I was you know walking around and, and talking to people and and you know getting their reactions on Fan Fest, there were some people who were pretty disappointed uh, with uh, you know with the information that Square Enix gave us with uh, you know uh, stuff that's coming up and uh, 
and 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 in general, you know, just being one day, uh, there were uh, there were quite a few people who were uh, you know pretty disappointed about it. But you know what? I, I look at it this way: um, you know, Square Enix wasn't really prepared. I don't think to have anything to show us around now. I don't think that they originally had planned on doing another fan festival that soon. Maybe another mm-hmm. fan festival centered around an expansion, sure. But um, you know, we we begged and begged and begged Square Enix for another fan fest and you know what uh, I'm I'm really glad that they that they gave us one um, and I wasn't expecting huge blockbuster announcements out of it or anything and uh, you know none none came and yeah I guess I guess that's a little bit disappointing but you know what it's just about it's just about uh, you know getting to know people and hanging out and and really that that is the best part of fan fest oh no SE picking up your tab is probably the best that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I want to say with you, Aniro, you're, I think you were um, in your episodes, you were mentioning how they were hesitant to say anything because mm-hmm. like they got so much flack from Treasure of Honor on like they were like they had a timeline. And then with Wings of the Goddess, they're like, we're going to have two new summons. And then this year they're all like, where are our two new summons? Right. So they yeah. were like, they're afraid, they're afraid of making promises that they won't. They like they they'll take too much to... time to happen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I I definitely understand it from that point of view. They wanted to announce stuff that was more solidified, ready stuff that they had been working on instead of stuff that they were you know conceptualizing and thinking about. And I think we got a lot of that last year. And this year, you know, we're still waiting on on them to make good on some of this stuff. But you know, I, I mean, I, I think we've just got to realize that a lot of this stuff has a really long and complicated development cycle, especially when you're trying to take into account PS2 limitations, uh, hard drive space limitations, uh, you know, uh, di- formatting for consoles versus PC. You know, there are all these questions uh, and, and all of these steps in the process that we're not really privy to. Um, and, and you know, you've got to kind of just kind of take that stuff into account. And so, uh, you know, I, I was not, I don't think I was at all disappointed with this year's Fan Festival. Um, I, I would have liked to see some more in different stuff out there but uh, i don't think i don't uh, overall i don't think i was uh, i was disappointed at all i i had a very good time and the only criticism that i would have is make it bigger and make it longer that's all i got that's all i got ditto i had the time of my life and it would have it would have been great to have spent you know stayed out in sunny california away from <laughs> friggin snow for just a little while longer yeah yeah you're okay. grimacing so noticeably <laughs> anger i love it um so uh all right we're gonna get into zenny notorious monsters here in just a minute but i got one more thing to talk about before we do. Uh, we've had some additions to the Limit Break Radio Loot Vault. Some very cool stuff being put in there. We've got uh, you know some home decor stuff. We've got a clock and uh, throw pillow. Uh, we've got more t-shirts. Um, uh, the same design, Tom, to of course your art uh, that's also featured on our forum banner, but that's the art that we use on uh, on the t-shirts as well, and it comes out very, very well. Uh, Kahlo and I both have t-shirts. You can see them in, uh, in some of the pictures from fan festival um there were some uh, other people had t-shirts out there as well death blow had t-shirts uh uh Nelia also had a t-shirt out there so um you know the quality uh, uh the quality of stuff that you're going to be getting is very 
good. It's actually very good quality uh, printing on all of the t-shirts. Uh, we've got hoodies. We've added uh, dark hoodies as well as zip-up hoodies. And uh, now the black one doesn't have this, but on the on the white one, on the light zip-up hoodie, you've got the Limit Break Radio logo on the front lapel, and then on the back you've got the full image of the forum banner. Uh, so definitely uh, something to check out. We've also got the new Starbreaker Bleep Bloop t-shirts where if you buy one, you're also making a donation to Limit Break Radio and uh, you will your your forum account will also receive Starbreaker access, so you'll be able to hear all of the uh, uh, all of the uh, extra special stuff that we release for our Starbreakers. Like my uh, my after the open bar story that you just missed. Yeah, exactly. And again, if uh, if you want to uh, become a Starbreaker, donate five dollars or more to uh, the Limit Break Radio Fan Fest and New Equipment Fund. And uh, of course, being after Fan Fest, that fund is depleted. So we've got to try. We've got a we've got a year, guys. We've got a year to figure this out and uh, and try to raise more funds to get us out to Fan Fest next year. And hopefully, hopefully, it'll be more than just two of us. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Sale wants to go to next year's Fan Fest. So, guys, we've got a goal. We want All three of us want to go out there to Fan Fest uh, next year, Fan Fest 2009. And uh, so uh, let's try to make this happen. All right. So uh, let's 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 get into uh, Zenny Notorious Monsters. And, and also, you know, make sure that you listen after the topic because we're going to be talking to, to Luso about his uh, uh, about his merry music making and uh, and maybe maybe get an idea of uh, what we might see out of Luso next here. So uh, make sure make sure you stay tuned for that. So Zenny Notorious Monsters, Luso, uh, you're here to talk about uh, the ZNM system that was released uh, uh, maybe, what, six months back? How long ago was that? That was a while ago. Oh, gosh, I, I can't remember. I guess it's been long enough that uh, everyone's gotten a, a good chance to really try everything. I think mm-hmm. it's been like four or five months, maybe. Yeah. Uh, probably longer, depending on when people listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, um, you know, at first, I, I'm, I'm gonna admit it, I, I just saw it as, like, man, cheap excuse to reuse model files, screw you, Square Enix, but it turned out to be a lot of fun, um, if anyone's played Pokemon Snap, you know, it's, it's all the basics, you know, Professor Oak says, okay, guys, we're gonna take pictures of Pikachus today, no, I probably should go into more in-depth than that, Well, basically, the way that ZNMs work is you work with Sanraku, who's kind of an artist, painter, who needs to be inspired, and um, for his strange reasons, he needs you to take um, soul plate pictures of various monsters, usually when they're weak in their HP, that's where you get the best points, um, based on suggestions that he makes to his partner, Ryo. Um, the soul trapper you can get um, already comes from Pancration, um, Pancration, whatever. Um, and, yeah, it's... Um, you, you buy it with Jetons, first off, which, you know, uh, the NPC will explain that. I mean, it's just basically another excuse for tabs, points, whatever. Um, so you're going to get your Soul Trapper, and you go out into the field and take pictures of whatever monster Sunraku wants. Usually this is going to involve you and a friend who can sleep a monster, or if you can do it yourself, fine, you know, go ahead and risk it. Um, but yeah, um, you can only turn in 10 Soul Plates per day. And um, you use these to build up Zenny, which is where we get the name Zenny Notorious Monster. I think mm-hmm. it's like Korean for goodwill, but uh, I you know don't... I I don't know. I just know that uh, that Zenny is a form of currency that's used in uh, in some other very popular Japanese video games. So uh, mm-hmm. that that was developed by another company whom we who, who we won't mention here. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's Still that's the games. only that's the only form of you know point of reference that I have for Zenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you are out taking pictures, uh, to maximize your points, you're going to want to whittle 
uh, mobs down to like anywhere between one and five percent to get them slept, you're gonna want to make sure you are locked onto your target, not engaged obviously because you'll kill it, but you want to be locked on. Um, I've heard that usually two to three yalms maximum melee distance is the best distance to get from it, and you obviously want to be facing it head on. And I've also heard, I've never really tested this out, but the more enfeebles it has on it, like slow, paralyze, etc., may also increase as any. Do you have any uh, any notes or words on that? Oh, no idea. <laughs> it's something to experiment with. But though. yeah, uh, uh, definitely the the basics though, 5% HP, sleeping, locked on, facing it. Um, and then you you turn in your Zenny to get a pop item. Usually it's like a, it's it's a, a bottle of wine or a string of bananas or something really obscure, a left shoelace <laughs> from some guy, uh, some coin change from the toll booth. Um, and using whatever obscure item you have, it'll give you kind of a vague description of what monster you're supposed to pop. And Sonrock mm-hmm. will give you a clue. And yeah, thanks to Ganyman, um, we can. Basically, you can determine where each of the monsters are um, on FXcyclopedia. If you want to stump yourself, you can just read the clue that you get from Sunraku and, you know, look at the item description. It'll be like, irresistible enough to bring out the, you know, whatever monster you're fighting. Um, and yeah, um, it works on a tier system. You have to pop a lower level tier 1 to get to tier 2. You mm-hmm. go from tier 2 to 3 and so on. And um, really from there, it's all about, like, what fights you want to do, whether or not you're working towards a certain goal or Pandemonium Warden or not. And it's, it's really diverse, and it turns out to be a really good reuse of modeling so hey. yeah yeah exactly and and you know um they said when uh, square enix said when they first introduced the uh, znm system that this system was designed to mirror the similar end game uh uh activities that we find the same end game mobs that we may find in say something like sky or sea where it's tiered and uh, there's a definite path to get to where you're going now there's four tiers and then there's pandemic Ammonium Warden, which oh, is don't remind me. <laughs> which which is which is how this how this works. But uh, but more importantly than the tiers, there are paths to get through the different tiers to the different drops that you want. And there's a, a, as you said, there is a very nice system over on FFX Cyclopedia, a very nice graph out of how all of these paths end up working. Uh, so definitely make sure you check that out. FFXcyclopedia.org. It's under the Zenny Notorious monster system and uh, that's going to be a really really good resource for how to structure finding which ZNM pops you're going to want next and uh, and and what leads to where in figuring out your different paths um, so there are uh, three specific paths that we've got mapped out here Luso all right so uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out the uh, the first path here uh, for the ZNMs which is the mom wait wait a minute wait a minute hang on uh, I'm, I'm getting something in my headphones uh it seems that uh, we have a uh, have a breaking announcement good evening this is Frice reporting from vnn headquarters with breaking news gulkin miners in bastock have stormed president Carr's office outside of the metalworks we now go live to our field correspondent outside of the presidential office with this breaking story. Thanks, Price. This is Davy Jones reporting from Bastock Metalworks with Digamblim, uh, a Galka, who has a, a message for Humes everywhere. Name is Digamlim. All right, Digam, please uh, tell us. His mother's head is, and is not to be taking it anymore. 
Uh, y yes, what triggered this change in the Galkin day-to-day -day life? Is to be made fun of every day because of different to humans. It's called big, slow, talk funny, stupid, and <laughs> Kindle. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Do you know why are they to be calling me Kendall? Well, I presume for your above-standard charm and chiseled features? Because Golka do not have genitals. Ah, well, uh, I wouldn't quite know. Galka do not have balls, because Galka do not need balls. That's very interesting, I'm sure, but what about the mines? I tell you something, Hume. If you were to tell me I were not to be having balls and laugh, I would claim yours. Ah, oh, well, you've nothing to worry I about. I pick you up with one hand, and with the other, I would grab your balls and I would rip them from your body without effort. <sighs> then I would be having balls. Then I would show them. No? <laughs> And I'm sure you deserve some, were you so inclined. But what of the hazards of life in the mines? You know why I do not have balls? <sighs> um, I, I believe it's the manner in which Galka reproduce using some form of reincarnation? Absolutely right! Reincarnation! We travel to place in Holy Land and reincarnate, starting from beginning all over again. No excess numbers, no big drop in population size is most efficient, better than sex. Whoa, <laughs> wait, now, uh, I can't quite agree better with that. Better than sex! Yes, whatever you say, sir. You know, other races are to make fun of, too. You, you don't say. Yes, I did. I did just say it. I said it just now. Ah, uh, uh, no, that's a figure of speech. If you say something and it's true, I can say you don't say. I said it! Do not oppose me! I will rip balls! <laughs> uh, no need, I, I promise. The Elvan, they are long-limbed, but so skinny. So easy to just pull them apart. Women are pretty, but as I say, Kalka way better than sex, so really is no need. We continue to have our disagreements, sir. <laughs> Taru Taru is not good. Only read book, throw magic, hide, is nothing. I could use Taru Taru more efficiently as food pad, crammed into my boot for extra comfort when burning their homeland to the ground. <laughs> Mithra. I am confused about Mithra. They are... they... Uh, attractive? Better than sex! Alright, crikey! I think the best thing to say about Mithra is... Yes? Unconscious Mithra is better than awake Mithra. Because cannot say no. I think I'm going to throw up. Do not throw up on boots. We'll rip your balls. Back 
to you, Fries. We'd have more for you on this growing problem, but seriously, it's Bastok. Guess it was bound to happen sooner or later, eh? We now return you to your regularly scheduled program, currently in progress. Uh, so thanks to uh, to, to Frice for that. Um, is it, I think is it, the, the breaking news no. from VNN. Is Davey going to be okay? I don't know. It sounded like he was hurt there at the end. I I don't know. I think he may he may have quit the interview, but uh, oh man, that's rough. All right, so. <laughs> thanks, thanks to VNN for the for the breaking news. Uh, I'm sure that uh, any future breaking events in uh, Vonadil, VNN will be there to uh, to to let you guys know as soon as it happens. So uh, make sure to be on the lookout for that. So anyway, first path for uh, for ZNMs. This is the Mamul path. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's called such because um, it mainly involves enemies you fight in uh, Mamuk, and it ends actually with um, a Hydra, which is considered like the mother notorious monster of uh, the Mammal Jaw. Um, right. Whenever you're doing like you know uh, assault missions, or you happen to find Hydra just out in the open, or even in Besieged, Hydra is usually what you associate with that. So that's where they sure. get the names from. Yeah. Um, as far as the, the tier ones go. Um, to build up to the the final fight with Hydra, um, you've got Chamrosh, who isn't exactly my favorite. I usually go with Bulpong or um, Cheese Hoard or Gigaroon. Mm-hmm. And um, Chamrosh is a Calibri, and it actually does drop some Bard stuff. I remember being really excited for that cape until I realized how useless it was. <laughs> um, the fight's not particularly terrible. It's in the middle of Memuk, though, so it is kind of a pain. It is near the True Sight Memel Jaws, which, yeah. you know, some people do have trouble just getting pie, like, you know, monsters that see through stuff, so. Right, yeah. May not want to recommend that, but, um, yeah, other than that, the battle with it's, um, fairly, fairly easy. Um, I wouldn't recommend, like, soloing it, although you can solo a good number of the ZNMs. Um... I think what we really gotta uh, emphasize on the the tier ones is that just because it's tier one doesn't mean it's any less hard. Like a right. cheese hoarder Gigaroon, yeah. yeah. for instance, and like it's uh, it's a Kakirn, and as many people who have decided they're gonna fight Kakirns for no other good reason but to fight them um, have realized they they like to kind of run away and move, and so a cheese hoarder in um in particular is really kind of uh, just a bastard basically because he's um very very good with dropping bombs and then just kind of running and so the path involves mainly you situate a bunch of black mages while one person kind of kites him in and out of um your your sort of circle of death basically Mm -hmm. uh the drops on him are actually better there's um a pant set that um i think it's a plus 15 attack and plus 15 accuracy when you happen to be under amnesia which is really good for treasures of otagon a lot of the items do emphasize like use in the treasures of otagon universe so Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's also the the blue mage sword off the top of my head. It's Beast really, Slayer. it's yeah, it's it's pretty good um, as far as like you know if you don't want to overspend on um, points for the Perdu uh, hanger or yeah. you don't happen to have like a relic or something, you know, it's actually just kind of a well-rounded sword for the relatively low cost of I think you know a thousand zenny depending on what day it is. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'd also like to point out, too, uh, another strategy for Cheese Horror, other than uh, having a string of black mages while you're kiting him. This actually works a lot better. But where you pop him, you pop him in a hallway, and there's two rooms at either end of the hallway that have two or three other Keekrins in them. What you want to do is come with a Paladin, and he's going to be your super tank. Come with a couple healers, um, any type of range DPS you can get, and then a couple melees. 
you want to put your paladin right at the edge of the room in the hallway and he's going to stand there and he is not going to move all right you have someone pop it they bring cheese hoarder down and the paladin flashes provokes does whatever it is he does and cheese hoarder you know at one point will start to run away nobody follows him in fact for anybody who isn't the paladin you do not go past the paladin cheese hoarder will come back you let the paladin gain up enough hate and whatnot and he's he should be the only one taking any damage from the bombs super tanking you're having everybody healing him Black mages are dotting it, nuking it, etc. And then the melees uh, should never go into actually melee because then they start taking bomb damage. Yeah. But they stay in there to basically mop up all the extra adds that pop in case they link. And really, it's just paladin stands, everybody else nukes, and it's very imperative you do not take hate or else you could wipe everybody. Yep. See, that actually sounds a lot easier to set up, too, because oh. a lot of times you just don't have a lot of black mages who are like, yeah, my idea of fun is killing rats. So. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. And, uh,. Closing up the tier one for the Hydropath is Volpong, or, or however you want to say it. Um, it does look a little French to me. Um, he's a puck, and um, you know they can be a little bit of a pain. Um, he does drop the the Karura Hachigane, which are the the Garuda Avatar Perpetuation Cost Down gloves. Oh, okay. And so yeah, you it's it's really you know I've I've done it before with a bunch of mages. Usually, it's doable. I think. Gosh, we had a group of only three or four people. It was um. Paladin, Summoner, Red Mage, and Bard. Mm -hmm. And it's not bad. It's just kind of like fighting a supercharged puck. Just kind of pretend it's like a boss battle for any particular reason. It's kind of like ISNM. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one with the um, the puck that turns with multiple shadows, except it just doesn't have those multiple shadows. Right, so. right. And uh, and the the nice part about this NM is that it pops right along a uh, uh, right along a wall. Uh, the the triple question mark is right along a wall, and of course with uh, with pucks having those knockback moves, you line all of your your melees up against that wall, and they don't get shoved out into areas where uh, you can uh, you can easily get aggro. Also, keep in mind oh, that the yeah. uh, the the Garuda piece is actually a head piece, not gloves. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Well, <laughs> actually, this memory, guys. Well, you know, let's let's uh, let's actually uh, let's let's talk about uh, a, a few more strategies for uh, for Volpong, and then uh, we'll we'll go back and we'll uh, we'll talk about each of the drops for uh, Charm Rush, Cheese Hoarder, and uh, Volpong, um, okay. and 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 that way we uh, we know what uh, what to expect when uh, when and if you down them. As far as the strategies that I've, I've, I've ever done, it's always been with, you know, uh, tank, melees, mages, you know, mm-hmm. your normal type of party setup. And, um, I mean, it can be taken down with as, as little as a party if you know what you're doing, but obviously the more people you have, the better. As Nero said, uh, putting a tank right up against the wall yep. for tanking is the best thing to do. Um, I, I, I wouldn't put your melees right up against the wall either because then they take damage from the knockback, but you don't want to be behind it in case you take hate. So beside it, so if you do get pushed back, it's just down along the wall. That's true. So, yeah. uh, But other than that, I mean, I, I have seen him with the, the knockback attack do some pretty nasty damage sometimes. It, yeah, oh yeah. But, um, I mean, as long as you know what you're doing, everybody uh, has their, their heads on straight, then, then he's, he's not too difficult to down. That attack is pretty fierce, the wind shear or whatever. Mm, I actually yeah. did end up using uh, wind carol and like ba arrow or however you're supposed to say it. Just it's it's pretty severe, so don't underestimate that because if that paladin goes do- does go down, you do sort of have like this puck who wants to like blow up everything and knock people back like with no focus. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Another thing to keep in mind too for uh, and this is for all tier one uh, NMs, it costs about uh, a minimum of 1,000 zenny and up to 3,000 and that depends on uh, supply and demand is what people uh, think that price depends on. So the more people buying something 
then the more expensive yep. it's going to be. Yep. That's why it's usually bad after maintenance because people haven't been on the server to buy it like recently. Yeah, so it it gets real expensive. Um, and, and then and they have, end up averaging out uh, to like uh, it it won't go higher than the average. It'll just end up after maintenance averaging out to where you know they usually are. So and now as far as drops do go, other than gear, something that every ZNM drops is uh, what's referred to as a trophy item. For example, uh, Chamrosh's beak, Gigi Rune's cape, or Volpon. Mongoose wing, and that's what you're you're there for. That's what's going to get you access yep. to the next tier. So yep. if you're popping it, you etiquette goes that whoever pops it, they get the trophy item. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, why don't we take a look at uh, the drops? Well, let's start with Chamrush. Then the first one is the Dragoon's earring. It's um, a chance to use Angon without depleting, and also enhances Wyvern's breath accuracy. Okay, so a macro piece for Dragoons. I mean, I wouldn't know how useful that actually is because i'm not a dragoon so it's good for fashion sense <laughs> um arado's cape me being a bard um the the general consensus is that two charisma equals one skill and that one skill equals accuracy so unfortunately arado's cape besides having 18 mp only has four skill which only comes out to eight chr and so as far as charisma goes you're probably better off either using a jester's cape or if you're kind of offbeat uh the bard cape from dynamis well, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I know that for for cheese order Gigi Rune, um, uh, you were right with the uh, the armadillo pants. Uh, while under the effect of amnesia, uh, you get some attack and some accuracy. But I mean, really, how how? I, I mean, I guess you could macro, macro those in. But I mean, in really, uh, imps and Kedarva Meyer would really be the only place that I could see those being yeah, too useful. I- I think it comes a little too little too late. If um, if they gave it to us a little earlier in levels, or it was easier accessible by low-level players, that'd be a great item to have as you're coming through the imps getting mm-hmm. to 75. But when if you're at the level where you're taking down Gigarune, you're not really like immersing yourself in imp culture anymore. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, so next on there is actually another thing, though, that... that that I know just about every blue that I know when this came out wanted and uh, that was the Beast Slayer sword. I know it's right at the top of a lot of uh, uh, Blue Mage's lists. Yep, it's a, it's a very nice sword here. It's got uh, damage 42, delay 236, uh, MP plus 20, dex plus 3, vit plus 3, and it enhances the Beast Killer effect. A very fair sword. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's also, got a, it's also got a great look to it. It's just a good like, just good uh, dat file. Right. Um, so next is uh, Volpangu. Uh, as you said, the you, you can pronounce that for me, Luso. Uh, it's uh, Volpang. I no. took French for like two years. Oh, uh, I was referring actually to the, the Garuda headpiece. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, Kurura Hachigane. Yeah, that. Um, some, <laughs> <laughs> some, a lot of summoners you know, want to get their hands on that so that uh, it costs less to have Garuda out, and the avatar perpetuation cost is down by one or two? Two. Down by two, so that's a really nice one. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other sword that it drops, uh, the Silphid Epe, is actually falls kind of short as far as swords go, unless it's some type of hidden. But it's actually just uh, it's uh, it takes wind resistance up and earth resistance down. Um, yeah, it's uh, let's see the uh, damage thirty nine, delay two twenty four, uh, wind resistance up by ten, earth resistance down by ten, uh, and there is 
a hidden effect on uh, on this sword, and that's on Wednesday you get attack plus ten, and it's also got piercing damage. Oh, well, okay. So huh. uh, that's uh, that's the uh, the hidden effect behind. It's one of the the higher damage swords for dancer, actually. So I actually I've got one which I just kind of use in case I need like higher damage than a Jambia. Cool. Well, uh, that's and and you know that's also something worth mentioning. Unlike uh, mobs or, or, or NMs in Sea or in Sky, none of these mobs, uh, at least for the first couple of tiers, or, or at all to my knowledge, drop craftables. It's it's either an, uh, it's like two items uh, or an item or three items, but there's very few craftables that up, up that until drop. tier four where you get into the H and M level one. That's that's exactly yeah. It, yeah. Yep, and uh, actually, cool. and the the way that we're gonna go about this too is uh, we're we're gonna give you path by path instead of tier by tier. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so keep that in mind. All right. So uh, so moving on in uh, the uh, Mamul path uh, to tier two, well, and, and the way you do this too, we mentioned those trophy items. So let's say you get uh, Gigi Rune's cape. You're gonna take that back, and when you trade it to Sanraku, he's going to give you a maroon seal. Now you can only have one seal at a time of of each specified color. And it goes into your key items. So if you have Chamrosh's beak and Gigirune's cape, only trade one of them in, or else uh, you're, you're you're basically wasting a seal. So you know, put yeah. the other one in storage. And what happens is when you have that seal, you then have access to uh, the Mamul Paths Tier Two NMs. And so when you buy one, he will take your maroon seal yep. and give you the pop item. And yep. so that's how this works. Okay, so uh, so moving on into Tier Two in the Mamul Path. Uh, Luso, you uh, want to take it away? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually never fought uh, one of these, and that's Iriri Samariri. It's um, one of the Pirogos, actually, and apparently it's pretty fierce. Uh, the recommended number is at least two parties. Uh, besides that, there's Iriri's Ima, which I've seen everything from Black Mages to Red Mages to Scholars. Anybody who has, like, magic attack going on, it's um, it's a Marid. And uh, if you don't know, it's a giant elephant monsters in Ottergon. And mm-hmm. you basically can just sort of gravity it, nuke, and run. Uh, the third one is um, Liveroot Amusha, which isn't... I mean, it's it's kind of bad, you know? I mean, usually Marlboro monsters are um, sort of difficult to deal with, but... Uh, most people end up going uh, for Irizuma because of the three, since they are kind of larger monsters, the fact that you can kind of kite away um, with any number of melee jobs, you can you can kind of hack and slash your way through that fight um, pretty easily. But yeah, um, going back to the, the first one, Iriri, um, the reason why it is so bad is because it actually summons a bunch of little miniature frog monsters to kind of back it up called Wartkin, oh. and it can't be slept. Ugh. And so your only hope is that you have enough people to kite four different frogs that will probably eat away at, like, one or two people by the time they're done. Now, they do depop, actually, after a while. So really? if you can hold out, yeah, you're okay. But I haven't fought it for the very reason that it is kind of scary. But it's got two great drops. So it's nice to see Square Enix kind of balances the sort of challenge drop factor. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not a real surprise. I mean, you know, bigger challenge, bigger reward. Uh, and uh, I, I feel like uh, Square Enix is uh, the champion of that motto. Um, so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, some, some, some good stuff coming out of, uh, out of this tier two here. Um, so, uh, I mean, really, is that, because I, I, I'm looking, I'm looking here at the wiki and uh, it, it, this just looks like a, a pretty wicked fight. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it uses mana font. It has AOE charm called Frog Chorus, yeah. which if you haven't done Salvage or Nizul, it turns you all into frogs. And as cute as that may sound, that's time lost and dignity lost. Well, so. you've, got, you've also got Sleepga 2, Breakga, Bindga, Gravaga. I mean, oh, and death. death. And death. Just break out those Shadow Rings, people. Yeah, yeah. And Firega 3 and Thundaga 3. So, See, now, I mean, it's just, that's just... That hurts. One of the nice things about tiers one and two is to get from one to two, you don't have to kill all three. You only have to kill one. One of them, right. Same yes. thing for two. I've never done it. Exactly. And, and it's not until tier three that you absolutely have to kill every single one to get to the next tier. Yep. Which is it's also one of the reasons that I haven't fought uh, Eerie or uh, Livid Root because Irizima is so easy. I was even soloing it. Uh, I, well, I, I do it and treat it, but but it is possible to solo it as early as you know level level sixty or sixty five. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow! Uh, resists would be quite a would be would be something you'd, you'd look out for. But the thing is, is you could kite this at walking speed almost. Like like when you put gravity on it, it's 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 an absolute joke. So uh, and actually, so so why don't we move into uh, Irizima then? As you said, it's a Merid type monster, and uh, it's popped just north of the uh, the tower uh, that in uh, it's in Wajam Woodlands. Uh, and so, uh, people who know uh, from Whitegate, there is a secret secret entrance out into Wajam Woodlands and Bafflow thickets. So it's just north of there, and the strategy is to bring it back and kite it around that tower. Yeah, and um. I've, I mean, I've actually done some of the fights. Erizuma is it so easy because of the, the the gravity speed thing that you really you don't have to get it all the way to the tower, but that is the safer way to do it. Um, I think they knew this was going to be a very magic oriented monster because the drops that it has are like specifically aimed at magic users. Like there's the Avocat Picaceas, which are enfeebling plus three boots and um, MP resting plus three, I believe. But um, yeah, it's it's really it's any kind of damage works. Um, you don't have to discriminate. It's not just for mages. As long as you have some source of gravity, um, really you can have rangers. You can have thieves just kind of do spike damage by running up behind it. You know, letting out and just kind of waiting for it to walk up. Um, and I think it's I think for this reason it is the most popular way to get to tier three. Um, it doesn't have any special attacks really that are anything outside of the ordinary. Um, it does go invincible back and forth between magic and physical damage, which can be a problem if you don't have physical um, damage on hand if you're a magic user and vice versa. But that's not enough for for people to get deterred from like using it as their main way to get to the next tier. Mm-hmm. Well, here's one of the interesting things too, because I've heard a lot of uh, uh, debate about Irizima too, because you know, uh, like you said, you could use melee or magic. But from what I've heard, magic is definitely the most preferred because he has. Or, or at least kiting it, because he has some really weird patterns. Like, I've seen in kiting him before that melees who are following behind the black mage, you know, from overnuking, or the paladin who has hate, as they're following beside it, he'll turn and, like, use a TP move on that person and then go back to to, to following the uh, the person with hate. So that's why, you know, like, I, I've never wanted to fight him as a as a melee because of that, and I've seen plenty of melees go down because of that, that, that weird sort of... Uh, uh, Agro pattern there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, he also has uh, one of his TP moves, the flailing trunk or something that does massive damage. And I know that he also oh, has yeah. another move that, that absorbs buffs from you, I think. Yeah, you gotta watch out for that. I've died enough times to him on Bard just because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna jump in and sing my songs and I'm gonna be, ah, oh, no, I'm dead. Yeah, so, so uh, definitely if you can, go the way of kiting. It's a lot easier. And um, it, 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 it is difficult to rest 
for for long periods of times because hate's so so spread out far. So what I recommend if you're a couple black mages doing trioing it is always have one person obviously there with hate on it and then when you need to rest instead of resting just go in the door walk into your mog house and then come right back out that's the quickest way to do it all right fair enough all right let's take a look at uh, the the last one for tier two on the mama will path and that's livid root Oh, man. Um, Marlboros, you know, they've always been kind of the bane of people's existence in uh, Final Fantasy games. As you know, um, they have bad breath, but in the case of um, Livid Root, he actually has the move Extremely Bad Breath, which doesn't even have a wiki entry. It's that insane. Um, it's basically, you know, um, same concept, all sorts of the, the multiple status effects at random on you at once. And as bad as it is for a party to get, like, silenced all together at once or to get blinded all together at once, for all these different things to hit you at a random order you don't really know what you're going to end up doing um and paralyze is especially bad too because if you're trying to use like items like antidotes or echo drops or whatever since you came prepared you might end up wasting that and wasting valuable time too just because you're paralyzed no fault of your own mm. Um, and so I think that's another reason why he's one of the the ones who gets neglected. Now his drops are still pretty good too, and he is susceptible to gravity. So you know um, he comes in kind of multiple forms though. Um, from it's it's the first three forms are relatively easy, but um, the the fourth form is the one that uses the extremely bad breath. So he kind of builds his way up. So I don't know if he's like you know just eating garbage as you're fighting him. But <laughs> <laughs> he's he's trying to work his way up to be as as appealing as possible in his own silly Marlboro way. <laughs> Oh, um, those silly Marlboros. But yeah, all all of them are um, susceptible to gravity. So, you know, you can basically kite them around that Tower of Justice, which any of them that come out in Wajam would land, like ZNM-wise. You do usually end up bringing them down to the Tower. Dia, um, Memeljaw, uh, I think it's Gotoza. Yeah, you um, you also kite him around a Tower, too. So get used to, to running in circles, you know? Just yeah. pick a direction. Doesn't have to be, like, clockwise or counterclockwise. Either way works, but... um. It's um, it's not a hard fight. I just think that it's uh, the risk reward scenario isn't appealing enough for people to choose it over Irizuma. Mm -hmm. And uh, for tier two ZNMs, you're looking uh, at a minimum of two thousand Zenny and reported maximum of six thousand. Yep. All right. Jeez. Yeah, it can it can get uh, it can get up there. So uh, why don't we take a look at uh, at some of the drops that we're going to be seeing uh, from this uh, tier two Mamuel path for Ariri. Uh, we've got the uh, paddock trousers and the toad mittens. Now the paddock trousers uh, have uh, it's a level seventy one ranger and corsair uh, equip, defense thirty two, uh, ranged attack plus five, and adds recycle effect. What is the recycle effect? Uh, recycle is a uh, job trait that um, rangers get, obviously, and basically what it does is when you uh, shoot an arrow, there's a chance that it won't expend ammunition. Oh, okay, all right, cool. What's really that's actually, it's pretty important that the paddock trousers um, are one of the only things that Corsair can use that has recycle. So it's actually a pretty big deal. Now, I, I haven't lucked out getting a copy, but any Corsair that's willing to put in the effort, it's really rewarding, you know, not to, to you lose a bullet. Because an arrow, I mean, those are pretty cheap, but per bullet, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a higher gill per, per shot. You're pretty cheap. <laughs> what? You're on Limit Break Radio, come on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Uh... Got the toad mittens. These are uh, level seventy. Uh, uh, they look like. Uh, let's see. They got uh, defense sixteen, HP plus twenty, magic attack bonus plus three, and enhances resist charm effect. So, uh, so you know, something you want maybe maybe something to keep in mind for salvage. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. Kind of like a 
poor man's uh, version of the mittens from Sky, the Zenith, Zenith mitts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or if you you don't have nice. wings of the goddess, or you haven't been too much out there, the um the mufflers that have magic attack. Vicious mufflers. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just kind of a cheapo version, but I mean it's still good if you happen to be there helping a Corsair out or something. You know. For sure, I know a lot of people will end up, you know, shouting to do a ZNM, and they only want one drop, and they'll just let the uh, right, let right. free lot on rest. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the beauty of it, is that the items are so vastly different from each other that right. you don't get competing people, and you don't get item hoarding. You definitely get, like, a sense of community, and, hey, I'll help you, dude. I want this. So. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, taking a look at the drops from uh, Eris, uh, that's, uh, that is the uh, second in the Tier 2 that we were talking about. Uh, you've got the... Uh, Ferrera, Ferrara, I don't know. It's a it's a great sword. Uh, level seventy one, damage seventy four, delay three eighty seven. That's a good delay for a great sword, uh, and accuracy plus four on that. Although you do end up taking a hit on the damage. The delay is actually really really nice. Um, and then uh, you've also got the uh, Avocat Pegashes. Is that is that Pegashes? Right? I don't really. No. I'm not. I don't know where the culture came from that they named those shoes that. Yeah, so. uh, Avocat Pagashes, we'll, we'll say that. And uh, <laughs> uh, level 72, White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Bard, Summoner, and Scholar. And uh, this is a feat equipped, Defense 16, Enfeebling Magic plus 3, and Enmity minus 3, and MP recovered while healing plus 3. Not a bad, not a bad yeah, piece. Really. Oh, all, not when, bad. Yeah, when all is said and done. Yeah, really the thing that shines about that piece is uh, definitely the uh, MP while resting, because there's a lot of better alternatives for the enfeebling skill yeah yeah um yeah now, i've even got a pair for my bard so <laughs> um now uh the the very last nm the livid root uh you've got uh oh man i'm gonna slaughter these say it Uh-oh. say uh, it nabushi kayahan Nah, I'm close enough. Uh, close. It's, yeah, it's Kyahan. Kyahan. Okay, all right. Kyahan. Japanese, all right. one word at a time. All right. <laughs> and how do you spell the first? Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, level 70, Monk, Sam, and Ninja feet equips. Uh, defense 18, Accuracy plus 4, Store TP plus 4. That's pretty good. And enhances effect of Rice Balls. What do Rice Balls do? Uh, Store TP plus, right? Oh, is it? Got the, uh, yeah, samurai stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So, uh, so <laughs> a, a nice TP uh, TP build uh, feat right here for uh, Monk, Sam, and Ninja, and uh, also the other drop coming off of uh, Livid Root, uh, the Reek. <laughs> Spell <laughs> it. Rikyo. Rikyo. Okay, all right. Rikyo. Oh, whatever. Uh, the the hairpin. <laughs> hairpin. Hairpin right, is the yes. second word. Yes. Um, so uh, this is a this is a head equip at level seventy two for all jobs and it's got an enhancement on it. Well, it's got HP minus uh, twenty and MP plus twenty, but the enhancement on it is slightly bl- slightly bad breath, which allows the wearer the ability uh, to inflict bind, paralyze, and silence on an enemy. So a pretty good enchantment there, uh, which uh, you know uh, all of a sudden done. I mean, not exactly what I would want for all that effort downing this uh, epic Marlboro, but uh, but you know what? It, hey, it's something, I guess. Yep. Good for Ballista. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. Ballista. There you and, go. And for defeating any of these NMs and taking their trophy back, you're going to get an apple green seal, 
which if you then get up enough zenny to buy your next tier item that gives you access to mamul path tier three NMs. Yep. Then you've got three NMs that you have to do before progressing mm-hmm. here. And uh, those three NMs are Armed Gears, Dia, and Gotoza the Redolent. Two of which are pretty easy, one of which is a pain in my ass. Yes, it is. I wonder which one, though, because I think I think people get a different experience on all three, um, especially the Armed Gears, depending on like what sort of setup you have. Um, armed gears, it's just, you know, your standard, like, three blue glowing Rubik's Cube-like objects that some ancient civilization decided to make for fun. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, basically the way it works is when an arm, when armed gears casts a spell, it is that element, and so you have to counteract it, and it kind of, I believe it's either resists or absorbs even... Um, Counter-opposing elements. It absorbs because I had to. Oh. Uh, I, I, I had to unequip my Sirocco Kukri because I was healing it. Oh. Oh, now it only does this um, while it has all three gears present. As you know, gears when they get down to less than fifty percent, they turn into two. At, at that point, you can just kind of do whatever you want to it. You know, cast your highest spells. Um, what you're you're gonna see it, it. It's definitely a mage monster. I don't even know how to tackle this physically. I'm sure Callow's got something to add, but. Um, you you basically you get however many black mages you can or scholars or bard sub black mage or something who needs to to get in like a little nuke here and there and sometimes you know if you've got your group coordinated uh, together enough you don't have to do this but I found it helpful to have one person paying attention to what spells it's casting and just say arm gears used fire okay use water on it guys and you know kind of be a cheerleader for the team yep that's uh that's definitely the the major point of it is, is you have to know what you know spells you're going to be nuking with and what spells not to nuke with or else you're going to turn an already long fight into an epically long fight yeah um, it is definitely it, it, it has insanely high defense which which it's it, it said that that it that as its hp goes down its defense gradually lowers too and it does to an extent but it's still epically high defense it's not like lowering to something low um by the time you get like 15 10% then you'll definitely start to notice a noticeable difference in its defense dropping but a lot of your damage is going to come from mages and dot's but that doesn't mean that you can't have uh melees on it obviously you need something to tank it to tank it uh the way that we did it last time is we had a ninja on one side a paladin on one side just the tanks that we had um yeah. we had i think two more melees that were just you know normal melees like a samurai and something else and then me on thief and a dark knight sub thief so you know doing the trick attack sneak attack thing whenever we could and you basically you're just whittling it down um and and it do, it does rarely sometimes use restoration but it won't get that gear back but it's still a pain in the ass to you know whittle away so much then see it restore oh um, yeah as a melee oh. what you're watching out for is it has like all gears the aoe attack that can be pretty nasty so all you want to do is when you're low on hp back off until and start healing until someone can cap you off and then hop back into the fray now, did you guys use the uh, the Kakirans? Because I know that um, reasonably close, there's like two Kakiran goldsmiths, I think, that you can TP off of if you just want to run in and do weapon skills and run off. Nope, we just used it to TP up on and then do the weapon skill. Okay. Well, I yeah, mean, uh, it, it worked for other or, people like Dark Knights. It wasn't working so well for me because I was doing any <laughs> I was doing anywhere from zero to one damage. Three, nice job. Three. Or healing it. Or or <laughs> exactly or healing it. So sitting here hitting it for like an hour and it's like, all right, guys, I think accumulatively I've done ten, and then like it'll switch to win and I'll do like a triple attack with my Stroko Kukri. It's like, okay, guys, I've done negative two damage at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice job. Um, yeah. Zero or positive negative yeah, one. Yeah. Even even. 
even with sneak attack, um, I, I would only see like you know ten, fifteen damage. So um, mages yeah, are, are definitely a killer. big help until you get down to like the ten, fifteen percent. Was when I started seeing you know ten, fifteens crits of twenty. So. <laughs> now, what's good for the mages is it's one of those fights kind of similar to, like, I don't want to spoil any plot battles, but any of those boss battles where the mages can stand just far enough to just kind of blast it without getting attacked that happen in similarly enclosed Alzadal ruin areas. Kyle Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's the same way. It's just really, like, mages stand back. I practically fell asleep the last time we did it because I'm just, like, wow. ballad button. Mm-hmm. Ballad. You, remember, you remember the very, very first time we fought this, it was, like, a three-hour battle. Really? The, the three- it, you, you were there, level. weren't you? No, I did. Yeah, I didn't. The, 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 this was the first time. So you know, I don't, the, did, was I there? I may I, have maybe, come maybe late. you came late. I, but I, I did. You were late. you were probably gone yeah, by um, the time it was the, halfway. The last time we fought it, it was like you know thirty, forty-five minutes, and they might have even have it down quicker than that. But the first time we went in there, not knowing anything except what we read, it took us like yeah, because because they were they were treating it like a salvage gear, which you know salvage gear NMs you want as you know you don't want very many melee on it. You want your tank. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you're tanking, and then two other melees, and then each of them get their own dedicated healer. Like, like for example, uh, they tried to treat it like uh, armed gears in um, Silver Sea Remnants, for example. Oh yeah, yeah, where you don't want you know anybody anywhere near it because when it does the AOE, it's going to be nasty. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. it's not that bad. Just you know, back off when you have low HP, and you'll be fine. All right. So uh, what about the uh, the big wyvery type of uh, mob here? <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Dia. Um, Dia. Dia is really not, not that bad. Now, now it's this isn't a, this isn't D I A like the spell. It's D E A. So like the N M. It might be Dea. Yeah, right. Yes. Dea. Right. Okay. Dea. So so uh, so Dea. Dea is um, not that bad. The only thing I would say that's difficult about it is it pops in an area that's kind of not the the greatest place to fight. And most people do want to kite it around like a tower, but it's so far from that tower in Bafflau Thickets that you're going to need like a paladin, maybe a red mage or two. I mean, it depends. You've got varied successful, you know, attempts. You probably want like um, movement speed plus items. Gravity does work on them though, but it does make that walk forever. And you do kind of have to navigate around the the Wajam tigers and some of the marlboros so you know kind of plot your course out on the map and ahead of time and you'll yeah. be you'll a lot better off actually uh, me and annie have fought this thing twice when it was my pop i actually uh, kited it back but when it was the other person's pop i think it was pop pressure on his scholar i, I think and, you're right and, and he used bind on it got far enough away popped his uh speedy boots from the past the ones that if you get oh, aggro yeah but but he stayed far enough ahead of it you know that, that it was able to work but but it can it can de-aggro if you get too far ahead of it. Oh, so can it? I, I, oh, I think wow. it, it almost it did that once for me, and I had to go back and shoot it once with a Ugh. crossbow. But yeah, but once you do get it back, it's it's, it's a lot easier of a fight. Yep, yep. And uh, this isn't too terribly hard of a fight. Uh, no, not it's, really. It's fairly fairly straightforward. It's it's your, it's your usual uh, kite and spank. Yep. So yeah, you know. a gun. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you. I, I, I know that, he, that if Auto you do follow. take hate, though. Yeah, exactly. If you do take hate, though, he does have some, some. Uh, oh yes, some, he does. Yeah, he has some TP moves that, wow. that that can put you down pretty quick. Very. Oh quickly. yeah, he's also got alliance hate. So don't think that you know if you're going to go AFK and everybody dies that you're safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and so. in fact, I'm pretty sure all ZNMs have alliance hate. I know that Cheese Hoarder does. Yeah, LOL cheese. But yeah, uh, (laughs) about his moves, I think uh, if I remember, he's got a pattern where he does the the thing that gives him berserk, and then fairly quickly after that, he does like the rage out, break everybody's back. So so just like Goto Za, because I know that he has uh, a pattern with his TP moves too. 
Yeah, so if you're kind of weaker, you know, if you're a bard trying to run in or you're a thief trying to, you know, sneak in that sneak attack or whatever, um, you might want to watch for that berserk and take that as like a sign, well, hey, I'm low HP, I need to get out of here because I don't want to die or I'll de-level and embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that... I've seen that happen more on Gigi Rune with a Dark Knight we know. Uh, yeah. Not actually, not actually this one. No, no, not me. No, because I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't then go switch to my dragoon and keep all of my yeah. same gear. Come back, okay, guys. I have the job change. Leaves, comes back, and the only thing that changed was his weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Whoa. Oh man, but yeah, I he's fairly easy. Great drops. I really think they did make the tier threes. They're not necessarily easier, but they follow more conventional fighting patterns. Mm-hmm. If you fought any mm-hmm. Sky M's, it'll feel just about the same as like a loose Biako, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, cool. Now, uh, the last one uh, for uh, for uh, Tier 3 on the Mamul path is uh, Gotoza the Re- Redolent. I always want to say relevant, but it's Redolent. Oh, man, he is something else. He is else. brutal! Oh! All right. You don't know. I think I wanted. To, I wish I was there the first time anyone fought him because I know that um, I started doing ZNMs the day they first like. I think it was like the day or the day of, like maybe the day after. But um, but yeah, he he starts off as a white mage, and you know, like any beast man in M, he does his two hour build, and you're you're probably sitting there thinking, man, benediction that sucks. Well, it's not only benediction. Nope. It's once you fight him down, he benedictions, and then he goes to his Moogle in, in Mamook and changes into Black Mage and comes back ready to fight again, basically. Yep. Oh, yeah. Only without the walking. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he'll do mana font, powerful spells, his fire spit is really intense. Yes, um, it you'll is. You'll see tanks die. You'll, yep. you'll, it's it, terrible. Um, it's his groundbreaker, though, that's the, that's the worst. That's the real heartbreaker, because yeah. that'll drop just about everybody around him, which makes it a really bad idea to straight tank this guy. But but he does, I mean, isn't there some sort of... There's uh, a there's pattern. A yeah, so so yeah. if you want to be really safe, you're going to want to kite him all the time, and when he stops to cast spells or when he stops to try and do a TP move, that's when melees can get in and, and, and do their thing. Obviously, mages can be nuking all the time. But he does alternate, um, uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he alternates Groundbreaker, then the next time he does a TP move, he'll do something else, and then he'll do Groundbreaker again. So yeah. if everyone's on the ball what you want to do is he'll use groundbreaker everyone's away everyone comes into tp does his thing once he uses his next one which for the sake of argument it may be right uh uh, uh fire breath after that everyone pulls off in the in the tank kites him again until he uses groundbreaker yep and and you know everyone has to be on the ball because if he uses tp moves in quick succession you might not have as much time meleeing him as you normally would and especially because you're feeding him more tp faster that very well could happen yep yep Gotoza probably reminds me the most of like in amidst the tier threes, he's the most similar to like a real H and M, like Chimera or Cerberus or whatever, where you've got to get that timing, that rhythm. You got to be on the ball with healing, and he's got that point where he shifts gears, and then you have yeah. to completely rework oh, the strategy. I know. And, 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 and the thing that I hate most about that fight because you know it takes him, it takes so long to whittle him down, and, and you know, you know he's going to use gonna yeah. addiction, and, yeah. and it's like it's, it's like a foregone conclusion. The the, the 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 lower you get his health, it's not. I like the more it's like yes yes it's like no no just use it already come yeah. on just, yeah just use it it's true it's true he drops that awesome sword though man i know, I know that every i've seen it drop twice only uh, twice and every time people are like yes i'm so glad we fought him so tier three is once again like definitely worth the effort getting up there mm-hmm. so now okay um now that we're into tier three we're going to start seeing some more 
gear. Like we're, we're going to see, drops. we're going to see gear sets here. So w- why don't we hold off on the gear sets because a lot of this gear drops, you know, from two different NMs. So yeah. it would be kind of redundant to go back. So we're going to te- we're going to check out the Oracle set, the A room set, and the NQ set uh, when we after we end up wrapping up ZNMs here. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay, cool. So a, I guess ten and then. Yeah. Uh, well, um, it, it, hang on for just a second because there are other drops that uh, that these mobs do give. So uh, uh, and, and oh, to, yeah, to yeah. each one, yep, yep. For each one, it's basically a weapon and some type of strap. Yep, yep, that's true. But before we do that, unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to another member of the cast here, Fiofi. Fiofi, unfortunately, I'm yeah. I'm told you you've got to uh, you've got to head out here. Uh-huh. And I think Ed's asleep. Not not gonna lie. <laughs> Wait, let me let me try something. Clap, clap. Nothing. Should I get the calls out, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Okay. I I just want to say thank you very much for having us on. It just oh, Edwin, you're gonna go too. Yeah, tonight was Aww. like like the worst night imaginable. Oh, for this, bummer! It's it's cool. <laughs> well, we're, um, we're we're glad that uh, that we could have had you on, uh, you know, for just a little bit. Now we we got to hear a little bit uh, as to what's coming up with uh, with elegantly Ed. With uh, is there any more that you guys have planned that maybe you want to let in some of the listeners on, or maybe not? I mean, if you want to if you want to hold back, that's cool too. But it's up to you. Well. Much like Square Enix, I'm afraid to divulge anything because I don't want to get <laughs> um, uh, attacked. So like, where, where, where is this? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not really. Because, like, you don't know. Maybe an episode won't happen that you're planning. <laughs> <laughs> where are the two new Avatar episodes we asked for? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because because we're responsible for the uh, for the avatars. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> well, thank you, Edwith and Fiofi, uh, for coming on and uh, and hanging out for a while. Everyone, make sure that you check out Elegantly Edwith. Uh, got great topics going. I really enjoyed the uh, the last episode uh, where uh, where you guys were talking about uh, dancer in Endgame. Really great episode, uh, guys. I, I always I, I got to tell you, I always learn something when I listen to your show. And uh, that you know, e- even after playing this game for so long, I'm still learning things. So that's always a, a really refreshing thing to hear. So uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, and make sure everyone to check out elegantly Edwith. So Edwith and Fiofi, let's let's hear your outros. I've been Edwith. Peace. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. I don't <laughs> Fiofi, come on. I don't have anything better than that. I can't top that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, again, thanks for joining us. And uh, and everyone, check out Elegantly Edwith. Peace. Uh, Thank you. See you. Take care. All right. I'm still uh, here. (laughs) I was going to say, is Tam 2 still away? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom 2, we're always glad to have you here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm just filing my nails. 
<laughs> Such a girl. <laughs> All right, so taking a well, look Sarai at... Sarai is wearing the pants in a relationship. It's so, so true. <laughs> it is. And she has the great axe, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true, too. Um, all right, so uh, so going back. All right, we're gonna get back on here to uh, to ZNMs. Uh, let's let's take a look at uh, some of the drops from uh, from our our very first NM that we talked about in uh, tier three for the Mamuo Path Armed Gears. Uh, there's oh, that's uh, the uh, the Tomoe, right? Yep. Oh the yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. That's exactly it. And uh, okay. very very nice looking pole arm too. Um, just got the got a really nice design on it. Let's check out some of the stats here on the uh, Tomo. Uh, that's uh, damage 86, delay 480, accuracy plus 5, attack plus 5, parrying skill plus 10, and subtle blow plus, plus 5. That's level 72 for Samurai and Dragoon. Uh, so uh, good stuff there. Uh, Iru, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? Is that something that, uh, that you think you'd look into? It depends. I mean, that's so close to a Thassala crab. It is pretty close, yeah. So, I don't know. Definitely you, something to keep in mind. He was like, I mean, sorry, I wouldn't be able to fit that into my inventory with my Gugner. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Samurai can use that, right? So it's it's a pretty decent spear for what the, the five hit, six hit, like, TP setups. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so uh, so definitely something to think about. There's also a couple of grips that you get with armed gear. Uh, that's the uh, the thunder grip and the earth grip. And uh, the thunder grip converts 20 HP to MP and lightning elemental magic accuracy plus two. And the earth grip likewise uh, converts 20 HP to MP and earth elemental magic accuracy is going to be plus two. And that's both of those are level 70 all jobs. Yep. And uh, keep that in mind too for later when we talk about the other grips because just like the gear, uh, each grip drops from multiple mobs. Yep, that is correct. Also note that that um, magic accuracy applies to everything from blue magic to ninjutsu to uh, songs, actually. I've got an earth grip for elegy, so it's not wow. just for, you know, white and black mages. Oh, no kidding. Well, then uh, that actually opens up its uh, usability quite a bit. Uh, so uh, Maybe for some absorb spells? <laughs> dark grip, maybe. Christmas yeah. gift, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of the dark grip, we're going to take a look at, uh, at Dia. Uh, who uh, drops uh, drops more than a, a few things, but uh, the weapon that Dia drops is called the uh, Slenty. Is that is that I I am <laughs> Clentine? I don't. I have no idea. Clentine? Is that it? Well, oh, actually, actually, crazy. let me see if it's the one I think it is. Okay. All right. Here, actually, is what we're gonna call it. Okay. And this is uh, this is this is courtesy of, of a couple of our friends we met out at FanFest. But uh, the Clitine is that polearm you use when you don't have anything better to use. Ooh. Fifty <laughs> percent drop rate too. So yep, you're gonna you're gonna see that pretty often. Yep. You sure are. It's another polearm. Damage ninety one. Delay four eighty. HP plus fifteen. MP plus fifteen. Vit plus five. Mind plus five. And critical hit rate plus three percent. Seems like something that's uh, not too bad if you're subbing white mage. Well, yeah. At, at the same time, though, I mean, uh, well, yeah. Perhaps if you're subbing white mage. But, I mean, as far as dragoons go, with 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 how cheap the the Thassala crowd is, right? It's pretty cheap to it's, to make. It's reasonable. Yeah. yeah it's, it is, so it is it's yeah, it's reasonable to craft. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but I remember actually when those were first released that they were not reasonable whatsoever. Uh, the the fire grip, of course, also coming from Dia. Uh, the same 
same thing that you're going to be seeing with the other uh, elemental grips. Converts 20 HP to MP, and fire elemental magic accuracy is plus 2%. Or, uh, I'm sorry, not 2%, plus 2. And the dark grip, of, again, uh, 20 HP to MP, and dark elemental magic accuracy, plus 2. Uh, so that's what we're going to be seeing with Dia, other than the uh, the, uh, the the big drops uh with with a gear as far as those uh the enkidus and oracles sets and uh Arum. so uh definitely uh some some good stuff there coming from uh from dia um and then uh lastly uh gotoza the redolent uh we're going to be seeing the nagerling which is ah oh, Oh, I want it it's so pretty crazy. Bad. I want it. It's so gorgeous bad. too. It is. It looks fantastic. It's just this. It's this great red-skinned uh, version of uh, what would be the Balins or uh, 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 yeah, the Balin sword or the Balon sword. Uh, but the the stats on the Nagerling is uh, it's a great sword. Damage eighty five, delay five hundred one. Pretty high delay, but it's got an accuracy plus four, attack plus twenty. Yeah, and magic accuracy plus three. Seventy four, Dark Knight only. Great, great. Piece Damn, of I was gear. hoping to get that for my thief. Lol. Uh, hoping to get that for my Corsair. Aw. <laughs> now, uh, as far as the Matthew seals go, mage. we have the charcoal gray seal from Armed Gears. The oh, we got, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You, oh, you we still have. You got the light. Gray. Got the light grip and the water grip coming from uh, Goto's uh, the Redolent, and uh, of course you can uh, pretty much follow the same uh, the, the same pattern that was there before. Twenty HP to MP and uh, converting. Uh, or, or actually giving you uh, elemental accuracy plus two. Um, so uh, those are uh, definitely uh, uh, good drops to look out for, especially that Naggerling, man. I've, I've been dying for one of those. Yeah, and apparently it's up to me to get it for him. Yep, sure. You better start being a bit nicer to me then. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, who, now, took you, uh, who took you out to FanFest? Come on now. They did? <laughs> I could have I taken... So, so I tell you what. I could have taken Juxta. Anybody, anybody on Odin, you get a whole to me and if you are interested in a naggerling you let me know and you can be there to lot against the nero because you sent me to fan fest <laughs> now looking at they this, would have to be star breakers they now, would have to be star oh, oh because that's going into star breaker stuff now no 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 because oh, right, the star right, breakers right, were the okay. ones that paid right any star breakers on Odin. Yeah, right. Okay, all, right, all, right. all right, and uh, the seals you're going to get is by defeating Armed Gears and uh, handing an Armed Gears fragment, you get Charcoal Gray Seal. For Dia's Horn, you get the Chestnut Colored Seal, and for Goto Zaz Necklace, you get the Deep Purple Seal. Yep, yep. And so these can get pretty expensive. The uh, the Zenny wise, I think we forgot to drop that they go no lower than three thousand. And I don't know what the cap is on some of these, but I know it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and let's just say that uh, that that you do get all these around, which I have one seal and I have two pops, so I should have that soon. And at which point you need all three seals as well as four thousand Zenny minimum, upward of ten k Zenny. Wow. To pop. The Hydra, known as Tinnin. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, Tinnin here. Now, now, Luso, uh, I think you are uh, the only one of us that has gone up against any of the Tier 4s. What's Tinnin like? Um, he's actually, I think, the softest, you know, cutest, cuddliest monster this side of Ottergon. <laughs> he's, um, he's really not that bad. He's also very unusual for a Hydra, because he pops at 50% health, so don't think it's like a glitch, don't think you've already halfway won the fight. 
as you fight him down, um, a head will just spring out of the side, because he only pops with one head. And when he gains that head, he gets 25% HP uh, back. So you still fight that 100%, because, you know, three-headed Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have, like, the severity of um, the full fight, you know, all at once, because he's only got the one head at first. Um, as far as the moves go, uh, you definitely want to have your white mages and red mages kind of use, like, the buddy system for removing status ailments from people. He's got a real severe poison. Um, I think he even has virus. Um, but he's really not that hard. He's very much like one of the, the god fights in Sky, where it's basically a straight fight, and it's really just, you know, are you curing your tanks efficiently enough? There's not really that much to say about the fight. It can be done with any number of different kind of damages, and uh, the drops are great. Uh, they're really spread across the board, so it'll be pretty easy to get, like, a group um, together for it. Now, one thing about Tier 4s, though, you fight them on a special, like, Sky God-type island, which costs 500 zenny to get to, so if you, each of your friends who's going to help you out with the fight, or Link Shell members, what have you, are going to need to take about maybe like 10 pictures. Wow. Or, you know, um, which uh, that's not too bad, but they do have to get about that 500 zenny, maybe like 50 per picture, depending, um, to get access to that island. Once you get on there, and once you start that fight, no one else can enter that until that monster dies or you guys die. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, definitely get your fight coordinated. Don't start early. Um, and when you do get onto the island, you consume that item that, that gets you there. It's called the sea salt. You spread it on a tablet. For Tinin, it's in the southeast corner of Wajam Woodlands. Pretty easy ride from Chocobo. I don't know if I'd walk it because there's a lot of pucks that'll still aggro you at 75. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, really, it's um, the the surface of the um, the area is pretty. You'll, you'll know where to fight him. It's very much like the god fights where the the question marks in the center and it all kind of slopes downhill towards it. Mages kind of stay stand up a little bit on the hill, tank it, don't let it face the mages. Really a straight-up fight. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, there you go. There's some uh, strategy there for Tinnin. And, uh, of course, he drops uh, Hydra Fang, Hydra Meat, and Hydra Scale. That's 100% every time you kill him. And uh, you've also got uh, Tinnin's Fang, which, which is not 100%. two uses. No, it is yeah. not. Yeah, that's the that's the trophy item you use to get the lilac colored seal. And no, it's not a hundred percent. So something to keep exactly. in mind once you get to tier four is that the uh, the the pops are are not like like with C are not a hundred percent. Now so. it's actually got another use, which I only realized this recently. Um, you need Tinnin's Fang and the other two tier four pop items that will or trophy items that we'll talk about later to uh, fully unlock your um, your relic weapon. Um, yeah, the final weapon. boss fight. Yeah, yep, your mythic, mythic weapon. weapon. Right, Excuse yeah. me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah. You see, the reason I have to correct you is because we would get a lot of angry emails. So okay, I'm sorry that I'm causing angry emails left and right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, each time you do that fight, there's actually been a blue mage reported that did that fight. Each time you do the fight to to finally unlock the mythic weapon, if you fail that, you have to get these three ZNM pop yeah. items again. Yeah. So and, and so okay, so so let's let's imagine. You know, the first set of three that you get, you you use them for Pandemonium Warden. The next three you get, you use them for uh, for your mythic fight, and uh, both of them fail. So now you're out six six yeah. items. I mean, you know, and who knows how many runs that was? I know. To get it too. And by the oh, way, Luso, that's, that's so much work. That's Princess of Thieves to you. 
Um, and yeah, um, Pandemonium Warden, uh, I, I will probably will talk about that because I did get the chance to fight that pretty, pretty far in. So Got you in final form, didn't you? Yeah, oh, I have soul final form, man. in my bazaar, but you know, um, it, it's pretty fierce as far as like the drop rate. Um, we, we kind of, my, my link shell BBQ, I love them dearly, by the way. Um, they paid me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> If you're really, if you're going for Pandemonium Warden, or you're trying to get, like, you know, um, a set for Mythic Weapons, which are both really big things that aren't going to happen every day, keep this mm -hmm. in mind, you're probably going to want to fight multiple Hydras in one day. So the best thing to do is, like, farm these Tier 1s and Tier 2s and Tier 3s kind of on a day schedule, kind of like Sky, you know, hey mm -hmm. guys, let's get together at 7 and we'll do this monster a bunch of times. Um, and yeah, the the drop rates are really um, are pretty good for the the normal items, but it, it can be brutal, and it can just be completely up to luck whether yeah. or not you get that tin and spang. Yep, man, that's rough. That is so so rough. But uh, there is there is a uh, weapon that drops off of tinin, and that's the uh, shoesy shoe shoe shoes. Don't look at me. I don't know. That's I, wait, shoesy. Huh? Shusui. Shusui. Yeah, there we go. It. All right. All right. And this is a katana. God, I am slaughtering everything today. Now, now you know what I have to go through. Um, so uh, so this is a katana. Damage 37, delay 227, HP minus 20, dex plus 3, accuracy plus 5, and subtle blow plus 2. That's a 72 ninja katana right there. And uh, I don't have a... Uh, okay, so, I'm no, pretty sure no, there's, no. There, there's better cheaper alternatives. I'm, I'm so, pretty sure that there is, but, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure this next weapon that it drops uh, is, is a little bit more fantastic. The uh, the Alcalurops. I got a lot to say about that once you read off the stats. Actually, all right. So uh, this is a staff, and uh, this is for level 73 for White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Bard, Summoner, and Scholar. Damage 49, delay 366, HP minus 10, Intelligence plus 10, Mind plus 10, Charisma plus 10, and Magic Accuracy plus 20. That is freaking epic. That's definitely you a would perk. think so. Um, it's if you do the math, sometimes this gets really tricky because some people are like, "That's the best staff that ever came out." And other people kind of brush it off, and the reason why people do brush it off, I I had my own crazy fetish for this thing. It looks gorgeous. It looks like the um the little rune staff, uh, but in in kind of a platinum black. Mm. But here's the thing: your your elemental plus one staves are going to give you a fifteen percent like hidden magic bonus. And, um, you know, for, for the accuracy for the respective spell you're casting. And the thing is, if you kind of calculate everything between skill and stats and everything, sometimes you're going to have more magic accuracy, um, especially on jobs like Bard and Black Mage. Um, you're going to be more effective with your elemental staves. So hmm. if you're, you're thinking about dropping a lot of gill on this, you might want to sit there and calculate all your figures, look at your skill, look at all the multipliers and everything, and see if it's really for you. Now, I would recommend, this is definitely diehard, like, like, must-have for people like Scholar and Red Mage, where not only do they depend on magic accuracy, but that mind plus 10 is a really rare find, and that helps out things like slow 2's percent go up and the accuracy of sure. other really yeah. important spells. Right, right, yeah. Math sucks. <laughs> Math does suck. <laughs> That's all. I'll second that. I will definitely second that. So uh, other than uh, other than the the set drops, the the set armor drops that uh, drop from Tinin, that looks to be just about everything. From, Wait, you forgot uh, about the gill. 
Oh, really? How much guilt was I? I have no idea. I've never. I don't know. No, it's like probably nothing. It's the usual. Like you got some guilt for showing up. No, you know, yeah. Well, sure. that's probably it's probably good. You know, one two k if you're if you're a normal person. But if you're a thief, you probably mugged it for like five k. Yeah. So. Which, which which if 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 you're with a shell and you're doing like ten fifteen of these a day, that 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 adds up. I tell you what, I yeah. always go into sky and I come out with some. Uh, some heavier pockets. All right. Well, uh, that will uh, that will do it for our very first path, our mom wool path. And uh, so the next path that we're looking at here is the troll path. Oh, man. So the troll path was kind of funny. I remember looking up about ZNMs the day it came out, and nobody understood the trophy system except for one guy who fought Brass Borer. And it, that's um, a Wamura Kampa. It's the little, like, baby Wamura or whatever. And so I was under the impression that to get to Tier 2, you had to fight the Brass Borer. And so I still have a pop somewhere that I never used because <laughs> it didn't have anything I wanted. I just was like, oh, okay, kill Beetle and then go ahead. So I was confused. But, yeah, it's uh, Brass Borer, um, which is the Wamura, like I said. It's uh, Ob, which is, is really neat. They even talked about it at FanFest and some of the developer interviews. It's, uh, it's an autonomous that changes forms based on what a puppet master in the fighting party has his automaton set to. Yep. So that can really change like the way that you fight it because it's it's not a weak puppet. You know, it's an awesomely powerful. We're never going to get access to that strength of a puppet. Puppet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he's in physical form, then he can just he. Oh my God. He just decimates parties. But all you need is a puppet master to throw him into mage form and you burn him down like. It's it's not even funny how easy he can be. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I've had a confession, guys. I'm coming out of the closet. I'm a puppet master. So. <laughs> Everybody's a freaking puppet master now. I've got it to like like almost sixty. So whoa, that, see that's not even a yeah. I've been leveling. It's like seven now. No, wow, you're you're a closet puppet master. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a <laughs> nasty habit. But um, wow. besides Ob, which Ob's actually use another cool. analogy here. <laughs> you make it sound so negative. It's, it's not negative. It's a positive thing that others just don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? Mine's at twenty-one. I'm getting there. I'm getting Everybody there. is leveling this freaking job. <laughs> it's, it's so good, dude. No one but, gets but it. I hope so. Good. Now but at the same time, because at the same simple. time, those same people will be the first ones to turn around and go long because <laughs> you gotta pretend so you can fit in <laughs> oh, that, uh, that is so Luso's horrible. gonna be in BBQ and they be like well that hey we, so we got horrible. a pup joining today and Luso's like no no pup lol pup lol pup <laughs> I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no, we've got we've got like two puppets and like five dancers randomly. So you know we're we're pretty affirmative action, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, besides that, Ob's actually you you kind of if you know if you're not really into this whole ZNM thing, if it sounds way too much, Ob's pretty cool because he's pretty weak. If you've got yeah. a puppet master to change his forms, and he has money drops. Oh, he drops yeah. the different forms of um. You know I know we usually talk about the drops um afterwards. But he drops all the different, like, uh, initially exclusive automaton parts. Yeah. And you can make a pretty penny off of that. So if you don't take anything from this, you know, learn that, first off, puppet masters are cool. And second <laughs> off, learn that puppet parts can make you money. So Absolutely. respect puppet masters so they'll keep I know. their jobs, quick, quick, invest money in the economy. Quick question about Ob. Uh, what happens when you don't have any puppet master in you, the party? You get raped. <laughs> really? Like, I like it, hardcore. I How we get to no kidding. Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. and and plus, uh, I know that that if a puppet master overloads while fighting Ob, 
It's bad news. Pandemonium Warden and an absolute virtue. Forget it. I mean, he he, he just goes batshit crazy. And, and, and like 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 I've heard about it once. He he grabbed this black mage's arm, tore it off, and then beat, and then beat an Aegis Paladin to death with it. Just Ow. to death. Shield lock that. Yeah. Yeah. Who said black mages aren't able to do any sort of melee damage? So so for Ob. Bring a puppet master. That's and, yeah, and let yeah. the puppet master deal with it before you bring your party in. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so all right. So that takes care of. Well, uh, he no? skipped over Claret. Oh, okay. yeah, we did. We skipped over Claret, and we probably do want to talk about the Warmer Campa real fast. Um, Claret is just kind of your standard slime. Um, I know people are probably sick of seeing them because it's always like, oh, that looks harmless, and you walk by it, you get sound aggro, and you die. Um, but, uh, yeah, it does the fluid toss thing, just like all... It is absorbed by shadows, though, you. which is kind of rare. Um, yeah. But it's nearly always about 100 points, and you do get poison, too. So, you know, it's 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 kind of rough. I, shadow tanking's probably better, but it's still, you know... It, it's Don't underestimate it, because it's a tier one, just like we said about the other ones. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, now, what about Brass Borer? Um, you know, just kind of your standard little Wamura Campa. Um, they move slow, which is always kind of neat, um, in case you want to, like, run around it. But it's not really a, a, a kite-necessary uh, fight. Um, mm-hmm. It uses basically just normal Wamura Campa attacks. Um, it, it, there's not really much to say about it. I mean, it does a um, Thermal Pulse, which is an AoE fire attack that does about 600 damage. But I'm sure you can lower that down with, like, Carol and Barfira. And actually, you know, most of your Paladins and Ninjas these days just carry fire resistance gear for, like, the bigger fights, uh, like H&Ms and all. So it probably aren't going to have a really hard time with that. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, there you go. That's your uh, that's your tier one for the troll path. Uh, taking a look at some of the drops here from uh, from the uh, the NM we were just tra- talking about, Brass Borer. We've got the Lion Tamer Rawr. and the <laughs> Ritterhenses. Now uh, the Lion. I'm so proud of. I know, I got that one right, finally. All right, so uh, the Lion Tamer is uh, is an axe, uh, damage 44, delay 276, and uh, on your pet, it'll give you de- defense plus 10, and it's got an enchantment on there that is end fire. It seems like they just kind of like took a bunch of different buffs that you can have and threw it at a wall and whatever stuck, that's what this axe got. So uh, uh, the enchantment, end fire, and uh, the, the, the pet. Defense plus ten. So uh, now it's a uh, it's Beastmaster only, but is uh, yes. damage forty four good for an axe? Because that actually looks really appealing. I have like no clue. To be honest, I don't know offhand. If I, you of know, all give the me times we wanted game right. Give, give, well, give me <laughs> give me a couple of months, and I'll have Warrior to seventy five, and then I'd I'd be able to great axe only. <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah, this beast only. Jeez, dude. Uh, so well, but I can compare the damage to oh, my yes. axe. Right? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So, um, corners. (laughs) Ritterhenses, which are level 70, Warrior, Paladin, and Dark Knight. Uh, Their hand equips, defense uh, 29, HP plus 25, slow plus 4%, and they have an enhancement, Blaze Spikes. This is garbage. Yeah, yeah. especially because it's probably one of the ones that we have to keep it on to keep the enchantment. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it seems to go with that fire thing, you know. The axe was end fire, and the gloves are blaze spikes. But I mean, there's better items even for like warrior for blaze spikes, like uh, Suzuku Suniata. Yep, yeah. So that's true. Yeah. So just uh, kind of bad. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's not great. It's it's not totally great. But uh, but you got some you got some better stuff coming here with Claret. Uh, Claret, you've got the Alma Torque, uh, which is a neck equip level seventy four all jobs, which has store TP plus two and subtle blow plus two. Cool. So I mean, it's not bad. You know, if if you're Pretty good for dancer, yeah, if you don't oh, have. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hate because we're, we're we're almost picking on the ZNMs now. There's actually a muffler, like a little scarf neck item, um, from the little treasure caskets you get now, and that's store TP plus one, but it's actually store TP plus five under um, I think it's rainy weather, and so if yeah. you got a scholar around, that's actually substantially better than this. But this is the best store TP torque that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. It doesn't require you to have like another party member, so it's not terrible. It's- well, I mean, you do have your. I mean, as far as just store TP goes, yes, but Shiver's Chain obviously gives uh, accuracy and yeah. strength as well as the store TP. Yep. Now, you've also got a club coming off of Claret, uh, which is the Carry Keon, uh, and that's uh, damage 29, delay 216, has a latent effect that adds regen effect, uh, and uh, that's a 3 HP per tick, and that's active while your base HP is less than 51%, and uh, it also has an additional effect HP drain. That's level 71 for White Mage, Black Mage, Red Mage, Summoner, and Blue Mage and Scholar. Uh, Kind of a fashion item. uh, It has the Twin Snake Caduceus look mm -hmm. uh, that the Alchemy staff has. So That's actually true. Some of the ZNM items, you may be like, why would I ever want this? They look pretty. They're based on model (laughs) files of previous armor that you don't really see that often. And and the ones that are kick-ass good look ugly yeah look terrible yeah. <laughs> i speak from experience <laughs> so so our our last nm here is uh is the infamous ob and uh you know we could we could go through because ob kind of breaks the mold and has several drops here i think it's um, like plus 10 right uh, I, yeah. I, I think the ones i've mentioned though are the two new ones that came with him the ones that sell for the most that everybody's uh looking for and one of them is the steam jacket And the other one, and the other, and the other one is the coiler. coiler? Come yeah, on, you guys coiler. are pups. You should know this. But yeah, the, <laughs> uh, the steam jacket and the coiler are definitely the ones that, that 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 everyone's after. I know that one of them sells for like 200k. I know Din. Wow. The other one's like I think uh, 70 to 100k. Wow, that's definitely a money drop. And considering he's only like he can go down to as cheap as 1,000 zenny, you could just farm this all day Absolutely. long. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and actually, there is an earring on there too that that isn't for. Is it for pup? Is it a pup earring? Yeah, it's a pup earring. It's right. for um, it's uh, increases the effect of the automaton oils that we yep, apply. There increases you go. Uh, repair potency. So just to go By through, that. so just to go through the list of the drops, you've got the uh, a tuner, the coiler, the equalizer, eraser, drum magazine, uh, gungoyle earring, uh, mana channeler, uh, smoke screen, steam jacket, tactical processor, and target marker. And uh, all of these, again, for uh, Puppet Masters, and uh, specifically most of them for puppets, uh, except for uh, the earring. So uh, good stuff there. Uh, we, won't, we won't bother going through what each of them each of them do, because, you know, you Puppet Masters probably already know. Yep. And, yeah, uh, and, and for turning in either or any of the trophy items from all of these gets you the Cerise Seal, which then gives you access to your Tier 2. Yep, and uh, th- that will give us our access to head on on down to tier two so why don't we take a look at uh, the uh, second tier in the troll path
Oh, man. Um, these are, it's really a tricky situation here. They're all equally kind of menacing, and yes, the drops are. are fantastic. Um, but yeah, you've got um, Ananta Boga, which is a Dahak. If you don't know what that is, um, if you scroll way back to mission 2 3, that black dragon, it's this bright red, glowy lava version of the, the shadow dragon. It so. looks pretty cool. Evil, though. Yeah, Evil. it's also pretty tough to fight. So, um,. Other than him, there's also a Dextrose, which is a flan, and he's actually a cannibal who eats other flans throughout the fight. Um, you fight him just like you would a normal flan, but at any point in the middle of that, he's going to run around and try to like eat other flans, take a big chunk out of their HP, but also potentially aggro them by, by drawing your party near them, and then regain health himself. Oh. Um, uh, the last one is Reacton, which is a bomb, and you know anything that says you know nm and bomb together definitely means explosion yeah so uh he's pretty fierce um i mean if you need the items definitely you you might want to consider that um but it it is all of these are um in bad spots um Boga is amidst other dahawks which i i think can link to them and even if he he doesn't he, he they're right there just to look at you and aggro you um <laughs> you're, you're gonna need like like standard kind of fight a bigger monster setup you're gonna need tanks you can't really like mage solo this um very fearsome um as far as dextrose goes that's really up to you how you fight flans you can beat it with a stick um He's, he's. I think the easiest fight because you know it's just a flan that kind of regenerates. But he's in the middle of probably the worst part of Treasures of Ottergon. He's in Halvang, and the path to get to him, you necessarily have to pass by uh, True Sight trolls. Oh, and. They're surrounded by other trolls that aren't True Sight, which are linked with the True Sight soul trolls, and those are surrounded by potentially either bombs, flans, or scorpions. And, wow. and, and you can't just train them to a zone because the place that you're going is right on the edge of a drop down, so you wouldn't be able to get back. Ooh, yeah. Oh, good. However, let's, you can't really. Let's say you do get out there, though, and you are fighting Dextrose. Um, and actually, the last time we fought him, he didn't go and absorb anything, so it was just a, just a straightforward, normal flan fight. It was really easy. Um, some of the things that people do. Some of the strategies they use, though, is um, bringing a flan in, whittling it down to like five one percent HP. So then that way, when he does suck it up, you know it's only losing like five one to one to five percent HP. He isn't gaining much back, mm -hmm. and you're not worrying about linking anything else either. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll go far. By the way, too, if oh. there's if he does decide he's hungry, he will run. You know. So yeah, I, I I've heard of people trying to clear that room that you pop in, and he'll just go. He'll he, he will find the nearest flan in the zone. Oh man, that's that's brutal. So now, what about uh, React on? Well, he's um he's just kind of a bomb. You know, these are all pretty straightforward fights. Um. He is, you are able to paralyze him and slow him, so if you've got a red mage handy, slow two and paralyze two are really good. You can't stun him, though, so if he decides he's going to explode, that is it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, you Ouch. definitely probably want um, a lot of healing going on. Um, scholars and white mages, I know that, you know, sometimes a lot of people are like, no, you can just heal everything with red mage now. This is one of those fights you can't. Um, you probably want Divine Veil or Session for a race because his AoE bomb, um, or his AoE burn, excuse me, um, combined with, like, the Aga spells that just make bombs who they are, really can, can whittle down people's HP fast. Um, it seems like if you 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 want to kill him fast, since you know you, you can't deal with um, multiple Fibragas and the possible explosion, um, you definitely want to um, do skill chains and magic bursts. Like go old school Final Fantasy, and you know, just let him have it <laughs> as quickly as you can. Nice.
I've, yeah, I've, I've I've never fought him. And I don't plan on fighting him. <laughs> um, I definitely I, I definitely think that Dextros is the the wiser of the three to go through. Um, and uh, I actually looking at, at at what comes next on the tier. I I, I happened to cross one of the tier three uh, pop or I'm sorry seals. So really, uh, I only had to fight this guy twice in theory to oh, get okay. to uh, yeah. So all right, so yeah. so uh, taking a look at uh, some of the drops here. From uh oh oh man oh say it uh, oh no 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 <laughs> there's no, no way hey, there's no way that's no. Like, there's like seventeen I, I letters in that <laughs> seventeen I got ten kill on it there are seventeen syllables right there I'm not even no gonna, no come on it. no you want me to do it Nero no yes, no please, no Nero you have to try it go ahead Lucy give me the item list I want to try here it comes okay here we go. He's getting in the zone. <laughs> Carlo, do you have the list of the? No, it, it's not. It's not even the full name. I'll oh do it. I'll just do, do it. it. Just do it. Go ahead. Okay. The name is okay. It's a double C, so it's a hard consonant. Hakchonen Butsu Dangozashi. Damn. <laughs> wow. What are you guys so worried about? That's Japanese. Because it's like seventeen. Like it's huge. It's, it's huge. It's a yeah. It, it it almost ends up reaching to to the to the, the icon that has rare reacts. <laughs> yeah, so, there, there's almost not enough room for the name. Yeah, graphic. <laughs> right. Donna, just this is one of those items where it the premise is good, but there's just something so much more readily accessible. Um, it's true. It's a damage seventy katana uh, with delay three seven eight. Um, good delay on that, by the way. So I mean, it's okay. It's kind of quick. It's got a hidden effect that it it just does always have. Double attack plus two point five percent. But what about Sopuro Sukahiro or whatever? You know. Yeah, yeah. But well, uh, uh, I mean, you, you say what about the Saboro, But uh, the damage on this is like seventy. Isn't that kind of high for because like like uh, uh, Bahamut Zagnol? What's the damage on that? Oh, it's real low. Is, is it really higher low. than? Is it it's, lower no, than seventy? I'm sure it's lower than seventy. Exactly. So I mean, so for something yeah. that has double attack, I mean, it seems like that's it's, pretty good. It's no, kinda, that's kind of high, right? I mean, maybe we might be completely off our rocker. Rings here, and he's like, "You guys are retards. <laughs> no, a, a samurai would never touch that. Stop being stupid. This is why Blue Garter hates you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? Hey, it's not that bad. But I mean, you know, if there was a great sword with double attack in the same stat, I would go for it. Well, and Blue Carter would hate us. <laughs> well, you know what? We lo- Whatever. We love you, BG. It's 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 joke. Um, so uh, you've also got the trilling dagger here as well. Uh, now, now, Kahlo, uh, you can tell me if this is worth getting or not. You've got uh, damage. No. 20. Okay. Let him <laughs> list it first. Dam- it. Damage 28, delay 186. It also increases light elemental magic damage dealt and uh, has uh, silence. Uh, when when you are silenced, attack plus 10. If, 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 if you're meleeing, no. You're not going to melee with that. If, if, if you're maybe like a bard with, I don't know, I don't know if the light elemental, you know... It helps yeah, skill change. It's uh, yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's yeah. But but otherwise, yeah. No, don't just it it, it it That's what Ring Three calls vendorable. Fair enough. God, I've used his name. Wait, old guy. It's what the old guy <laughs> called back, back in his day. There wasn't the AH, and you actually had to vendor everything. <laughs> oh man, he's pretty old. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on to Dextrose. Uh, you've got the uh, Ruby Sorrow Wheels. And Prettiest pants ever. Yeah, actually, the uh, the Guapo was tanking in those the other day. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't these the the same sort of model pants that uh, 
what's her name from the TOAU cutscenes is wearing? Is that Naja Salahim? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I can dig that. Uh, so, uh, so you get Naja's pants, pretty much. Uh, the Ruby Star wheels are uh, leg equip level seventy one. Red Mage Paladin, Dark Knight Ranger, Dragoon, Blue Mage, and Corsair. Uh, the stats are defense thirty one, HP plus ten, MP plus ten, strength plus two, and mind plus two. That's something that Aerolove would wear, not because he'd use it. <laughs> Just to wear it. Just to wear it. Yeah. yeah. I wear it. I did Dextrose as my primary pop for the tier threes on the, the troll path because I wanted these pants. <laughs> Fair nice. enough. They don't do anything. Um, <laughs> we read off the stats, right? Like, yeah. just strength yeah, plus yeah, yeah. two, mine plus two, and that's useless for almost... There's just better pants for every job. There is, yeah. That can yeah. equip this. But they're, they're so pretty. So I really think this is just like, <laughs> hey, if you missed out on wearing mage pants, here you go. <laughs> Fair enough. You've also got the Achilles Spear, which is a uh, level 74 Dragoon pole arm, uh, damage 69, delay 346, and it's got accuracy plus four. No, no, it's no Valkyrie Spear. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what level is that? That's what? level 74, I want to say. And it's got 69 damage yeah Whoa. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep level 74 um, no hidden effect by the way either yeah no it, that's i mean that's a little bit disappointing you know, if, if if i if i may um you uh, may <laughs> say a line from from one of my favorite uh, guides to dragoon um it, it's about pants equips but if you use this spear may your current pant equips um become cannibalistic and eat your crotch <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. There's Iru's assessment of yes. Of that, you use uh, a real lance. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the, of course, the last one that we got here is uh, React on, and uh, it drops. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, a React on arm, uh, which is a uh, a level seventy ninja. Uh, does this is, is this a throwing piece? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes in ammo slot. Yeah, it's it an ammo slot. Okay, all right. Thrown. But it's attack plus 10. And, yeah, and it also enhances uh, the Minjin Gakura No, No, I'm not sure, but I think uh, attack plus 10, that... that, that that's pretty good. That is pretty good. No, I think I think that ninjas can equip. Can they equip bomb cores? I want to say that they w- can, which is attack accuracy. But I mean, if you if you're just going for straight attack, this this ain't bad at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's not it's not terrible at all. And then of course, you've got the uh, magic strap, which is MP plus twenty three and uh, spell interruption rate down by five percent. Oh, maybe I will mm. have to do that because I could use some MP on my black mage. It's not bad. I mean that the the spell interruption mm. rate is uh, is pretty darn. good. Good. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's great too. So for 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 defeating any of these, you turn in their trophies for the salmon, uh, for the salmon color, salmon seal. Uh, salmon. That's how that I have to say it, salmon. <laughs> no, actually, great. there's something you're making I realized. Me do, you're um, making me do more work by having to bleep his name. Who? <laughs> yes. Oh, you don't you don't like bleeping his name out? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> No. There's something I wanted to say about um, the trophies. If for some reason, let's say you're trying to complete, um, you know, uh, a Cerberus pop, the Sadamea, which is the tier four um, for the troll, and you you've got Zenny and you're ready to pop that last tier three, what you can actually do is someone can give you that trophy. You can lot that, and you you don't have to start at tier one and then go to tier two and go to tier tier three. If you trade him a tier three trophy, you get that that seal. 
you know, that right. lets mm-hmm. you pop that tier four. And the same thing goes for skipping tier one or any of them. Technically, somebody could skip all of it and pop Pandemonium Warden if they were there to lot the tier four seals from each of the exactly. Tier and actually, wow. uh, um, you know, when you turn in that Salmon. Uh, seal, and then uh, you get the Zenny to buy uh, the next one, uh, which one of them is uh, Achamoth. I actually helped out with one, and the Paladin who was trying to get the organic, and it was a really bad fight, and uh, you know she let everybody free lot everything, and I ended up winning the Antana, which is the trophy item, so I actually you know got to skip over one whole uh, run of the uh, Trollpath uh, tier. So. Excellent. Well, good for you. So uh, that that definitely brings us to uh, tier three on the troll path. And uh, now, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we talk about that uh, NM that you we, were just talking about? Oh, oh come on. I'm I'm gonna start this one because this this is a beast. This one is brutal. Oh, okay. Um, gosh. It, yeah. She she pops way way inside Halvung amongst some. Uh, there are, are they true sound or true sight? The uh, the normal moths. It's uh, they're they're true sound. Yeah. So true sound sucks. So so basically, what you're gonna do because by themselves these things are are bad news. You're gonna want to bring your party down there. You're gonna want to kill all off all the moths. Send your party back to the zone. Um, if you look on the map, it's directly east. Send your party back to the zone, and then you're gonna want to pop that and have a thief with flee and perfect dodge kite it back. Now you have to be oh. careful because it moves slow. And you're going to be linking stuff on the way back. I think the first, the way we tried to do it the first time was uh, I ran, I, I tried to kite it with perfect dodge and flee, and it didn't really work. I lost aggro at some point, but I couldn't stop because you run by true sight NMs as well mm-hmm. and sound sight aggro everything. I almost didn't make it. Like I mean, I, I, they're like you lost it, and I'm like it doesn't matter because you, you do a drop down too. So if you oh. drop down and it deaggros, then you're so screwed. And Ringman actually managed to make it back around the long way to pick it back up and they kind of held it there for a while and I was able to get back there again and they're like you have to train the zone and I'm like well I don't, I don't have perfect dodge now and they're like you gotta train the zone so using oh, just man. flee that time when I almost died with perfect dodge I was actually able <laughs> to train the zone and, and I mentioned those true sight mobs yeah. those don't de-aggro so they're gonna start walking back too oh no so it's a pain but we, we actually managed to get Akamoth to the zone and that's what you wanna do get her to the zone line because what she's gonna do is she's gonna spawn ads and um, you don't want to have to fight the ads because yeah. by herself, especially, and, and this is with all moth types, but if you have debuffs on them, they heal themselves for more. Oh, I didn't know so that. So you can't put debuffs on them. Uh, you, oh, wow. you, you definitely want to dispel her stuff, but you can't put debuffs on her. So she's just a straight, basically fighting her down, and you know she uses a lot of bad AoEs. Have your healers. Don't be within range. Be careful, but you want someone, um, it works outside of the alliance or the party, but they can be inside because the ads don't have alliance hate. So you want somebody standing at the zone, and when an ad pops, voke it, shoot it, zone, and it'll follow you up, stop, despawn, and you won't have to worry about dealing with the ads. Follow that basic strategy, and you are good to go. All right. Don't. There's um, actually some things to say about the ads, though. Don't think that... Um that they're, they're pushovers or whatever. Don't think, oh, oh I'm just no going to fight it. I'm not going to listen to Kahlo. Um, listen to Kahlo this time. It's a physical or magical damage. Like, they just, they don't take it no matter what. Um, either or, and it's random. So you, you, that can be really devastating if you have a primary alliance of, like, one side or the other. Um, they do die quickly if the right damage is dealt, but I don't think, like, you can't really, like, spare the people. Um, the other thing is if they run by people who are resting, they will aggro them whether or not they are zoned. Like, they'll, they'll come back if they get zoned. So you want to keep people standing up or, you know, just... Basically, you just you gotta watch out for that, and that's the same. I mean, people are used to that by now. Like they need to be standing when you train something. Like Dynamis, people are used to that too. So, mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, uh, the, the plenty of drops coming off of uh, Akamoth, but uh, but the one that we're uh, we're going to take a look at, of course, you got the ice grip and the thunder grip, uh, as we were talking about the elemental grips before. But the uh, weapon is uh, the organics, which oh, is man. which is great a sword. Uh, a sword, not a great sword. It is a it's, great. It's a good sword. It's a good sword, but it's not a great sword. Um, <laughs> it looks like it. It was actually it, um, if it, if the sword that. It was actually the sword that the paladins were equipping uh, at, at FanFest. It, that's it, true. It, it looks like, I mean, it's huge. It's, it's, it's a is un- that the best sword? It's, it's, like it's, in terms a, of damage? I don't know, but it, uh, I think the Haughty Claire might still be higher. I know that that's, well, that, that I'm sorry, that paladins can use. I'm pretty sure the Haughty Claire, because Arjitlam's always going on about that. But it has an, a, a unique model. It looks yeah. all like sharp, razor-toothed and stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. huge. It's badass. Uh, so uh, that's a level 75 sword for warrior, paladin, and dark knight. And uh, it's got damage 48, delay 264, HP minus 55, strength plus 3, attack plus 10, and critical hit rate plus 3%. Good stuff there. Oh, wow. I looked it up, actually, and there's only one sword that's stronger than it, and that's Excalibur. What about oh, the wow. what about the, the oh, and, and the new one. Um, the the Claire is actually kind of low from what I see. Let me scroll back. Check the DPS, because I'm pretty sure that the, uh, yeah. the Claire DPS is 11-something. Yeah, it's 1150 on the DPS for that, but it's uh, base damage 46, which makes it less for weapon skills, versus... Um, yeah, okay, so it's less DPS, but as far as like weapon skills go, it is the, the highest base oh, damage, yeah. except mm-hmm. for Excalibur and uh, Burt Gang, the uh, mythic weapon. All right, so uh, moving uh, right along to uh, Chromosol Burbalor. Oh, and Akamoth, if you turn in her antenna, oh, yeah, drops right. the copper-colored seal. Yep. So uh, Chromos- uh, Chromosol uh, Burbalor, or something like that. I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> Bless you. Crazy, yeah, crazy <laughs> troll. Uh, you've got, uh, of course, the uh, dark grip and the ice grip coming off of this one. But uh, you don't have a weapon. You get a shield, and that's a uh, Simba, Simba Buckler. Uh, it's uh, level 75 Warrior Paladin, Dark Knight, and Beastmaster. It's defense 24, HP plus 10, MP plus 10, and enmity minus 2. Oh, we got to talk about punking him, though. We haven't gotten to the fight because it's brutal, by the way. <laughs> Is it really? All right. Um, basically, what happens is when he pops out, he also spawns three trolls, which they, they change it up um, as the fight goes on, which cannot be slept. So you have to kite these three trolls. And this is, by the way, in the middle of that area I told you about with all the other true sight trolls. So it just uh, troll. This, this is probably the experimental Lamia of this oh, path. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, and so at 80%, you know, if that wasn't bad, the trolls you were dealing with disappear. And they get replaced not by the, the, I think the Grenadiers are the first one. They get replaced by Dark Knights. And they use Soul Eater repeatedly. Ouch. And so after that, if that wasn't bad enough, at 60%, those Dark Knights disappear. And they get replaced by fully healed Rangers. Oh, no. And they only use the um, the Zoraqua attack. And that ignores Shadows. Ouch. And if that wasn't bad enough, at 40%, see, I'm just going to keep doing this. This is so terrible. Um, at 40%, the troll artillerymen replace, um, or get replaced by the hammersmiths. And they use drop hammer, which is um, AoE damage and bind, which bind is terrible considering that, you know, you're trying to fight it with all these other trolls going around. Yeah. At 20%, those get, you know, replaced by nothing, actually. <laughs> they depop, and then that's fine. But then, actually, when it goes down to 20%, it starts spamming the move overthrow, which goes through shadows and... And can deal up to 1700 damage to a ninja tank. <laughs> so, um, this is Paladin, dumb. Paladins. They, they, 
Yeah, here's the funny thing. I've got, um, when I first joined my Link Shell, I'm like, hey guys, I've almost got Cerberus done. I've got this vinegar pie. And, um, it's been half a year, and I still oh. have this vinegar pie. Like, I either miss it, but I'm just, I'm dreading it, you know, so. You wow. have to fight it. Cerberus doesn't drop any in Kidu's gear. Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for you, man. But, um, this guy actually drops the Enkido Subligar, which I guess we'll talk about the whole set. Uh, later, I think there are better ways to get the gear that he drops. Yeah. So if you're not going for that tier four, avoid it at all costs. This is really only for the people who are going for like the H and M Link Shell, like who wants to fight Saramea, or just the people who do want to fight Saramea after, who does have good drops. Yeah. But avoid this at all costs for other reasons. Yep. Yep. And. Uh... Last one here is Nosferatu. Now, this is uh, the only uh, Tier 3 NM I've actually gone up against. From the troll path. From, well, because you, you fought Goto. Oh, you yeah, I did fight Goto. Experimental yeah, right. Lamia. I did. I did. So that's one from each path. That's a Tier 3 from <laughs> each path. I'm pretty sure you tried to block out Experimental Lamia. Uh, well, Nosferatu <laughs> was even worse because we, uh, we, we just couldn't eke out the win. Oh, Look, that. I, um, no, Nosferatu <laughs> is is just it just painful and uh, and and like you know like our other two friends here Akamoth and uh, and uh, the uh, the Chromosol here uh, the the troll he uh, Nosferatu will also um, he, I think he either charms or he pops up uh, it, it pops up uh, at, at, yeah, yeah. At, ads or pets or something. And I'll tell you what we had we we had him down to it below ten percent, and you know just something happened, and you know it's one of those things where the uh, the the flow of the fight goes the other way, and you know by the time that we were able to all get up and and get to a point where we were ready to fight again, we had we had lost claim on him several times, and he had regened all the way up to hundred percent, and uh, at that point that is just heartbreaking because that's a you know that's just a that's a lost pop set right there, but uh, really really tough fight ahead with uh, with Nosferatu who is a vampire oh, yeah. type. You know he mom. does actually charm. D- yes, he does. He does charm. Um, so turns you into a bat, actually. Yep. Really quick, uh, Chromosol Borlor. Uh, if you turn in his trophy item, drops the oh, gold-colored yeah. seal. Right. Right. So, uh, so, uh, what, like, what kind of tactics do you want to take for Nosferatu, Luso? Stake to the heart. Well, <laughs> yeah, Silver cross. To the heart. Garlic. Uh, holy water. <laughs> yeah. Holy. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Iru, you can jump good. in any time now. <laughs> I Running water. <laughs> Uh, a chain metal whip. Um, I also think that uh, throwing glowing crosses um, always works. <laughs> Thank you, Luso. Thank you. Bury him okay, Castlevania jokes aside, um, the only way to be a true vampire killer here is uh, really just last it out. I've seen some people solo this, actually. I've seen uh, my entire alliance actually once waited on like a red mage and a black mage who are just kind of running this guy in circles. He is resistant to gravity wow. and immune to all damage over time, elemental and feeble spells, except for frost and shock. But even with that, he, you can still do it. You can still kind of run him in circles and um, and get his goat, I suppose. Well, but, uh, uh, from what I hear, like like what makes him really, really tough, and, and Ring uh, says that he's, you know, ultimately this was the downfall of your group, was uh, like most undead, he has uh, a move that damages everybody and drains HP from around you. Yeah. So the more melee oh, yeah. you have, the harder he's going to be, but if you bring in a lot of ranged DPS, then it's not really that bad. Yep. It's, uh... It's pretty brutal, especially, you know, we did, we we had a paladin tank, and, you know, all of yeah. us... 
And yes. And, uh, you know, Jess, Jess and I were both there. And, uh, you know, of course, we were up front. And uh, so, yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty tough fight there. Um, um, the charm is not so bad. Uh, it only lasts about 20 seconds. So it's, it's not, not something really to worry about. But, you know, it can kind of mix up the fight in a dangerous way. It's not as bad as like the frog charm. Right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not. But it is bad. It, it can it can get bad. It's got Doom, by the way. Don't forget to mention that. It has, yeah. like, the whole uh, line of sight Doom. It's Koenig, uh, just like the, the Minotaurs yep. that you fight in COP. So try not to look it directly in the eye. <laughs> yep. And, uh, Pay attention to that. And, uh, of course, Nosferatu uh, dropping the Labrys, which is a uh, another uh, 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 single-handed axe. <sighs> uh, damage 45, delay 288, strength plus 2, agility plus 2. Attack plus seven, ranged attack plus seven, and store TP minus five. Come on, that so should be a that 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 should be a ranger, ranger. quit. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no kidding. Rob, if you're listening, talk to Sunday. <laughs> Pull some things. That's, come on. So uh, that's uh, that's level seventy four for warrior, dark knight, and beast master. Uh, so uh, that's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty all right. Uh, not great. I mean, I don't like the store yeah, TP, the store TP yeah. downs kind of. Moving. Yeah, that's that is pretty meh. But uh, you, uh, if you end up downing uh, Nosferatu, that's the uh, purplish colored seal. There you go. The it's pur- purplish. It's not purple. It's, it's purple. No, yeah, yeah. Because Gotoza the Redland has the deep purple seal. So very, is very important. Well, it is done by an artist, so I get why they did like the funny colored names. <laughs> <laughs> Purplish gray seal. There you go. Chartreuse. But um, uh, you downed them all. Congratulations. Now you get to... Now you get to go to Saramia. Uh, I think just like just like the Hydra fight, it's it's easier than the big H&M version, but I think it's actually easier than a lot of the, the, the monsters that lead up to it. It's definitely easier than Cerberus, though. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, of, of course, this is the... Uh, this is the Cerberus mod, is uh, mod. Well, he, yeah. he means it's easier than oh, and the Cerberus. actual Cerberus. Oh, I yeah, get you. yeah. Oh, it's I easier than like that. like straight up Cerberus. Um, Gates of Hell. Let's see all the stuff it does. Um, a lot of people, you know, haven't fought Cerberus before in any of its forms. Um, so it's got a, a, a lot of key moves to look for. Um, first off, um, usually people will put tanks like in front and behind of it so that you know it doesn't go like crazy off to the side but it does hit with the tail it's one of these h&ms who is so big that it will just kind of hit to the side and back so if you're standing in the back and you're tanking it it's not going to turn around it's not like fafnir or something like that where it's going to spike flail but if you are still vulnerable Mm -hmm. um it has a big um area of effect paralyzed like it's um 20 yalms i think is the final fantasy 11 measurement Don't quote me on that, uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty severe paralyzed. You may think you're you're out of range for like most monster attacks, but this will hit you. Um, it has magma hoplon, which is um, stone skin, uh, and actually in the case of Saramea, it's also blaze spikes, and it can't be dispelled uh, as far as the stone skin stone skin goes. So usually you're gonna want someone to just kind of sacrifice their. Um, they're, they're damaged. They're going to need to like throw themselves at it really quick so something big like a skill chain or a mana burst doesn't get wasted. Right. Uh, it has a breath attack, uh, very common in larger H&Ms. It's just fiery breath. You know, or it's called sulfurous breath, but it's a fire-based attack. Um, 
one thing that separates this from the the normal Cerberus is it it's actually a red mage and it casts things like blaze spikes and burn and fire and fireaga and so we talked about earlier how you know paladins and ninjas these days are kind of expected to carry all this fire resist gear this is really really crucial but it's gonna if you have it it's gonna make the fight so much easier with like bar fire fire carol and gear and thank god for campaign because now um, magic defense gear and elemental resist gear is really easy to get a hold of no uh no bomb ring for this one no uh, yeah i think i'd pass <laughs> on that um now it does have two things to look out for one you're going to see with all server type monsters under 25 percent, it's going to use something called gate of hades and this is really crucial black mages if you're a black mage and you're listening right now please take my advice because someone's going to yell at you for it um if you if you miss this when you see that message that says you know ready in gates of hades it's it's so utterly important to cast stun um it does gain stun resistance but uh, you know if if you don't if you, that gate of hades hits it does thousands of damage and that that even though it's fire based it, it seems to go straight fi through fire resistance uh mages in the surrounding area will die melee trying to get attacks in will die paladins will get they'll either die or get one hit within death and so missing this <laughs> oh. is really it's the difference between winning or not winning and yeah. even if you fought normal cerberus don't think that because this guy's easier gate of hades is any less potent um, it's also got a burn effect to it too yeah yeah that's actually i think new um specifically to saramea so definitely you're going to want uh, the scholars and the white mages like we talked about earlier uh definitely going with the divine veil race or the accession race um now one thing that makes saramea kind of worrisome is that um chain spell is used multiple times yeah. at 89 percent 69 percent 49 percent 29 percent 9 percent really oh. obscure number but um, the problem is with that stun resistance, you don't want to use up your your those stuns that land on the Fyragas and such. And so sometimes you actually just have to bite the bullet, take those Fyragas, get people cured, because you need that stun to go off um, effectively on Gate of Hades. Oh, for yeah, Gate of Hades and for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for chain spells, that's still, that's, that's, it, it, use it, I mean, don't let everyone die, because you're like, Lucille told me not to stun Fyrona. <laughs> like, if got HP, do it, guys. I wonder, um, you know, I wonder if, uh, if Weapon Bash or Shield Bash ends up, uh, adding to stun the, ev the eventual stun resistance. That's, uh, I'm not really sure. Someone yeah, would have to be brave enough to test that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. Apparently, chain spell. I haven't, you know, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but apparently, chain spell allows Saramea to spam abilities instantly as well, and that includes things like Magma Hoplon, but more scarily, Gate of Hades. So, I don't really know what to tell you other than keep that fire resistance up, keep everybody shell rud, keep people cured, keep people high on HP too. Yeah. Don't don't become the conservative white mage where it's like, well, it's yellow, it's not red, I'm not going to cure. Cure. Good white. luck and Altana speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely worth it though. Um, has great drops, just like the other things. Not not that bad, you know. It, it's definitely worrisome, but once you get it down, you should be able to do it. I fought like four or five of these in a row, so I mean, you know, it is possible to to get that that down. Just just keep your eyes open. Don't don't let uh, it get the best of you. And hopefully, if you follow something pretty close to that strategy you should be able to uh to to get saramea down uh now uh just taking a look real quick at uh at some of the uh drops that it's going to uh be dropping you've got saramea's hide which is for the next for the next pop set 
Um, and uh, that is a 15% drop here. Um, Same thing as Tenant's Bank. Yep, yep. You've also got uh, the Fool Killer, which is a Great Axe, level 72 for Warriors. That's damage 90, delay 489, accuracy plus 7, attack plus 7, and a latent effect of strength plus 8. Now, there isn't any information as to what exactly activates that latent effect, Um, but uh, a very interesting and uh, and attractive latent effect on that one, uh, I I, I should add. But uh, the other other, uh, weapon you're going to be seeing here is a great katana called the uh, Pachi Pachio? Pachi Pachio. Fair enough. Yeah. And uh, that's damage 82, delay 480 accuracy minus 6 attack plus 12 and store TP plus 2 that's level 75 for samurais uh, so uh, it's, uh, I guess that's okay I, I don't know I'm not really a samurai so uh, I couldn't really tell you but uh, it thing- seems okay on the, on, you know outwardly one thing that we forgot to mention about the weapons is that Square Enix even mentioned this in the interview. The weapons themselves actually are just rare and they're not rare EX. That's so true. That's really important because, you know, maybe it drops and someone isn't sure they want it and you can give it to a friend. But also, if you decide for some reason you don't want it anymore, you can't just sell it, you know. Yeah. So the some, if you don't want it, somebody is going to think this is the cat's meow and it's definitely true. go for it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely something to keep in mind. So uh, that brings us to the end of our troll path here. And uh, we're going to get onto our third path, starting again right at Tier 1. If you manage to get Sermaya's hide and you're got not going for your mythic weapon, she will give you the bright blue seal. Well, if you give her hide to Sunrock. Right, yeah. Yes. So, so, we're uh, almost there to Pandemonium Warden, guys. Let's do it. I know, I know. Let's just... His let's final form. Let's... let's t- His final form before the next one, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. All right, third path here, the Lamia's path. Let's uh, start at... Tier one with Chigre. Yep, with Chigre. Oh man, he's uh he's brutal. He is um actually, you know, just one of your normal little flea biting bastard monsters that you know you're walking around and you don't expect a Chigoe to aggro you because you can't see it, but then you know, surprise. Well he's um besides being blue, uh he actually has a lot of really relevant differences to him. Um every hit that he has, that he he successfully lands on you, lands a status effect. And I mean, this could be like back-to-back silence, paralyze, petrification, drain, even curse and plague randomly. So, um, Blink will absorb these attacks, but I mean, he, um, Chigoe's hit fast. I mean, like, back-to-back, it's almost like they're always hunting fists. Yeah. Um... So really, you got to watch out for this. I mean, I've I've wiped to Chigre oh. like twelve people, and like they were all mostly mages who could have cured these status effects. But um, he still he hits hard and he hits fast. And I mean, I I don't really know what to tell you other than keep your paladin. You know, with uh, make sure he's really holding in that hate. Make sure that everyone is really curing those status effects as quickly as possible. Um, and the melee also need the same consideration. Um, he's very resistant to like bind and gravity. So if you're that one last red mage who's still alive, don't think you're going to get away. You're dead too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, well, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty rough. And uh, of course for uh, for Chigre, uh, the uh, the uh, 
the the drops you're looking at are uh, the Blood Ring, which has accuracy plus five and enhances uh, resist blind, paralyze, and curse effects. That's level seventy all jobs. So a nice little bit of accuracy on the Blood Ring, and uh, the Insect Ring, which has mag- magic accuracy plus two and enhances the resist poison, silence, and virus effects. It's actually really good for mages. Um, as far as bards go, um, it's it's probably one of the better answers to the angel ring because uh, four charisma equals two skill equals two magic accuracy. So you get that and resist silence bonus. So it's a pretty good answer if you didn't pick like the Balrons ring from the end of Treasures of Uttergaunt or if you don't have the Omega ring. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Cool. So uh, moving on, our next uh, NM here is uh, Lil Op- uh, Opkalu. One of my favorites. This is uh, always the one that I go for for the Lamia Tier 1 path. And, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy as long as you know what you're doing. Uh, uses an AoE sleep and then runs around. Just like, like, like not, <laughs> not away, but literally around. Like, will AoE sleep you, then run in circles. <laughs> other than that, it's you're just going to burn her down i mean i mean other than that it's really it's not too bad and it's not too bad at all fair enough sounds yeah. uh, sounds pretty easy uh, a couple of drops that you're going to be seeing here are the uh, hake habaki and uh, that's a feat equipped for level 71 monk sam and ninja and uh, the uh, stats on here are uh, defense 12 hp minus 10 agility plus four evasion plus four and increases kick attack damage and uh, does not grant kick attacks to ninja or samurai uh, and also we're going to be looking uh, at the numerous pumps uh, these are level 70 for monk, white mage, black mage, red mage, paladin, bard, ranger, summoner, blue mage, pup, and scholar. And these are uh, feet equips, uh, defense 18, elemental, magic skill plus 4, and MP recovered while healing plus 3. Similar to the uh, Avocat Pagachis from Irizima, it's a good uh, resting piece since there are other alternatives for the magic skill. Yep, and uh, our last NM in the first tier of the Lamia path is... Uh, Velionis. Velionis. Now, Luso, what NM in Sky does this remind you of? Oh, man. <laughs> I I hate this guy. I mean, yeah. really. He's, like, ba- he's basically a, a magical version of, uh, of Faust. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, really. That's specifically why I hate him. Like, it's it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no reason to... I think it was kind of a punk move for them to put an undead in at this low level and then give him those abilities. I know it had to do with the fact that they were trying to match up with, like, what goes on in Aeropago, um, the Aeropago, um Islands or whatever. Yeah. But, like, this, I mean, the, the spike damage, you know, it's immense spike damage. It's Ugh. 180 to 230. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you're you'll not kill yourself. Wanna, yeah. Oh. Oh. And you know what? The first time I did it, too, I didn't even get a chance to pull off because I procked a, uh, a triple attack on both hands. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Nice. I, I was just dead. That's it. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. You died. He also does. Uh, <laughs> he also does 400, like about 400 damage AOE drain, which is which is pretty nuts. You know, we we talked about that with Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. He he yeah. primarily does magic though, just like we said, and which, it's. it's Mostly it's tier three and tier two. It's yeah, it's cast. yeah, yeah. So pretty much, you, you know, not even stun. You you now. put your paladin in there in Iron Rams gear. Everybody else GTFO, and your mages, you know, whittle them down. Yeah, pretty much. 
And uh, there's some. Uh, and now this is this is something that I myself have. Uh, the drops that you're going to be seeing uh, off of. And I want the belt off of uh, Velionis is uh, the White Joker, which is a scythe, damage 89, delay 501, intelligence plus four, and magic attack bonus plus eight. Mm. Uh, not not a bad altogether. Not a bad scythe, uh, especially if you're uh, going, uh, you know, mostly uh, uh, towards the magic end. And that's level 74 for Warriors, Black Mage, Dark Knight, and Beastmaster. We need to get ourselves a matching pair of white jokers to wear around. Oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> and uh, you also got uh, the Corsair's Belt here, Give. which uh, is a waste-equip uh, level 71 for Warrior, Red Mage, Thief, Paladin, Dark Knight, Beastmaster, Bard, Ranger, Samurai, Ninja, Dragoon, Blue, Ma- uh, Blue Mage, Corsair, and Dancer. And this is ranged accuracy plus three and ranged attack plus three. Why didn't you just list what jobs can't wear? I know, right? (laughs) The important ones. Rangers, Corsairs. (laughs) Uh, All three of these give you the pine green seal, as long as we're listing off obscure colors. Yeah, Ah, you ninjared my seal. (laughs) Yeah, I did. And this Uh, seal leads you on to tier two. Yes, it does. Now, we got a couple of NMs here. Uh, One of my favorite is in here, by the way. uh, We've got... It's uh, Volgar, isn't it? It is. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, yet, yes, uh, okay. great looking, great looking mob too. Are we, uh, are we gonna start with Walgaru? Uh, yeah, fine. let's just start okay, with let's, all right, let's, okay. let's start with Walgaru. Fine, okay, all right, all right. Go ahead. Sure, you do it, Cal. It's okay, okay, I'm gonna do it. All right, so you're gonna start off fighting Walgaru, and um, if I remember, he 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 kind of has a, a sort of a weird uh, uh, aggro table when you first start him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, considering what he is when he pops. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like this abom this mechanical abomination, and uh, you know you see him sometimes in uh, in besieged. Do you? Yeah, the the yeah the, the little kid, golden the, the, oh the okay models. Right. Yeah, right. yep. And and so I mean, keep your head straight. Do do your thing, and 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 you know he's not too hard. Uh, just just keep your heads on, and eventually, as you're fighting him, his his arm falls off. And uh, once his arm falls off, I, I think that's when he stops, like, sort of doing randomly selecting targets and whatnot, and he's a little bit easier to tank. Once you whittle him down a little bit more, though, his upper body falls off. And so then you have his legs, and it, it turns into a kite fight. Not, not because you're kiting him, but because he's kiting you. <laughs> And, 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 and he, he just runs around until you kill him. Start up the Benny Hill theme, it, it, please. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, that is exactly what it is. Nice. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, of course, from uh, Wolgaru? Wolgaru? Yeah. Wolgaru? Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, you've got the, uh, the uh, let's see, the Hiso Hachimaki? Yeah! All right! Cool. Uh, It's a head equip, level 71 for Monk, Samurai, and Ninja. Defense 22, accuracy plus 8, and attack plus 8. That's not not, not too bad. No, that's pretty good. good No, that's that's actually, that's all right. And, of course, you've also got the Riot Shield. See, I know how to pronounce that one. Which is uh, (laughs) level 74 for uh, Paladin and Dark Knight. And uh, that's defense 21. And latent effect of defense 71. Now, the latent effect only activates if a character is wearing no other armor you can only equip the shield a weapon and a ranged weapon and any other armor will remove the latent effect now obviously first thing this people think it's a joke and then other people are like no no it's really good in in in, in salvage and that's yeah, true yeah to some extent but at the same time you want to gear your tanks out so quick that they're gonna have other things on before they're wearing just the shield yep so yep 
but uh, like extremely unlucky. <laughs> interesting concept, but but it, its uses are very limited. Yep, very limited. All right, so uh, just streaking the next <laughs> the next tier two for uh, the uh, Lamia path. You've got Verdelet, which I want his things. <laughs> he's he's not bad. Oh, he's boy. just um, an imp. You know, I mean, really, just like you're you're used to fighting imps through all the treasures of Otter God. Well, you know, um, aside from the fact that that he has all the basic attacks, he um, they're just all really amped up. His frenetic rip can do like around thirteen hundred damage if it happens to hit something that isn't like a tank. Ouch. So I mean, that's kind of uh, painful. Uh, his horn breaks more often though than normal imps, so you know you can you can kind of limit his options fairly quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, being an imp, uh, don't take that too lightly. It is a, a more powerful imp that does the same standard things like amnesia and silence to uh, the whole group. Um, if you got a dancer, this is actually a pretty good fight to have dancer on just for um, the alternation between you know job abilities that can get rid of um, silence and all. But yeah, even less amnesia. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can finally take advantage of your awesome armadillo pieces <laughs> that you got like from way back when at the beginning of the podcast. So, uh, other than that, it's it's an imp. I mean, you could duo this with like anybody really, or even solo it. I think. Fair enough. All right, and uh, the drops that we're going to be seeing from Verdelet are is the uh, Muse uh, Tariqua. Yeah. All right. <laughs> And uh, this is a shield, uh, defense 15. It's got uh, mind plus 7 and charisma plus 7, plus spell interruption rate down 10%. Now, that's pretty good. Great shield mage for you shield. meleeing white mages. Um, and now, now I'm sure when the old guy listens to this and hears me <laughs> say this, he'll call me a retard. But um, charisma being a modifier for Dancing Edge, I, I, uh, I think it'd actually be cool to be able to do some tests with it to see how much that... Uh, like subbing warrior or something, how much that would affect sure. uh, dancing edge? So, uh, and you've also I've got actually seen a lot of thieves carrying it on Hades. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, right. so maybe I'm not a retard after all. Uh, so you've also, <laughs> you've also got no, you are. It's okay. Shut up! I can, <laughs> I can tell you, you are. Um, so you've also got the uh, solitaire cape, which is uh, defense six, HP HP minus twenty. Uh, spell interruption rate down by 8%, and magic attack bonus plus 2. This is a level 71 white mage, black mage, red mage, bard, summoner, blue mage, and puppet master and scholar. Good uh, good cape, I think, if you can't get to the uh, the, the C capes for mages. Um, uh, yeah. I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure how much int equals magic attack bonus, but... All yeah, right. I'm not sure of the formulas on that. If it's if it's the same as charisma, then this one's um, better than just the standard little rainbow capes that you can buy on the auction house. But if it's not, then you know, just just see what works for you math wise. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, of course our last uh, our, our last NM in uh, tier two for the Lamia path is uh, Zarikel the Jubilant. Never oh him. man, he's he's got seventy five thousand HP. That's ah, ridiculous. Wow, that's amazing. That's most most major H and M's don't have that. Like, I I think that's Is that's a little really too much. Necessary. <laughs> um, he's immune to stun, by the way. So oh. there's no real time. Is this trip really necessary? Yeah, screw that. Um, he spams AOE drain at a uh, 20% HP that does um, 200, 300 damage per person. So if you've got a large group, he's really quickly recovering everything, like back to the 20 HP mark. Oh. Do I really need to repeat myself? Wow, jeez, that's rough. 
he's a dragoon, so he may use the jump move several times in a row. Oh, actually. really? He possibly <laughs> has some jump reset. Evil thing. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he uses blood weapon, you know, and uh, no, he's a dragoon. Yeah, but he uses blood weapon. Yep. He, he was like, like, first of all, where's my, you know, AoE drain spell on my Dragoon? <laughs> I yeah, lied. I mean, he, he was actually he, sleeping. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just... So He's crying ridiculous. out loud. This thing is confused as all hell. Yeah, about that. The, I really, I don't really, don't fight him. Don't. Just don't uh, do it. I mean, the, the, the drops are actually okay. They're not terrible, but, but don't fight him. But Walgaru is your best pet for this tier. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, if you are going to fight this thing, how do you fight it? Uh, oh, you just, you do. I mean, you really just... <laughs> yeah, you just power... This is absolute virtue before two hours and you just go for it. <laughs> you can't even do the crack and dark thing because it's, it's undead. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, wow. Oh, ouch. Yep. That is not going to end up working out real well. Hmm. So, yeah, you just, I, just man up, fight it. So, so, so yes, what reasons do we have to fight it then? All right, so uh, you're only seeing two drops out of this, but you got the uh, Zerikal Jambia, which is a uh, dagger, damage 31. Uh, it's a level 71 dagger. Damage 31, delay 201, evasion plus 5, latent effect is damage 36. What do you think? Uh, uh, it, it, it's pretty high. I mean, it's pretty okay. When, when it first came out, you know, looking at it, I'm like, all right, that, that's not bad. Um, I mean, it, it's an okay alternative if you come by, but obviously there are uh, uh, better things to get and, you know, uh, based on certain opinions, maybe easier things to get too. But uh, I think the real draw to this is, is, first of all, is that it's a Jambia-type dagger, which are either extremely rare, rare X things to get yeah. or are extremely expensive to get. And not only is it a Jambia, but it's a dark steel Jambia. That yeah, thing looks just looks cool. badass. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Does, it does look pretty cool. And by the way, I should mention that the latent effect is activated when your HP is less than 75%. Yeah, and, and, and how often as a thief? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> well. obviously not just a thief. Thief, but if your HP isn't high, then you don't have HP. So. And uh, and uh, the other drop that we're looking at here is uh, the Zerikal Scythe, which is uh, level 71 Dark Knight Scythe, damage 91, delay 528, and the latent effect is that it increases the rate of triple attack. Now, that sounds kind of appealing, except when you read what activates the latent effect, your HP has to be less than 25%, which is <laughs> not so really it's basically, a problem can for you kill Knights, me quicker? Though. Can you kill me quicker? <laughs> right, yeah, that's, that is exactly it. So, um, interesting. Uh, not something that I would go after, though. Uh, so uh, that's what you're amber colored seal and jar. Yep, that's uh, <laughs> that's what you're going to be uh, looking looking at for uh, Zorikel the Jubilant, and uh, that takes care of tier two for the Lamia path. So why don't we move on to the third tier? We've got three NMs in here. We've got experimental Lamia. All right. Oh, yeah. Helps with this one. Yeah. Oh, so so first of all, getting to her is a pain in the ass. Oh my god, so, is it ever? So especially so, if you have people that don't know where they're going and you so, have an uh, So here's what I want you god. to do. Before you even think about fighting her, let alone shouting for people to go to go get her, I want you to go out to the triple question mark so you know where it is before you go. <laughs> yeah. You will save yourself so much trouble. Yep. All right. Now, when you get to her area, you're going to zone out 
and you're gonna be in one of these areas that's kind of like you zone out on the platform, there's a drop, and then as you keep going more, there's another drop, and then there's a zone there, and the triple question mark is in the middle here. And of course, there are Lamia, there are the undead, uh, uh, little mummified guys. Lots of names, all over the place. Yep, Q-trubs. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna send everybody down to the bottom zone. Um, and you're going to sit there by the pop spot, wait for everybody to get ready. Now, when you pop her, she's going to pop with three ads, okay? These three ads uh, cannot be slept. Uh, they, they, they they basically have to be killed. Um, yep. And they don't come back after being killed, so you have to kill them. So what you're going to do, and, and she has a lion's head, and I don't even know how we ended up doing this. So, well, so the, the, well keep, keep in mind, the, the lesser Lamia, now remember, are uh, Red Mage, Samurai, Samurai, uh, wait, hang on. Yeah, it's two samurais. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So now keep in mind that the lesser, that the the three lesser lamia that are spawned are a red mage and two samurais, and they have their two hours. Yes. All right. So what you're gonna oh, do? Yeah. So so everybody goes down to the end. Kahlo pops the experimental lamia. Uh, hmm. He he throws up flea and he runs down there to where everybody else is. Now 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 the way this is supposed to work, okay, is that uh, you're gonna get yourself. On the outside alliance, right? Uh, because I was in a party with a paladin, I believe, and and a mage. Okay, mm-hmm. so as, and everybody else was in a separate alliance. So I come down with all three of them. The outside alliance is going to grab the three ads, and best they can, they're gonna take them down, kill them. And while they're doing that, the paladin and the white mage, and to an extent me too, are basically going to take turns zoning. The other Lamia, okay, with the the experimental Lamia. Uh, there were lots of complications. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, some way, somehow, we did get the three of them killed, and then everybody was weakened at that point. So what you have to do, because she's not like a normal NM, where when you zone, she like slowly makes her way back. Once she has no hate, she starts going. Yep, and, she'll and, just and, go. Yeah, and if she gets up over that uh, that drop off, then that's it. You know, you're not, you're not gonna be able to get her back. So the way that it, that, it, that it works is you constantly have to have people zoning in and out, in and out, trying to bring her back. But hopefully, you know, you do an okay job kiting her with the one party while the outside alliance kills off the, the ads. And then really from there, she's a pretty straightforward fight. Uh, you don't want her facing the mages because uh, she does some nasty conal AoE. So make sure she stays facing the tanks, preferably against the wall. You have mages one way. Melees are a completely different way. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and uh, and uh, of course, uh, Sale. I believe that's your only experience with any of the, any of the ZNFs. Oh, it was fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was a blast. Especially when I was like to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm one of the only people alive. Once an R one because yeah. I am a black mage yeah. and no one's really excited about mm. an R one. Yep. And uh, of course, if you manage to defeat her, you get uh, her trophy item, which you can exchange for the tau- top top col- tape color t- something top top taupe yeah taupe the there we go taupe colored seal. All right, and uh, and as far as drops go, you've got uh, the couple of uh, of set. You know the armor set drops, but uh, you've also got a water grip and an earth grip, if you'll remember those, and uh, a mechi shaki, which is a staff uh, damage uh, seventy, delay four twelve, strength plus five, accuracy minus four, attack plus twelve, and store TP plus five. 
of course, something that's probably never going to be used, but if paladins ever did use or utilize their high staff skill, that'd be a cool one to use. And yep. I don't know I, if monks could, could utilize that in some way. Not sure. I think it's another one of those that, um, that's like one of the highest damage staffs randomly, like just like the, the organics was almost the highest damage swords. So, right, I mean, it's yeah. okay for mages um, who are trying to skill up, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. Or summoners in parties trying to melee. All right, and uh, so that moves us on to our next NM for uh, Tier 3 in the Lamia path, which is the Mahajlif, the Pain Torn. I probably slaughtered that. I would also like to, like to point out right now that, uh, that the colored seal you get from him is Follow. <laughs> it F- is. It's a- Follow. Pain Torn. Follow. I'm waiting for a joke from Iru. Come on, man. I think he's barely here. <laughs> <laughs> the only joke on your pronunciation. Um, it's it's uh he's it's, it's another one of those like really amped up monsters where it's not too much different than the base ones. He is a soul flayer. Yes, he and is. He's and surrounded by visits. other soul flayers and other you know true sight monsters, multiple imps basically, and so you have to really clear out the area before you pop him because not only is that a dangerous place to pop him, but you have to move him to a safe spot. And and I mean, soul flayers are the worst. I mean, I was really happy when they added them because those are technically it's like the first. No, it's the second boss you ever fight in the very first Final Fantasy game, and it's great to see him again. But man, are they brutal every damn time. Yeah. So, uh, he uh, he spams tier two ancient magic. So he's been doing his meriting. Um, various <laughs> like level three goss spells, enfeebling goss spells that you usually only see on like boss fights, like silence, slow, etc. Um, it's it's the stuns. He he builds uh, resistance to stun fairly quickly. So uh, if you got a blue mage who's doing headbutt, um, not only is headbutt not going to work too often, but it's going to make it worse for the the people who have like the more reliable spells. Um, he can't be slowed, by the way. No elegy, also no silence. Um, you can paralyze and bind him, so all hope is not lost. Uh, he's got a god. This is another one of those like why why do this? Like there's you, you <laughs> could, we could do a whole show just on him um he does have a shield um like you know the same way that the mammoths and uh, the irizuma has a shield it's um it makes all magic attacks do zero damage and melee do little damage actually so it's actually kind of this like um both sides of the scale um i really i don't it's another one of these where it's just like bite the bullet and fight him um the stunning is always going to be a problem but you 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 have to press through it because, I mean, you can't stun them all the time, so you just have to cure people, keep them alive, keep up Shelra, um, make your tanks do campaign and get the uh, the magic defense bonus things. Maybe even get a Corsair in and do, like, the uh, Magus roll. Fair enough. That uh, sounds like... Not it, really. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Soul flick. And, uh, and, of course, uh, the uh, the drop, uh, you've got... Uh, You've got, of course, your your armor drops, and then you've got the uh, fire grip, the thunder grip, and the legion suctum, uh, scutum. I, I don't freaking. I heard what you almost said. Because <laughs> I almost said that too when I was looking at the first time. I'm like, oh wow, that's uh, oh okay. Yeah. So if you're curious what that could be, just go and read it real quick, and you'll you'll figure it out. All right. So uh, this is a shield. <laughs> See, people, people think that maybe I said the word, but I didn't. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a this is a shield. It's uh, all 
all races. I don't know why that is important, uh, but it's also all jobs. But it's uh, Defense 16, MP plus 20, Enmity minus 2, and MP recovered while healing plus 5. Now, now I'd like to point out that um, obviously usually when it comes to, to uh, resting and healing, the Dark Staff is the best, you know, plus 10 H- H- or, uh, HMP. But um, plus 5, that means that if we get... If there's any type of one-handed weapon out there that has plus five, that's you know then the same you know same thing. But plus six, you then have your 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 best setup. If there's a plus six HMP weapon out there, and I don't know if there is. If there is, somebody let me know because you know maximizing HMP is is always good. But until they give us, if there is a plus six out there, until they give us a strap with HMP on it, then yeah. that would be your best setup for HMPing. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. So uh, cool. Excellent. That's uh, that's it for the Mahalajif, uh, uh, the paint horn, right? Right, and of course the uh, the phallo colored uh, seal there. Um, and uh, our our last uh, NM, our, our last tier three NM no. for this episode. Really, uh, we've got none. We don't have any. That's it. Uh, very funny. <laughs> no, yeah, we none. Either noon and, or none. It, uh. and, you, and UHN. So none. Luso, what are we going to be uh, looking at for none? Basically, another one of those souped-up versions. There's um, the T4s, or not T4, excuse me. The T3s are, are mostly pretty straight uh, forward. He is um, the, the Doom Toad. Um, oh, wait, wait, excuse no, me. No, he's an Oroban. It's the Oroban. Whoops, I, I got that mixed up with Jun and Nun, sorry. Um... But yeah, he's an Aura. Okay, basically, uh, not too much different here. He's an Orabon. Um, most people don't get a chance to fight these, so the attacks may seem kind of, you know, intimidating. Um, one of the things that is a problem, though, is he uses seismic tail, uh, which is an AOE attack that you're not going to believe me when I say this. Does anywhere between 250 damage on a paladin, upwards of 3,000. No way. What? What? Yeah. No. On melee and mages, he can do uh, from 750, that's not so bad, up to 5,000. <laughs> well, it let's see how much it can shadows. kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. Wow. I, I'll re-raise I and forgot, get knocked like, back down right away. <laughs> how brutal this guy was. It's it's I, a lot of people don't get to um the Chimera path because the items they're they're not the the greatest of the three and so this guy is definitely like, you know, the the forgotten red-haired stepchild of CNM. I, I because you know, <laughs> I I've heard that out of the uh, the Lamia path tier 3 that this guy is the easiest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can blink him. Two shadows will eat up those that, that 5,000 damage. You won't even get hit by it. Um, oh, there's wow. really not a lot of moves that um, that he has that are really problematic, actually. Like, Death Nash, it's not blinkable, but it doesn't remove shadows, which is actually really helpful when he follows it up with something that will take you out immediately. Um, which it won't, because you still have shadows, which is great. Um... You can, you can do it like Lowman, actually, too, but it will take quite a while. Um... I'm trying to, to, to think if there's anything I'm really missing here that's uh, really important. Um, Nash does about 500 to 800 on a Paladin, so definitely keep their HP up. Um, he's got AoE Sleep, which, you know, uh, Poison Potions, that's really up to you. Maybe if you just kind of keep yourself distance, it won't be a problem. Um, he has AoE uh, Slow 2 uh, in the form of Sea Spray. Um, which you you have to erase. You can't haste over that. Um, he also has another move that does silence and plague, which is called vile belge. So you know, it's basically you know. I think it, Nero it's, has that move actually. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. It is kind of um, 
one of those easier fights where it's it's not um it's not particularly hard you just have to kind of stick with it because it has those problem moves where he is going to do something severe so just pay attention you should be fine he does have a uh, below 50 percent something called leeching current which kind of works like thousand needles it drains 1000 total hp from uh, the surrounding area but um you can actually reduce that by stone skin and i'm not sure if like shell and magic defense bonus will reduce that but you know that helps so that's up to you whether you want to keep people close or whether you have a blue mage or a scholar who can get stone skin on the tank i guess summoner you know if you still use those no i'm, I'm, I'm sorry to you summoners <laughs> out there um but yeah i mean he's not bad he he um i i think he is accessible but i think because his drops aren't phenomenal um and because you know a lot of people don't do the um the chimera path he does get forgotten a lot yeah, yeah. i'm doing it for my mittens if goto doesn't drop them um, so, uh, so taking a look at uh, some of the nun drops here, you've got the light grip and the wing grip. I will say this one for you. And then uh, you've got the uh, the katana, which is the oni no hocho, uh, oh. and uh, it's a uh, level seventy three ninja katana, damage thirty, delay two twenty seven, HP plus twenty, evasion plus four, and enmity plus two. Oh, that's some pretty good stats there. That's not bad. I mean, I mean no, yeah. it's not no, terrible. I, mean, I, 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 I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What like I mean, evasion the, uh, and enmity is exactly. stuff that you want for ninja. So, so, so. I, and, and you know, nice little HP there. So, yeah. so I don't know what the what the standard is. I know obviously a lot, a lot of them use Purdue Blade. Mm-hmm. Yep. But who knows? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. And so that's what you're looking for yeah. uh, with uh, with none. And then you get the sienna colored seal for turning in his Eska. Yep. This is true. Here, what's an Eska? That's a good question. No, I, I, think yeah, I have no idea. A what? <laughs> I think it's like the little dilly bob glowing <laughs> the, light thing. The, the dilly bob? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a better word than Eska. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So, so in order to get the sienna colored seal, you have to turn in nuns dilly bob. <laughs> yes, it is. Look, I looked at the picture. It's totally that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets better. Time. So that uh, that of course all three of those the uh, the taupe the fallow and the sienna colored seals are to pop tiger. Uh, which is a chim- uh, uh, a chimera type mob, and uh, now now Luso, what are we going to be uh, looking at with uh, oh, with man. Tiger? I think this I think this is probably the worst one, uh, mainly because chimeras are always a punk. Um, I remember e- I, I still get the chill seeing him in Nizel Isle, and those are kind of like toned down versions that six people can beat. Yeah. Um, he doesn't actually have too many new moves. Um, particularly, I don't think he has any new moves to the best of my memory that separate him from other chimeras. So basically, if you're an in, in like a normal H and MLS and you're used to fighting these guys, he won't be too bad. He's got um, uh, the the moves are definitely something that has to be um, listed off though because if you're not used to this, you're going to get some devastating surprises that you're like this this seems unfair. Why is this even in the game? But then ZNM has taught us before that just because it's unfair doesn't mean it's not going to happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. So starting from I guess the the least bad to the most bad, just so we can build up suspense here. Um, he has something called Tenebrous Mist, which is area of effect TP reset, which can really mess you up on those skill chains. I remember that from uh, Tenebrous Mist from uh, uh, the wings, the, or no, the the, 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 the TOA, TOA mission. Yep, yep, the mission. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a uh, that's a tough one. He's also got Fossilizing Breath, which is a conal attack petrification, which I guess And also the breath. answer to Ring 3. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so he also has Turbillion, 
which is AoE damage, knockback, and defense down. You can absorb this with three shadows, though. So if you got Paladin Sub Ninja, not doing too bad. I love, um, I love how classy uh, Luso makes it sound because had I pronounced it, it would have been Turbillion. Which one? <laughs> Tur- <laughs> or, no, I'm sorry. Tour. 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 Billion. Like a new game show. Um, we've got Dreadstorm, which this is where it starts to get pretty bad. He's got uh, AoE damage, which is kind of vague, I guess. But um, it also does terror and strips Utsusemi shadows. Oh. Ouch. Um, Fulmination, pretty strong damage, over 20 Yalms range. I always love saying Yalms. <laughs> Yalms. Uh, strong Paralyze. So it's very much like Ulgulation from Cerberus, but it's going to hit you harder. Um, and I think the final one, which is pretty bad, is Thunderstrike, which is, as you know, obviously Thunder-based damage. It's AoE, it's Stun, and it ignores Utsusemi. Ouch. Ow, so, uh, ow, if you- ow. If you picked up kind of a, a strong sense here, you'll realize he's kind of thunder-based, and so he does build resistance to stun. Um, and this is—it's pretty bad when you um, when you recover from a, a wipe or whatever. You know, you're getting back up and you're trying to to stop him and kind of get him sort of positioned again to where you can all like start to heal. But if he's resisting stuns, that makes the the slowing him down process pretty hard because you know, just like yeah. almost all Final Fantasy bosses, you know, you're like, oh, I'll just slow him; it'll be great. Like even in the past video games, that still holds true to Final Fantasy XI. He's immune to slow elegy; it just doesn't work on him whatsoever. Ouch! So, so what do you no, what do you do? No. You you really um it's just kind of like a normal chimera fight. There's plenty of strategies for it. You have the uh, the tanks down. It's another one of those pit areas, um like the hydra fight where you know you're on this island. Remember, I, I guess we forgot to mention this about Saramea, but it's the same thing. You have to have your 500 zeni cost salt. Yeah, yeah. Go to the area where it's at. Go onto the island and then start when you have everybody there. Um you do have um some some breathing room. You can put him down at the the center of the kind of concave area and then have mages and range damage stand up top and really it's about keeping the tanks alive keeping them healed having multiple tanks don't think that joe paladin is the best thing since sliced bread i mean no (laughs) you're just making my job harder you know that yep (laughs) you gotta have multiple tanks that's definitely and i almost think that this warrants like for some people not used to this you might want to have four tanks you might want to have like a good rotation that when somebody goes down somebody is there to back them up even if both paladins go down um, and yeah, just um, you know, keep up with with damage, consistent. You know, have um, I guess black mages, uh, melee, kind of do that whole kind of run and gun thing. There's nothing to TP on, by the way, except him. So, as far as the melee you want to bring, you kind of want to bring people who can do range damage, um, such as Corsair, uh, Ranger, um, Samurais are really great to have because they can give Shikikoyo to. Um, to other melee who can do TP things. Thief is good for the sneak attack, trick attack, because it's a real quick thing, but it's definitely about staying out of the way and keeping those tanks alive. So, Sam subs. Yeah, Sam subs would be good, too. Fair enough. You know, you know what else would be good? What? Woza. <laughs> I miss Woza. I miss Woza. You never even knew Woza. I know. <laughs> but I miss, I miss saying his name. Yeah. Woza. Woza. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's uh, that's Tiger. and uh, or, or is that a soft G? Would that be Tiger? No, I think it's just Tiger. Okay, I guess. Tiger. Tiger, and, uh, <laughs> by turning it, 
<laughs> by, uh, by turning in his tail, you get the lavender-colored seal. Now, what, uh, what does he drop? What's he got here? Well, aside from uh, the 100% chimera horn, mane, and tail that you're going to be seeing, and the uh, various sets of armor that he drops, uh, you're going to be seeing the Enforcer, which is a scythe, damage 93, delay 528. That's a pretty high delay. Uh, strength plus 3, dex plus 3, evasion minus 6, and additional effect MP drain. Oh, come on, it sounds awesome. The um, Enforcer. <laughs> it looks pretty awesome, too, uh, just from uh, just from the little uh, uh, item uh, uh, icon there. Uh, and that's level 74, Dark Knight. And then uh, the other weapon that you're going to be seeing is the Antares. Antares? Something Antares? like that. Antares? Antares? I don't know. Um, but it's it's this, this weird-looking club with a star at the end of it. Uh, damage 31, delay 217, HP minus 20, MP plus 20, uh, magic attack bonus plus 10, magic yeah. accuracy plus 10, and that's level 72 for white mage, black mage, red mage, bard, summoner, and scholar. So, 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 so tell us now, uh, uh, Lucy, so you know, uh, before we were talking about that uh, that uh, plots or whatever. Yeah, we talk, and you know, you said it, 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 it's 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 more of an alternative. They're kind of depending on par, maybe maybe better, maybe not. Um, the the ten magic attack bonus on this better than or worse than using uh, the elemental staves. I think um, I think if it's a club that you want to use for I don't know why you would use a club particularly as a black mage I think it probably is the best club you can use for nuking because magic attack bonus isn't like normal attack bonuses you get on melee it's a multiplier so I mean if you're figuring in your math and you need that extra 10 magic attack bonus that's a pretty neat place to put it the way um, the magic accuracy works on the elemental staves for mages uh, doing elemental damage is it, it um, accuracy decreases resistance so you're more likely to land that spell. Now, if you're working on something, maybe, you know, I'm my black mage is only at 40, so correct, you know, we're, we might get emails. But from what I see, if you're casting a nuke that happens to do, like, effective, consistent damage with um, low chances of resist, you might actually want to use this. Fair just enough. Just because of the, the multiplier. All right. So uh, definitely something to uh, be on the lookout for. Now, uh, of course, you can uh, you can take these lavender color, bright blue, and lilac colored seals and exchange them for a final pop set, a tier five, if you will, for the infamous Pandemonium Warden. The, now we're going to get Warden's key. We're going to get to Pandemonium Warden in just a minute. Obviously, we can't talk at too, too, you know, at, at you know, at a lot length. of length. We can tell you yeah. for sure that if you want to lose experience, this is the way to go. <laughs> it's true. This is. I think true. I can. I think I can wrap up my war story uh, about it fairly quickly. I did fight all ten forms. Um, I think it's ten is the magic number since they took out some of the forms, so I can kind of tell people what to expect. Um, we did fight it all the way through the two-hour uh, depot point and got to the same point that beyond the limitation was at, like wow. respectively to their fight. So, yeah. I, but I mean, yeah, I, it was a long fight, but we can kind of give you like a an idea of what to expect and how you can actually like really prepare for this if you decide to go through. Excellent. All right, well, uh, we're going to get to that in just a moment, but uh, you know what? I think we should go back and talk about these gear sets. Now, there are four sets of gear uh, that you can accrue from uh, doing Zenny Notorious Monsters. Three sets? No, four sets. 
Because oh, you're forgetting Hachiryu, the yes. set that's only coming from the Tier 4s, and we assume the final set, uh, piece oh, of it okay. comes that, from uh, Pandemonium Warden. That is, that is cor- you are oh, correct right, in right. your assumption. Aurum, Oracle, yep, I gotcha. Yep, so uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we start at the uh, Aurum set, uh, starting at the head, and I'll, I'll go ahead, I'll, I'll, I'll take this, because yeah, this is my gear. So uh, we got the Aurum Armit, which is the head equip, uh, which is defense 23, strength plus 3, accuracy plus 4, attack plus 4, evasion minus 7, and haste plus 2%. Uh, now this is pretty good, obviously, uh, noticing the uh, the accuracy, attack, haste, and strength all bonuses on there. Obviously not the best that you can get in any one of those categories, but very good all-around piece for your head, and that's coming off of Saramea and Tiger NMs. Uh, next, you've got the Aram Curus, which is a great body piece. Defense 55, strength plus 8, dex plus 8, vit minus 8, agility minus 8, attack plus 15, and store TP plus 7. Uh, now, uh, again, this, this set is for Warriors, Paladins, Dark Knights, Beastmasters, and Dragoons, and the Aram Curus only dropping off of the Tiger NM. Uh, you've also got the Aram Gauntlets. Uh, that's uh, Defense 23, Strength plus 2, Dex plus 2, Accuracy minus 5, Attack plus 12, and Evasion minus 10. That's coming off of the Majalif. Ma- Mahajalif, the pain torn. I still have no idea how to pronounce that one. <laughs> and the Nosf- Yeah, ma- okay, sure, sure. Uh, and uh, the Nosferatu NMs. Uh, the Aram Curuses, the legs, uh, you're going to be seeing strength plus four, vit plus four, accuracy plus seven, attack minus four, and evasion minus eight. And uh, those can be found off of Goatsa, the Redolent, and Experimental Lamia. And the final portion of our Aram set, we've got the Aram Sabatons, which is defense 20, dex plus 3, accuracy plus 5, attack plus 5, evasion minus 5, and haste plus 2%. This is another big one just because of that haste modifier. Uh, obviously, again, not the best in any of those categories, but a very well-rounded piece in general. And uh, those can be accrued from armed gears and Akamoth. So All right. that takes care of the Aram set. All right, moving on then to uh, to what is probably one of the best sets to ever come out, not by looks, mind you, and trust obviously, me, plenty yeah. of people will tell you, uh, is the Enkidu set, and this is worn uh, at level seventy-two by monks, thieves, rangers, sams, ninjas, blues, corsairs, puppet masters. And dancers. Now the uh, the headpiece. What are you doing? <laughs> Did you want to see what it looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. Let me find where you, where it came from. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> see, Iru, you had the exact you had the exact same reaction that I did. It's like a vomit burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if somebody's been drinking tequila rose. Okay, so we're gonna start with the Enkidu's cap. That's just blood. Which. Uh, <laughs> Which has dexterity plus three, agility plus three, accuracy plus eight, ranged accuracy plus eight, and subtle blow plus two. Now, uh, obviously, this is a not not just an alternative to anyone who's still, for whatever reason, using a uh, an emperor's hairpin. But uh, when it comes to accuracy and ranged accuracy, it's uh, it's not bad for when it uh, instead of the um, 
O-Hat, uh, O-Hat for example. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's pretty nice for, for, for definitely Rangers, and mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't mind exper- for you know range set and whatnot. Uh, and that drops off of Tinnin and Tiger. Coming right after that is the Enkidu's Harness, which is probably one of the best pieces. Strength plus 5, Agility plus 5, Accuracy plus 10, Attack plus 10, Evasion plus 5, and Subtle Blow plus 5. Finally, what we have for, you know, thieves, uh, uh, pups, dancers, is, is is we have a Hobbergon now. Yeah, this that, is essentially what that, that, that is. That's what yeah. it's, it's absolutely amazing. I would love to have this so much. Um, and it drops only from Tinnin. So. Of course. Um, the one that I almost have. Oh, well, that's He's the easy one, though, yeah. too. Yep. Oh, well, that's uh, Coming next is is actually really great piece I can't wait to get my hands on. Um, I thought you had these. I uh, thought you had the mittens. No, I have the feet and the legs. Oh, the, the, oh I thought you had three. I, uh, nope. Didn't know you only nope. had two. Okay, I'll, fair I'll, enough. I'll get this when you get your nagling. But um, if, 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 if you're not going for I mean, obviously, most melees um, building towards haste, you're going to want dust gloves. But before you get those, or if you're not really into those whatever reason these make a great one you have strength plus four dex plus four accuracy plus five range accuracy plus five and subtle blow plus two so right now i'm using for example the the war gloves no i'm sorry i'm using dust gloves but prior it was war gloves right which has accuracy plus five but this also throws in your dex and your strength so Mm -hmm. that's pretty good and they drop from goto za the redolent and none Moving on next is uh, the Ankidu Subligar. Strength plus four, dex plus four, store TP plus five, and settle blow plus five. Now, I, I, I don't know if I can speak for all the jobs that can use this, but at least for Thief, when it comes to weapon skill pieces, you know, the best one obviously to get would be your Hecatomb Subligar. Comes from HMs, which, you know, camping all the time. And, and prior to this, right. they're. You know that was about it. There, 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 there's not a lot of options, a lot of crappy stuff. So finally, we have something that's that's right in between, and it's easy to obtain. It uh, it drops off of Dia, very simple, and uh, Chromosol for Borlord, not so simple. No, 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 but, not at all. <laughs> but but if you get a hold of these, these are absolutely amazing, horrendous looking, but absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, I use them for Dancer for Storp. TP for oh, reverse yeah. flourish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean the store TP plus five is one of the highest things Dancer can equip. Yep. So yeah, definitely big time. And the and the feet are also really oh, really good oh, for that feet, too. The feet blows stuff out of the water. Um, you have dexterity plus three, agility plus three, attack plus four, ranged attack plus four, subtle blow plus two, and haste plus two percent. Basically at this point, making dusk lettlesins obsolete if you can get to these. Um, Obviously, when it comes to building accuracy haste set, if you can get a hold of your whole man feet, better than these. But, I mean, they're finally going to be replacing people who, for whatever reason, are endgaming leaping boots, raffle, <laughs> or, 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 or thieves to some extent who are using dragon leggings. These even surpass these. They're mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. And uh, they drop from Nosferatu and Experimental Lamia, both two complete nightmares. Yes. And uh, unlike the Orum set... Which seems to be, you know, a, a very give and take set. You know, has a lot of uh, good things on it, but but it's taking stuff away from you. The Enkidu's legging set has none of that. It's it's That's all true. just you know throwing it right at you. The only downside to it is that it's not one concentrated stat. Yeah, you know, every single one has it's spread out. Right, a good stat. So yeah. so it makes it good for all the jobs in it, that can equip them. So very 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 good set to get your hands on. Excellent that, and that mod it. And, yeah, and uh, and Luso, why don't we uh, take a look at the Oracle set? 
Yeah, the thing about um, the lack of concentration in Aram, I mean, it's at least it's all still going towards like one general direction, hitting stuff, maybe in different ways, like better dexterity, better strength, better attack, whatever. The Oracle set's completely all over the map, but all the pieces are actually really like game-breaking for the jobs. Yeah, and I was going to say, also too, it's hard to, to do th that same thing for, for mages because each mage, you know, uses a different type of skill, so... Yeah, um, I guess going from head to toe, um, starting at the Oracle's cap, it's uh, Defense 19, HP plus 15, MP plus 25, Elemental Magic Skill plus 5, MP Recovered While Healing plus 2, and this is another level 72 item for White Mages, Black Mages, Bards, and Summoners. And what you might have noticed when I listed off that list is I didn't list every mage, and actually some um, jobs, such as Scholar, don't get access to, to any, like, you know, gear from the ZNM thing, which is kind of unfortunate, but there there's some neat toys as far as the weapons go that they can use. Um, as far as elemental magic skill, it's it's pretty it's a good placeholder um, leading up to, of course, the uh, Zarkabard hat, the uh, um, Sorcerer's Pesta, I can't remember how to pronounce it exactly, but uh, <laughs> Black Mages will know what I'm talking about. So it's it's really not bad. The MP is respectable. Um, the MP recovered while healing is actually good. I've seen a lot of Black Mages like rest in, in pieces of this set. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely not something you want to pass up just because you're being fickle. All right, and something you're going to notice about all of the Oracle's gear is, unlike most HMP gear, it also gives you a substantial amount of MP, which means, like, I know for me, my problem with my resting gear is when I'm fully rested and I switch into my nuke gear, I'm still missing a good 50 HP. So with this Oracle gear, your uh, capped HP is going to be a lot higher than what your uh, nuking or healing gear is probably going to be. So mm -hmm. you're capping out every single time. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the cap drops from Tinan and Saramea, so kind of pick your poison there. I actually recommend, like, if you're going for the cap, probably want to do Tinan since it's the easier one. Uh, the robe, wow, this is... Um, Definitely sets a, a new standard for a lot of things. It's defense 41, HP 20, uh, MP plus 20, magic attack bonus plus 6, magic accuracy plus 6, and MP recovered while healing plus 6. So across the board, once again, level 72, white mage, black mage, bard, and summoner. Across the board, it really tops a number of uh, pieces of gear. Um, the the MP recovered while healing plus 6, that's that's really substantial. I believe wow, the normal yeah. Aaron Hoopalon is only plus 5. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Um, as far as the magic accuracy goes, um, I think as far as if Bard's using magic accuracy as, as their big um, uh, focus, it actually converts to being better than Osode because 10 charisma wow. equals 5 skill equals 5 accuracy. So the only thing that really tops this is the body that drops off of Odin from the Shadow uh, Hoopalon Right, so, yes, that's right, yeah. Really fantastic. And to top that off with a magic attack bonus plus six, not every black mage is going to want to use this, but it, it's pretty, uh, it's substantial to have the accuracy alongside the bonus multiplier, so. Right, and yeah. The only thing I can really say about the HP plus 20 and MP plus 20, uh, usually this spot will get used by either um, a body that won't give you MP or a body that will subtract your HP and will give you MP, so it's nice to have the balance there. Yep, absolutely. Now, the robe only comes from Saramea, which uh, is kind of a pain to get to, but it's definitely worth it. Um, the drop rate's not too often, so don't, you know, don't think you're going to Disneyland when you fight Cerberus. Uh, <laughs> it's not a walk in the park, but it's it's definitely something you should, you know, keep in mind. Cool. Now, moving on to the gloves. Um, 
The Oracle's gloves are Defense 18, HP plus 15, MP plus 25, Enfeebling Magic skill plus 5, MP Recovered while Healing plus 2, and the same jobs and level apply. Now, I don't know about this. I don't really know a lot about Enfeebling Magic gear sets, but it doesn't seem that great to me. I, I actually yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I have no... Either. And, and it seems something no that a base. red mage would know, like, yeah. the back of their hand. I can We're just when we need them. I mean, come on. Because <laughs> I can tell you this much, it does not appeal to me as a black mage right. whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, it probably won't to a white mage either. Yeah, uh, again, it, you know, enfeebling magic is really easy to, to come across. Uh, again, uh, to, to me, the biggest draw about this set is definitely... Uh, the, the amount of HMP that you're going to heal uh, the set as a whole, so... Yeah, I've got pieces to this just for Bard, like I said. So, um, you know, I think that is kind of funny. It does have Bard tacked on here and Summoner tacked on here who really can't use a lot of these pieces of gear, but I think that was to kind of open up their HMP options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, speaking of Summoner, um, the Oracle's Bracconi uh, are Defense 30, HP plus 15, MP plus 25, Summoning Magic Skill plus 5, and MP Recovered while Healing plus 2. And if I recall, that's actually on par with the, the Dynamis piece, or maybe it's the Limbus piece that gives up uh, Summoning Magic Skill. So that's actually pretty, you know, five, plus 5 is pretty substantial. Mm -hmm. um, it's another one of those items where just like, well, if you have this, use this. If you don't have, like, the impossibly hard to get alternatives. Right. Yeah, it gives an alternative in the first place, which is rare. Which, because I don't really see a lot with summoning magic skill. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's not something that you see on very many pieces of gear. Um, and yeah, the the oracles, pigashes, pigashes, whatever we're gonna call them. Um, these, I swear by these, and I haven't taken them off since I got them. They're uh, defense thirteen, HP plus fifteen, MP plus twenty five, wind instrument skill plus five and MP recovered while healing uh, plus two. And, you know, as I've been talking it up, um, the it's really hard to get, you know, that much potency on one piece. Um, it's the equivalent of 10 charisma uh, when you're using your wind instrument, of course. And um, I actually even think that um, the only thing that tops this is possibly the plus one version of the cursed shoes that drop off of Odin. And no, I mean, like, I only know one person off the top of my head who's gotten that. And I mean, that's one out of, you know, hundreds of thousands of FFXI players. So yeah. really, I think this is definitely like the bard shoes to have. And they look cool. The whole set put together looks like the Y set that you see in like the Halloween events or from um, what Red Mages use at level 70 or so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bard feet for sure. Absolutely. And yeah, these drop off of Dia and Nun, so I, I think Dia is probably the best way to get them. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have to fight Mr. Oroban doing 5,000 damage. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, that is a little bit extreme. So uh, there is one more set. Now this is a this is a pretty interesting and unique set, mostly because um, this it's for uh, first of all it's for warrior, monk, ranger, samurai, and ninja, um, but also because there's only four pieces. There's no headpiece for this set, and they all come off of tier four or presumably our last tier NM, which is Pandemonium Warden. Um, so the uh, uh, the uh, uh, this is called the uh, Hachi Ryu. Hachiryu. 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 Uh, so this is the uh, Hachiryu Kote. 
And uh, that's uh, defense. This is this is hands, by the way. Defense 26, dex plus 10, accuracy plus 5, enhances Zanshin effect, and the entire set will enhance the store TP effect. We don't know by how much because we do not know for sure where the body comes from. I think they screwed that up. Why? That should obviously be Thief, not Ranger. What does Ranger <laughs> need accuracy for? Dex for? I saw attack and accuracy on another piece. What? what really? Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is now. See, I wish this. This is. This would be. This. This next piece, the the uh, Hachiryu Hayadate. I wish. Dark Knights could wear because this is by far the, it's okay. Ayako's Hayadate all over again. It, it sort of is because <laughs> you got defense uh, forty two, strength plus ten, which is by a huge margin, what? by a huge margin, the largest strength build that you can get on your legs. Uh, which and that's uh, there's also attack plus five enhances Zanshin effect and set enhances. What does Zanshin do? Uh, Zanshin, if you miss, you try again. Oh right, wow! And yeah, each piece it, has that, huh? It, yeah, exactly. Like. Uh, 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 if you have, uh, if you're main or sub samurai Zanshin, if you miss, it'll be like a double attack where you'll hit again. So, you, but you have to miss first. Right, that right. has to be the impetus for that second attack. Um, so that's that's definitely a cool piece. You've impetus? Got, yes. Who are you, Omoi? Um, <laughs> you got the uh, Hachiryu Sonete, uh, which is defense thirty. These are the feet. Agility plus ten, evasion plus five, and of course the Zanshin and store TP effects on that as well. Okay, I'd wear that on Ranger. I'm um, sure you would. What's the what's the sky gear that has the 25? Is that the Kote? I the don't know. Suzaku Tsunate has mind, right? Yeah, it's yeah, uh, so I take that for Ranger. Uh, Kote yep. 15 agility. Yeah, the agility the agility plus 10 on that is real nice. Uh, and uh, our last one, uh, our last piece to look at is the Hachiryu Haramake, which is uh, defense fif- uh, 52. This is the body piece and this is the only unconfirmed that. Yeah, this is the only unconfirmed piece of gear to drop uh, from the ZNM sets and uh, the reason for this is is uh, it's thought to drop off of Pandemonium Warden. I, I, I have one of those. I, no, no, I, it, it dropped off a tie side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and uh, the the stats on this is accuracy plus twenty, attack plus twenty, critical hit rate plus five percent, and the Zanshin and store TP effects. So that is a very very impressive uh, set of gear. Uh, very very good stuff. So uh, now, before we end up uh, wrapping up our ZNM discussion, Luso, let's hear your thoughts on uh, Pandemonium Warden, as you have actually oh. done battle with the bastard. Oh <laughs> my god. Um, yeah, I was at the tank party, actually. Um, as Well, maybe people don't know, um, the original fight against Pandemonium Warden was done by uh, a link show called Beyond Limitation, which mm-hmm. um, is from my, my home country of Seraph. You know, I'm not from Odin, but I got here as soon as I could. Um... <laughs> But yeah, um, the original fight was 18 hours they fought. I know Beyond Limitation pretty well, you know. Uh, they may have forgotten me in the years, but um, they, I'm really, they're, they're not like hardcore people. They're not scary. They're not mindless robots. They, they really came to that fight. The challenges came up. They're like, sure, why not? And they kept fighting. So don't, you know, I don't want to hear any teasing that like they're, they're weirdos or whatever, because really they just, you know, they, they might as well, you know, finish the fight and they probably, you know, 18 hours, they probably could have gone further if, if yeah. um, they were if if it didn't if if we weren't human beings naturally right yeah um, yeah so yeah they um square enix they got a lot of flack for it and they cut down both absolute virtue which was another long fight 
and Pandemonium Warden down to two-hour pop times to make it a decisive battle. They lowered the HP, um, which in Absolute Virtue's case kind of, you know, boned him for about a week. I, I yep. know, because I, I had to fight him more times than I ever wish I ever will have to again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was killed, I think, 22 times on Odin. 18 wow. times were my Link shells. So, ugh. That's Jeez. insane. As far as PW goes, um, what they did to change him, I'm not going to read the wiki entry because if you want to know like the textbook on Pandemonium Warden, you, you can look it up on, on Ganymede's lovely FF Encyclopedia. Um, the things I'll tell you that have changed, they have cut out several forms. He no longer turns into generals, which is kind of sad. Really? Uh, the way he works, oh. yeah, I know. The way he works is he'll appear in a form. Uh, at first, he appears as a diverger, which are those demons who sit in the chair. I love um, those things, too. They just look so evil. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a hunch originally that you could use the soul trapper to trap him in that form and maybe do cumulative damage, but all I got in the end result are pandemonium warden soul plates. So <laughs> that's not really that's I turned some cool, of those though. in. They're only worth fifty points. So Aww. it's not even that great. <laughs> I still have like some for souvenirs, but he'll appear in this diverger form and immediately disappear and appear as one of several Treasures of Ottergon, like, sort of boss monsters, yeah. the first four of which are the tanks you fight in Salvage, and he comes with ten gears. The, the chariots. Yeah, the chariots. Now, I don't. I want to make sure that credit is given where credit is due. I'm not going to list out everybody's name. But um, we, uh, the, the Link Shell... Uh, that we made was actually a group effort between two link shells that, that formed a, a dominant pearl and that was um ironically enough uh limit break and, Woo! Uh, go limit break <laughs> and uh bbq of which uh, I'm, I'm membership to there um i was in the tank party i think alongside chalice and i think maybe will Riker and hulk uh, just dropping some names and such but um yeah it was it was really it's an epic fight because basically what happens is you have pandemonium warden fought kind of like a normal you know monster you um you just fight him down, you know, he's, he's got all the diverger moves. Uh, those ten gears that he pops have to be pulled all the way over to basically an alliance of black mages. Ugh. And this alliance of mm -hmm. black mages and their supporters are supposed to wipe out this thing. I'm not going to lie, we wiped on every time on the first five sets of, uh, of like, gears or, yeah. or extra monster. Yeah, over. the ads. And we had... We had to recover, and then you, you blast them all down. One of the things you have to worry about, I mean, these are tips that you just don't find anywhere because I guess people are, are trying to keep it on the down. No one's really going to... It's it's such a, a laborious effort. It's not like a, a trade secret you need to keep. Um, to, to You need to not kill Pandemonium Warden's current form until all of those gears are dead. Or you know, just what, what happens if you they do? carry over? Well, there's, there's nothing... No, they don't carry over. Um, what you have to do is make sure that... Um, after the gears have been killed, you have to give your um, your Black Mage Alliance ample time to rest oh, and nice. get their MP back up for the next wave. Because once you kill that form, and if you haven't given yourself time to rest up, he's going to splash into the Verger and then flash into the next form. And with, then have with 10 all new, new ads. Huge, yeah. Ugh, and yep. so, um, it's four salvage bosses. They all do their normal moves. I know the, the one that charges, I think it's Longhorn Chariot. I can't remember the name. Yeah. But um, after that... Um, he starts turning into the Treasures of Ottergon King forms, which are um, your Lurgor, Medusa, and oh, what's the last one? The two-headed... Uh, Galulja. Yeah, Galulja, because the two-head thing. But yeah, they pop up with um, Beastmen who, or, or relevant monsters um, for their areas, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Memuk, Arapago Reef, and... 
um, Halvong. So, I mean, they're pretty standard, same thing. Uh, you gotta watch out for things like two hours. I believe the Gurlurgor actually does 100 fists. Um, you know, this was a big thing about numbers. Um, you know, we had about 50 people on hand. So, wow. you know, it was it was all about people supporting tanks, melee getting swapped in, melee dies, kick him out, get the new melee in. It's definitely like, it's, it is the hardest fight, I think, but I think it's a lot easier and more doable than Absolute Virtue. Because Absolute Virtue, you have to really, like, it's kind of a slower fight. This is just a series of every mm -hmm. major Treasures of Honor fight back-to-back. Right, back. right. Where a Pandemonium Warren is more like an endurance, where, where Absolute Virtue is the thing that really kills you, is just random always being able to use two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, after his Beast King forms, actually this is going pretty quick, so I guess we can kind of fit in everything. He turns into the three major H&Ms from Treasures of Aragon, which is Hydra, Chimera, and um, Cerberus. And I believe he spawns with Pucks for Hydra. Um, I'm not really sure. You can find all this on Wiki, but it's the monsters. Are, the, the real problem is the bombs that come with Cerberus, who do explode if you don't kill them. Like approximately at the right time so because mm -hmm. part of killing them involves weakening them weakening them and when you weaken them then they're susceptible to explode so cerberus was one thing that we had trouble with and we attribute our getting timed out on the quote-unquote final form which i think it's the final form but everyone's like it could be another one but i, I just i just love doing that joke i just love doing that yeah the final uh -huh. form before the next one yeah the final uh, form before yeah. you die <laughs> The Cerberus form uh, did give us some trouble and slowed us down. Um, we we think that we probably would have made it, and the next attempt that we do get, you know, as we said, it's really hard to get those uh, trophies from the tier four. So mm -hmm. we don't really know when the next attempt will be, but we're trying. Um, the final form is a Diverger who pops ten Divergers, and they all do their crazy special moves. And uh, this is when Beyond the Limitation quit, and this is about the time that we timed out because we got just enough time to see this. Every twenty five percent. Um, it does astral flow. Oh, I heard about this. Every summon shows up. Every single. Every summon. One. I mean, not not Fenrir and Diablos, but I mean, like it's it's crazy astral flow, and so it's it's basically a full wipe. I think guaranteed. And I think what um, to to further anyone who's gonna you know it's not really a code you gotta crack. It's a really uh, big fight. <laughs> You've got two options. One is to accept the wipe, get everybody back up, and try to hold it, which it seems really crazy. Or the other thing is to actually have a fifty person alliance on standby. Once, once the, the, the you guys do all the work, we'll stay yeah. right here. Oh. You guys wipe, and we take yeah, the glory. And, and, <laughs> and it's not just you know, it's not just like a quick thing, like you know, back like when you're fighting Kieran, it's like whoa, there she goes, everybody's dead. That was obviously astral flow, but like the 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 avatars actually pop up, and if there's anybody sitting around hiding somewhere, they actually they'll seek you out in astral flow on you, right? Like alliance yeah. hate. Yeah, um, so uh, basically, um, we uh, people think that it's going to happen every 25%, oh. and I don't see it getting any harder than that. I mean, he may have a surprise wow. move after that, but I don't know what's worse than, like, astral flow times, but, but, like, a million. But, but, but you know what? Up until this point, would you have ever even thought to assume that, that Square Enix would make a mob that would summon every avatar to astral flow you? No, I, I never, I mean, that never hit me. I didn't even, like, we when, when we fought it, I almost assumed they were going to take that part out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's something you think about, and, it, like, I, I could picture that happening for the first time, people just being like, did, did that did that just happen? Did we just get pounced on <laughs> by 
1,000 carbies. Wow. <laughs> I, I think, um, I really do think it's the final frontier. Um, in the oneup.com interview, Square Enix talked a lot about not doing big area-based expansions anymore for a number of reasons, um, and only releasing content when it's done. Uh, in the form of these little package expansions mm-hmm. where the goal is to get like six people to do a start to finish storyline where at the end they've got to be like you know about 75 but that's about six people so i really think that i mean i'm sure wings of the goddess will get some sort of big you know baddie or whatever because we've had kieran and absolute virtue and now we have pandemonium warden but i really unless it was something really strange i really think that this will probably be one of the the last really big mega bosses but there's so many items that are in the data files um currently existing for treasures of otter gone that you know nobody knows where they drop and a lot of them are amazing and we assume they're going to drop from pandemonium warden is it ever going to become easy enough that you could do it on a system i don't think so i think that this will always be a really impossible fight and um it's it's even worse because you don't have like like with absolute virtue since it was really killable on mass for about a week you have these absolute virtue items mm-hmm. floating around and they're they're prized treasures and souvenirs or they're they're the most amazing gear of its kind but i mean you're they're exchangeable for gill and you can you know trade them around or people can borrow them and so at least some people get to enjoy that even though you know more people deserve to mm-hmm. i think with pandemonium warden i think every single piece of that is just going to be like this final fantasy 11 legacy i don't think you're gonna ever get like this system because i mean kieran used to be a four-hour fight and now it's like two minutes i don't think that's ever gonna happen with bw Mm, yeah it's it's definitely a a weird thing to think about and to envision and yeah i I, i've always like looked at at at, like i've i've never encountered absolute virtue i fought joel a couple times but to me you know absolute virtue has always been like that like like, like people are calling it a gimmick at this point, you know, and 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 I yeah. and I was fine with there being one mob in the game that was like an unbeatable just just gimmick, you know. I was I was cool with that, and then the pandemonium thing, you know, caused them to change the two of them. But I mean, I think having having one, you know, unbeatable thing that you know, like you said, is going to be you know the, the the gear that drops from this is going to be like this just this this legacy among FF11 players, and I think having one mob like that is is just a cool uh. uh cool trait to have in in the mmo that that you play i definitely think it undoes the damage from the absolute virtue kind of flood of items because no one has these pandemonium warden items but i think after fighting it you know after dying to it after taking joke fiend plate picture or soul plate pictures of it you know um after really getting like intimately to know um getting intimate with it and kind of really getting to know it i definitely think that it's more beatable than absolute virtue currently is even if we knew the absolute virtue secret Hmm. because absolute virtue does some things that just it yeah it is the two hour abilities it is the the meteor it is the three wolverns doing crazy stuff so i definitely think that like even if we figured both of them out we were able to beat both of them i think it'd be i'm not saying it'd be quicker but i think it'd be more reliable to be pandemonium warden with enough people than it would be to to finally beat absolute virtue on a consistent basis all right and that's zenny notorious monsters that is some epic stuff all right so uh that will wrap up our uh, znm discussion thank you very much luso for uh for joining us you've been one of my favorite guests oh mm-hmm. well thank you i've got the scars to prove it though <laughs> oh. now uh now luso uh you also uh make a lot of the music that you, that you know listeners will hear on not only this show but uh also uh level down and uh, i'm sure pfa uses some of your your stuff as yeah. well um so uh so why don't we talk about how you got into uh making uh making music and specifically ffxi remixes 
Yeah, sure. Well, I've I've talked about it on a couple other shows, so I want to definitely like touch on points that I didn't get to um, to make this definitely special. Um, I started doing remix stuff um, with Windjammer, which is like an old-fashioned like move the notes around on MIDI's and then you output to MIDI. Some of my my remixes, if you want to call them that, are on um, VGMusic.com under my my real name. Um, and yeah, I mean that was cool. And then um, in the year 2000, so yeah, we're talking pretty long way ago. <laughs> wow. Uh, MTV Music Generator came out. It's called Music 2000 that. for All Your Brits. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just started kind of getting like a feel for techno music and groove and stuff like that. You know, um, it was yeah, it was fun, but there's only so much you can do with it because it was all pre-recorded samples. Um, I didn't really like really start hitting the video game remixes until I found something that would that was, uh, you know, it felt near and dear to my heart. Like it felt like I could work with this. I could get something good out of it. And that's uh, Fruity Loops. Yeah. Oh, I've used oh. I've used Fruity Loops. Oh yeah. I like Fruit Loops. Everything I do right now, I think in the past <laughs> maybe like hundred songs, is on Fruity Loops. Wow. So, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. A lot of lot of range in, in the instruments uh, and everything yeah. you can do with that. Um, sometimes like I'll. I'll start doing like new tricks or something and you might you might see me release two or three songs um in a row that maybe have a similar rhythm or a similar instrument set that's because i've discovered something new i can do with it and i want to like i milk the crap out of it basically. <laughs> what i can do <laughs> oh yeah yeah i definitely um, i definitely understand that for sure my my first 11 remix um it was back when i was on seraph gosh it's like three years ago um was a Windows remix and it was terrible actually. Um, I, I do have like a junk drawer of like remixes that like got so far along and like they're 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 just they're abhorrent and I can't use them and maybe I'll get back to them later and I fix them up and then I post them and they're great. Um, but yeah, and then after that, I think the second Eleven remix I ever did was in the not so distant West, which is a remix of the Chains Promethea battle theme for mm-hmm. I think Inside Dungeons actually. And that one, you know, I didn't actually post that up until way later because it was still kind of like lesser sound quality until I got it down. Um, I have to actually thank uh, one of the members of uh, LBR's forum crew. Um, uh, let me try to say this. OMG WTF BBG <laughs> Kitten. Fubar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we know uh, we know Kitten, uh, also known as Fubar. You can you can call him either Kitten or Fubar. So. Or Fubs. He likes Kitten. Kitten's kind of... <laughs> Okay, well, Kitten, if he likes Kitten. Um, I asked Kitten, I was in, um... I was in Ottergon Whitegate, and I was walking through the... This is, like, a elaborate story. I was walking through the the Hall of, of Transference or whatever, wherever you... The Runic Portal thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And I saw the, the Limit Break Radio Pearl, and I had actually listened to LBR a couple of times, and I'm just like, you know, well, I, I miss... I thought... For some reason, I had misconstrued it, and I thought that LBR is what, or was, what Radio XI is now. Like, I thought that in between podcasts, there was music, and so I'm like, well, I've got FF11 remixes, and DJ Playschool had already posted them up on, um, or his, on Dreams and Vanadil for, like, mm-hmm. the past year or so, so yeah. I was like, I can contribute. I think I've, I've gotten my sound down good enough. And, um, yeah, um, Kitten had me post up on the forums, and, you know, I was just working off File Planet for a while, and um, it was a combination of a really strong, positive response from people on LBR and um actually people dancing to it at uh the masquerade ball that i host over at onicon each year um and it was 11 remixes too i'm like i just got a room full of people like a lot of people just to dance to the winders theme <laughs> <laughs> so that's when i opened up pharaohatem.com which i did put under my cosplay name pharaohatem just to kind of like not confuse people but that's mm-hmm. why it says like home of pharaohatem osiris red luso on it and uh yeah i mean i've been trying to to 
um, Aniro, you uh, ended up using my music. You contacted me to uh, put things up on the first FanFest podcast. Yeah. and oh, uh, yeah. Or not the first FanFest podcast, but that FanFest podcast. The, the 2007 uh, podcast, yeah. Yeah, just last year. And so, yeah, I've just been, I mean, after a while, um, I was just kind of freely making remixes. Um, Sesh contacted me, and that's how I ended up working with Level Down pretty closely, just, you know, making remixes. Um, Maya7, I guess I, I, this, I definitely need to, like, thank a lot of people individually here, which I'm, I'm trying to make a note to do. Uh, Maya7 made me um, one of the little preferred favorite members on MyFFXI, which I was really grateful for. It was funny, they already had um, a lot of, you know, music all, already up there. Um, you heard the laugh in my voice. That's because... Uh, uh, about two months later, um, I found a video from a user known as Leiluna, um, who, uh, it was on YouTube, it's this great video, um, where it was titled FFXI Memories, and I always, I, I blush a little, I guess, I'm embarrassed, because I was just like, wow, this is, you know, it was randomly just her dancing to one of my songs or whatever, and I didn't find <laughs> out it was there until two months later, and I'm not, like, mad or anything, because everyone's like, well, are you trying to express, like, disapproval, and it's not that, it's just, I was surprised, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's random, so yeah, if you want to go youtube of that now it's ffxi memories it's it's there's nothing wrong with it it's just like i was just like really surprised because i hadn't i didn't know that there were like videos being made and so that's how i started to kind of get a feel that like hey people are really enjoying this yeah. so i kind of upped it up um i've been doing more like request work um i've got a lot of stuff actually coming up this month that i've been working on um gosh off the top of my head I'm working on the Altepa Desert Ooh, is one of the things. Um, right. We I'm are cons- thieves from FF9. Yes, eventually. <laughs> um, I'm considering redoing um, Bastok and Sandoria's uh, normal town themes from like the present. Because mm-hmm. back then, I think I gave them less attention than I did the Winders theme, and I feel like I gypped people. <laughs> um, gosh, mm-hmm. what else? Um, just just various songs. I'm also working on a lot of non FF11 remixes because it's not that I'm, I'm running out of songs to do, but I am still branching out. Like stuff from uh, Metal Gear series. I'm working on doing the whole Ooh, Mega Man 9 yeah. soundtrack. Mm. Um, I just put out. Um, it'll probably be up on my website by the time this uh, podcast goes live. Um, the lo- like a remake, like kind of a dance remix of the Lost Woods theme. Oh, good. From oh, yeah. From of Time. I'll let you. I'll let you guys hear that in a second, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm still. You know, I'm still working on it. Um, DJ Playschool and I just recently did a um, an interview um, with Level Down. Um, actually, it was more like uh, under the Vonadil profiles heading about like how we really like the fact that there's been so much fan response, but we also think that like all these community art projects, the stuff that we do and the stuff that you guys do at the podcast sites and even like the fan art and everything is what's really keeping this game alive. I you know. would I would actually uh, tend to agree with that, and and in fact, one of the things that uh, we had asked Rob about is the uh, the the fan community and the, the you know the fan made uh, uh, sort of projects that have been going around, and you can you know you can probably include include uh, Aurelius's. Uh, 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 movie project in this as well but a lot of the uh fan created media that has sprung up and and the uh community sites that have uh you know come up and and evolved in the last you know two three years have really been incredible and you know to to a degree where that i don't think this game has seen uh you know previous to that i I, I don't think any game has seen this really honestly like it's different than than like the kind of fans you get with world of warcraft who are primarily not gamers and they don't kind of this is true hell this but they're uh (laughs) world of warcraft's primarily made of like normal people you see like celebrities advertising for it they've got their budget they can have 
have really extensive large festivals and everything yeah, yeah. and they don't know what it's like to play this game where you put all this time and effort into it from a major company and it's it's starting to wane you know we're in our, our seventh year yeah. and we it's we're we're having to put a lot of energy into it and we still love it and there's nothing wrong with us putting energy into it and they're 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 obviously showing it the love back i mean the the coverage i heard at fanfest was very appreciative of us you know i mean you even said that um earlier i heard you mention off that um the the creator said podcast disciple you know like he <laughs> yeah. actually said it yeah and so i mean really you know having the fanfest kind of early i know a lot of people complained um that maybe it was a little skimpy, but they had it because we wanted it. They That's had exactly it because it. they're yeah. trying to say we love you too. Yeah. So I definitely think you know I hate to go on like this PBS sort of commercial <laughs> message or whatever, but um yeah I definitely think that like the stuff that that we do and the stuff that everybody else does is definitely what's keeping this game alive. And if we weren't doing it, I don't think this game would have survived like up until Wings of the Goddess. That's uh, you know I think I think that's a pretty good point. And you know all of these different medias and community sites and uh, everything else, they all have a point at which you know they draw in, uh, you know the the listener, the viewer, uh, you know who the the site visitor, whoever they they bring them in to this world of Von Adil, and you know some people just get hooked right away, and uh, and you know I I, I hope that uh, that you know our show and Lusso's music and uh, Aurelius's movie and FFX Cyclopedia and FFX Vault. Alakazam. I hope all of these sites, uh, you know, really help with that, and uh, and and to know that there's such a strong fan community out here for Final Fantasy XI is, I'm sure, uh, a, a very uh, you know a very positive thing for Square Enix. I mean, you, you got to consider how quickly MMOs come and go. You know, it seems oh, like Age of Conan. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it, you know, Horizons before that. Uh, you know, Auto Assault. All of these MMOs. Uh, you know, sprung up uh, not necessarily overnight, but you know they came up kind of quick, and their their fall was even faster. And here we are, seven years, uh, almost seven years later, uh, where you know we've we've still got a game that's not only viable, but on three separate platforms and still getting content updates. I'd say that that is an amazing feat. Uh, you know, uh, all credit to Square Enix, man. They have just been they've worked their asses off uh, to to bring us a, a really great product. And you know, I still get excited whenever I log in. So uh, I, I definitely, I, I definitely got to agree with you there, Luso. Um, you know, I, I, I think that all of us who who work towards uh, putting something back to the uh, FFXI community, uh, you know, uh, we we definitely secure a place for those that truly love Final Fantasy XI. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, uh, you know, other than... Other than uh, you know your your remixes that you got coming out, uh, you, you know gave us a preview of some of the zones. So, I mean, you've got a lot of other stuff up there at pharaohatem.com, including your cosplaying. So uh, why, don't talk, <laughs> why don't you talk a little bit about your cosplaying? Because this is epic, oh. man. Yeah, the cosplay, your cosplaying is unlike anything I've ever seen. 
Uh, well, thank you. I um, I actually have, uh, recently got a, an award over at File Planet in their uh, their costume contest, and it was funny because I, I felt bad. I took third place by people's choice, but I took first place by editor's choice. So they double Excellent. rewarded me with like some <laughs> some stuff like that. So you know, the flattery it, it's it's nice. It is always nice to hear it, but yeah. I sometimes I feel humble. I'm like, am I really you know? But that's that's for everybody to decide. Um, yeah, I do have my cosplay um, pictures up online. I started doing this. God, like, um, I think 2003 is when I first really got into it. Um, cool. I did Yugi Moto, like from Yu-Gi-Oh, because <laughs> um, I had the the trophy that was um that's like the full size Millennium Puzzle. It's like five pounds. I never should have put it around my neck, wow. including the fact that I used like a live steel chain, <laughs> and so it. it the weight and the fact that it was real metal like burned yeah. into me, and so at the end of the night, it was actually bleeding. But that's, <laughs> materials are important. Um, but yeah, um, I I got more serious about it. I guess um, over time, I met a lot of um, I want to say the right people as far as cosplay goes. Um, I, I, there's a phenomenon in cosplay called like kind of the cosplay guest and there's and, and I always speak out against this actually even though like some people have you know put me up in that position um, uh, very few people it's kind of like only in like Texas and California very few people get invited to conventions um, as fans to do like informative panels about costuming since they know costuming is a really big prevalent thing or you know any sort of thing um, and any sort of benefits that come with it very few people receive that and so the people that do are sort of kind of idolized by like the internet community mm -hmm. and most of the time they're really like you know normal sort of people and i've had a, a really good opportunity to meet a lot of these people and that's how i learned like um a lot of my own stuff like i'm not self-taught i didn't you know look at a sewing machine look at a pile of fabric and then 10 <laughs> minutes later it was like oh you know i, I had next thing you know I, you're I, kefka I, yeah right yeah um, I, I took shortcuts in the beginning, but after a while, I learned how to do everything like methodically, and I've gotten, I've had a, a lot of fun too. I think that's where my community spirit comes from. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing stuff like the panels that I talked about, mm -hmm. um, but I always try to bring it down to like a level where it's just like you know, I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just trying to you know, it's we're all in this together or whatever. This dies without fan participation, you know. So I think that that it's not just true of Eleven. I think everything kind of goes under when the people aren't really, it's true. really no, yeah, involved. Yeah. So yeah, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just do it for fun. It's a hobby. Um, I've got a, actually OniCon coming in. I hate to plug my, my own convention, <laughs> but um, we're on our, our fifth year now. Um, I feel I feel bad actually because we um we had to move our date actually, which inconvenienced a few people because the hurricane hit in Houston. Oh, and wow. the government had to use the um the convention center as a refugee shelter because, as you know, countless people lost their homes in Galveston, yeah. Texas, which mm -hmm. is uh, it's an island right off the coast of Houston. But um yeah, no um OniCon's still doing well. So if anybody you know happens to catch this in time or uh, wants to check out pictures of it um it's december 19th in houston up until the 21st Let's so go. i'm gonna that's a day before I, my birthday just do it dude um, <laughs> i'm uh, i'm doing leko habho ka for the uh, mask grade. so yeah the i know go ahead Kalo. Ah, the manthra the <laughs> hate that word though <laughs> but the yeah male um, mithra I think costuming is really, really a cool thing to get into. Um, I saw the pictures of FanFest. I didn't get to go, but I wish more people would get into costuming. And I talked I about this a little off camera or whatever. There's a lot of great people at um, at 
FanFest as far as costuming goes, and if they're not going to normal anime conventions and sci-fi cons, they should definitely go. And and as far as all the people I saw who were just wearing t-shirts and jeans, that's got to change next year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, now, Luso, you said earlier, much earlier in the episode, that uh, you were supposed to go to FanFest, but uh, w- you weren't able to, uh, to go this year. If you had gone, what would you have cosplayed as? Well, I would have probably finished Leko, um, which I'm working on now. I've got I'm I'm building a Robel Akbel, which non Windurskians who play Wings of the Goddess won't know what it is, but um it's uh it's the, the war warlock war, warlord, yeah. Yep. The tongue cluster. Um uh, the bandage thing. And I'm actually rigging the it up to where thing. the bandage <laughs> thing. You can um I'm fitting it um I'm making it where I can fit my cell phone into it and put it on speakerphone so that people can call up and be the voice of Robel Octo. And I'll definitely I'll definitely bring that to next fan fest if I make it. Awesome. I did um I probably would have pictures exactly. as soon as yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, pictures will probably be up. Um I actually just got my girlfriend a new camera for her birthday, so uh we totally I won't be posting Luso this. Got a new camera. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, worry, we all know that, how that works. Yeah. Yeah, I know. She made that joke too, so <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'll have pictures up, so yeah. And I actually I wanna say that if she if she happens to listen this far in the episode, she's been a really strong supporter. Like she helped me with the building of the website design. She was the one who was really supportive me and saying hey people really like your music so i owe a lot to candace you know so she plays 11 too but she plays this like strong male elvon paladin so it's you know <laughs> awkward like hey guys my girlfriend's coming hold on a second and like gigantic blonde paladin man with like hey full hecatome gear and a great sword and sunglasses well first off why are you a dd paladin all the time Candace? But- <laughs> i'm not gonna end up like tom too okay <laughs> oh, oh okay but yeah no um I, I mean, the costuming thing is just kind of a hobby. Um, I think a lot of people have picked up that uh, uh, if I've mentioned it in passing before, I'm, I'm about to go to enter law school this coming year. So. How do you have time to do yeah, all of no this? kidding. Jeez. It doesn't take as long as you this. think once you get the hang of it. Like, I, I could tell you, like, costume figures, like, that would amaze you. Like, um, I, I work today on, on Leco maybe for about, like, an hour. And in that hour, I got, like... You can, I mean, there's so much you can do with, like, um, a small amount of time. I mean, maybe one day we'll have, like, a cosplay show or something, and I'll come on and help people for next FanFest. <laughs> all um, right, all right. We, it's a yeah. deal. That's a deal. Get I'll a, do it. Get a Nero some airy stuff made. Yeah. It's the only way he's going to get it. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. But, yeah, um, I definitely recommend people to, like, <laughs> like Final Fantasy XI to go to anime cons, not just the cosplayer people, because it's the same thing. It's the same kind of thing with the community and, you know, everybody just loving each other for a great time, kicking it from the back, if you will. <laughs> I don't know about that good a time. Okay, yeah. maybe not that good a time. But, um, <laughs> Me and Aerodon are going to have that good a time. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's always cool when you see 11 cosplayers at conventions because I we I mean a lot of people we know play 11 but that's cuz we play 11. Um Really I, we I do? I, well, I didn't know. Wow. I, 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 I thought <laughs> I I thought I was playing City of Heroes. Okay. You can't even bring himself to say the <laughs> that, other. One. That, that was a great juxta moment. I know. That was um but yeah, um, I think like at every convention, I maybe only see like three or four cosplayers. Like I was at Dragon Con, which is reported of like forty-five thousand people show up to Dragon Con. I saw one blue mage and one scholar, oh. and they were great. <laughs> and I was really impressed. I was really excited just to see somebody who played the games. But I mean, I like I, I almost want to. I'm urging for like this migration, guys. Come on, take the eleven and, uh, elsewhere. 
the, more people back with you when you come back. The funny thing is, the scholar probably wasn't a scholar; they were just a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I always love the people who are. It's 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 cute though. It's true what you mentioned though. Like some people are not what they are. Cause um, I always like I ran into like a thief costume. I'm like man, what server are you on? And he's like, oh, so you're a thief, right? And he's like, nah, I'm a dragoon. Just thief was fun. <laughs> I want to be a thief. I'm so, this is easier to to do than leveling. So that's funny. Lol, that's funny. Oh man, well Luso, thank you very much. Make sure you check out Luso's website, pharaohatem.com, uh, to check out all of his uh, cosplaying photos, uh, as well as uh, all the remixes that he's got up there. And yeah. uh, excellent, excellent stuff. Thank you so much, Luso, for coming by and hanging out. Uh, Anytime. So we are thieves from FF uh, Nine coming out soon. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. What is today? Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow then. All right. And uh, uh, next, uh, let's let's that that wraps it up for, uh, oh, for most of most Man. everything. Yeah. This is an epic episode. It Holy is. Crap. It Sorry, is. Guys. <laughs> Every time you thought it was going to, to be a nice little short yeah. show. Ha! <laughs> he always comes to me and he's like, "What? Well, what topic are we doing next?" I'm like, "You know what? I don't want to be down there for eight hours again. So I'm going to pick something small." How about ZNMs? And then here we are going oh. on like like we've been here since two. Three, yeah, three we've been here for a while. It's yeah. like almost ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's past ten. Oh. Ten is like past four a.m. here. Yeah, I, see, <laughs> I think it's funny being on the other podcast. We're like, yeah, man, we're pushing like four or five hours recording time. Amateurs. Hansi. Oh man. Hansi men. So uh, what do we? Uh, okay, we've we've still got emails and voices of right. our deal to check out. But, <laughs> That's right. We still have more. <laughs> but before before we do, uh, you know, I don't think we had mentioned this anywhere on the uh, on any of the shows, but we were actually nominated for a podcast award. Um, uh, you can check that out. Podcastawards.com. We were nominated in the best produced category and. Let me say right now, as the lead producer for Limit Break Radio, I'm completely honored uh, by by that nomination. So thank you, and uh, you know I'm not saying thank you to the Podcast Awards because this was the people's choice. It always the PodcastAwards.com. It's always the people's choice. So you end up nominating and voting for the podcasts that you think are the best. So I want to thank everyone out there who uh, who nominated us and voted for us. Uh, the uh, the winners were announced December sixth while we were at FanFest, and we did not win, unfortunately. Next year. Next year. We're gunning for it next year. Um, You're going down totally rad show, or awesome <laughs> totally, rad, totally, totally rad. rad show. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, real quick, we we did want to thank everyone out there who, uh, who voted for us and, and who nominated us. It was just an honor to even be nominated. So, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. And next year, we're going to be gunning for one of those awards, so, uh, so be on the look out uh that's the podcast awards.com best culinary podcast go <laughs> best show featuring Kahlo. <laughs> heck yeah yasu uh, <laughs> so all right uh emails Email. And uh, this this email coming from uh, Waylon of the Ifrit server says, Hi, LBR. This is Waylon of the Ifrit server. 
I'm pretty sure <laughs> I just said that. Yeah. Just a quick question for you guys. I've noticed that nobody seems to bother paying attention to mentors anymore. I've been constantly running mentor status for at least a few years, and these days nobody uh, seems to seek for mentors for assistance, raises, etc. If anything, they only ask for power leveling. And uh, with the new additions in the September update of the tutorial NPCs, it seems like mentors are just becoming obsolete. Should I bother keeping my mentor status on, or should I just turn it off? Thanks, guys. Appreciate your input. Waylon of the Ifrit server. Well, I think that's, that's a really shame. good question. And, 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 and sadly, I think that, that the mentor icon is, is, yes, obsolete, but you don't need an icon to be a mentor. That's true. You know, and, and especially if you remember when you accepted your mentor status, because I know I did when I when I, when I got to the you know when I got the the accumulative hours or level or whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, it, it, it tells you that you know mentors aren't in any way you know related to staffs square whatever. You know, it's just like it's like a you know free thing that that, that people select to do. So when it was first implemented, I'd bet that, that it wasn't even necessarily a Square Enix idea, but some fans or some you know people said, hey, this might be a cool idea, a thing to implement, so that players can help seek out other players yeah. to help themselves. And um, you know, it's not necessarily that mentors aren't uh, used anymore. It's just that you know people have their link shells, and the older members are their mentors. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's a good point. Uh, you know, as as the game has rolled on again into almost its seventh year, uh, I do think that this is something that started to fall by the wayside. Uh, you know, you don't you don't see very many people running around with mentor status at all, and those people that are coming into the games are, are, are into the game rather are probably being brought in by someone who already plays. And if that's the case, then uh, chances are that's going to be their mentor. Uh, otherwise. If if you are brand new to the game, if you are listening to the show, uh, look for mentors. They have the uh, the little M where uh, where their uh, link shell item should be. Personally, I just tell people it means mega awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, um, I, I still th- I still think Square Enix should give us the uh, the icons for the Vanadil that they used to use for the Vanadil Tribune. We got media passes. I know. We might as well get the Vanadil Tribune not, icon. Come We're on. Not. Robin, man. <laughs> I miss the Tribune so much. I used to read that like every month. It was so epic. I miss the Von Adil Tribune. That was a, that was a really well-written piece of, uh, of, of uh, kind of canon canon literature that uh you know uh was was for vanadil i really loved it so but uh i'd love to keep keep the tradition by keeping that that just that icon alive i don't know cam two would be so jealous (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know all the emails i've been getting really reminds me of uh some of the stories in the vanadil tribune so eh. It's 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 not, it's okay. <laughs> Gosh, I remember when they did that article on the ballista thing. I was like, I'm so jealous. I only got second on my server. Ah! <laughs> they were like, What was your strategy? It's like we sent a dark knight in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I can times. see it right now. Oh no, it's another crack in your dark. He's just like, ah, soul eater, blood weaponing. I black mage steps up. Got this guy's elemental seal. Find People need to play Ballista like, more. Ah. Can I put that in? Can I just can I interject that as loud as I can? People need to play Ballista. I spent three hours shouting in Whitegate, hey guys, kick my ass, let's do it. And nobody like you, you or, need to or contact Aridon. 
Eridan okay. loves oh. Ballista. Loves, One of the loves. questions at FanFest was uh, bring uh, Ballista Royale back. It wasn't a question so much as it was a proclamation yeah. from a, uh, yeah. a winner of something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we demand! They'd have, to, they'd have to do the same thing. It would have to be level 60 with no sub-job. And you couldn't have two or more of the same job. That was those were the old um, Ballista Royale rules. Because yeah. man, it's even worse though now. I mean, everyone's mandatorily going to have a blue mage. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, uh, go. By the way, uh, listeners who haven't who haven't listened to some of the older episodes, go back and listen to episode three with Spaz. Got a great, great Ballista story with a blue mage in there. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Best Check that out. That was fun. All right. Uh, checking out our next email says, "Dear LBR crew, interns, and guests, Kenku of the Gilgamesh server here. Just a simple question. I would like to ask you guys: What are your favorite Final Fantasy games that are not FFXI and or not part of the main series? Basically, one through twelve. Uh, personally, I loved eight. Storyline and characters were awesome. Uh, It was also one of the only games that didn't implement the MP system, making it stand out a bit. I also have uh, uh, always thought it would, uh, it should deserve more love than it has. Uh, It might be non FFXI related, but just wanted to know. Uh, I would also like to thank you guys for your awesome podcast. It really keeps me entertained when doing boring farming work. Uh, Keep up the good work. Oh, and one last thing. If this ever gets any airtime, which it is, uh, I would like to thank my good friend Troll Zaro for being by my side uh, the whole way through till 75 that Kenku uh, achieved recently, and uh, let's hopefully try to get some endgame done together. Uh, And that was, again, from Kenku, uh, the bridge between English and JP. Man, we're trying to get out of here early, and he gives us something like this. I know. This could be a whole other episode. No, it is. It is. It is. (sighs) It's a good question, and I think I can answer for myself first if you all right, want let's, yeah, yeah let's go let's go around let's the try table. To keep, let's try to keep short answers because we are running long here all right okay i'm going to go with final fantasy 4 i love the characters i love the storyline it was sad it was driving and the fact that you didn't get to choose your party and it was forced on you and you had to adapt was something that i just fell in love with sure sure kala what about you Okay, um, it, it's hard to pick a single one, but at the same time it isn't. Um, I'm a fan of all of them, each for their different reasons, but because, and you know, people can, whatever, throw in the whole, oh, well, it's overrated, blah, 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 but things are overrated for a reason, but uh, FF7, that's, that's what... Fair enough. That's what made me a hardcore gamer, it's what made me an RPGer, and... Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's definitely that game. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to 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 bring in Iru here. Iru, Iru, mic up here. And uh, fa- okay, so uh, I know I know that uh, we had you running a, a small errand a minute ago, but uh, the question from Kenku from this email is, uh, what is your favorite Final Fantasy game in the in the series? And I think that our answer is going to be the same. 
Six. Six, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Nothing can beat six. No. It, well, it, it, it had the some of the most epic. Uh, everything. Uh, yeah, everything. Uh, uh, Kefka was like the ultimate villain. Uh, I personally I, think he beats out Sephiroth. Oh, yeah. yeah Ke- Kefka's totally. amazing. Uh, all of the characters, how unique they are, how, how fleshed out they are. It's got tech. It's not rooted yeah. in, in high fantasy, and, and MMOs did it to me. I now am vehemently <laughs> opposed to, to high fantasy. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. do I sense a Eru's fungus-induced rant at number three? About high fantasy? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's that's our answer. Six right here. Uh, uh, Luso, how about you? Oh, man. I'm kind of I'm spread across the board. Um, I really do like four. Um, I love six. I ended up cosplaying Shadow like about two years ago. Um, but I really think I'm going to narrow it down actually to one for the reason that my parents bought me Final Fantasy one when I was like maybe like three or four years old. Oh, wow. Because the back of old school Nintendo games and even I think all the way up to like Game Boy games like Pokemon said warning extensive reading required and like initially initially that was supposed to be like hey don't buy this for your, like your two year old or whatever but my parents bought that game for me because they wanted to encourage reading oh that's excellent such. that's so, great yeah, I mean, that's what got me into it I still own my, my old NES cartridge my NES still works and I think that it was really inventive for what it was because, you know, the first five minutes of the game are like, save the princess, and you do, and then it's like, now what? And so, I mean, it's it's really had such a long-lasting effect on, on games as a whole, kind of innovating um, on the basic storyline approach, and, I mean, even Dissidia is kind of based on, on the concept that mm. That of that was built up by Final Fantasy One. That like you know they go and they fix. I won't spoil it, but it's one. One is the favorite. Good old fashioned plod through Earth Cave through six for six hours. Oh yeah, oh, fond memories. Soul of players pain fight and the first joy. <laughs> and of the cartridge resetting on you if the game aired. Oh yeah. Oh, that is so painful. That is rough. That is rough. Tom two. What about you? Um, I like them all, just like Hollow. Seven was my first, but eight, um, I like eight in particular because back then, um, I was active in, you know, doing stuff, art, uh, writing, and whatever for Final Fantasy VIII as much as I am doing now for Final Fantasy XI. So I got to interact with that game as much as I do with XI right now. And I remember um, getting the demo for Final Fantasy VIII I must have been watching the <sighs> intro 50 times before actually playing the demo. I'm there with you. <laughs> I, I remember. I still have that demo disc. Wow. Uh, and uh, a few years ago, I went to a gaming concert here in Holland, and when they did Liberty Fatali live <sighs> orchestrated, I had oh, my chills down my spine. Oh, so dude, I it will song. always be my favorite. Excellent. All right, cool. Well, uh, there's your answer, Kenku. So uh, thanks for the email. We got one last email here before we uh, get out of emails. Uh, Hello, hosts of LBR. Just wanted to say that I love your show, and I've been listening for a long time, but just recently started playing the game. I love it and can't believe I was missing out on it. Uh, You guys inspired me to pick uh, pick it up and drop that, quote, other MMO. (laughs) Anyways, thanks uh, thanks for sticking with LBR for two years. Grats, by the way. And that's from Lucky Bucket from pandemonium so thank you very much lucky bucket go lucky bucket thank you all right and uh that will uh wrap it up for emails here uh now
now, uh, you, you know, sometimes we'll do uh, iTunes reviews. Don't have iTunes reviews for you today, but we do have our Voices of Vonadil voice mailbox. Voices of Vonadil. Hey guys, this is Nebula from the Odin server. And I was just going to say that you guys are awesome, making an awesome show. I've been listening to you guys for, yeah, almost since you started. And I got to say, you guys are pretty amazing. <laughs> You're funny and you got you got everything going. So, um, and I want to shout out to all the Swedish players that, that are playing. And you should come to Odin. And that's not a joke. You better come to Odin. All right. And I want to give you guys, I know it's a bit late, but congratulations on two years. And uh, keep it going. Um, see ya. Hey, Little Rig Radio. What's up, guys? This is uh, Laro from the Kitesith server, 75 Samurai, and recently a 58 Ranger. Um, don't really have much to talk about. I did get to uh, use my Loxley bow that I camped about, I don't know, what, two months ago. That thing, I gotta say I was a little disappointed with the uh, the TP gain on it, but, um, you know, when you're shooting, I don't know, 100 arrows every two minutes, I guess, you know, that's not really a, a bad thing. But uh, other than that, just been chilling with my girl, Sphera. Um, I want to say congratulations on your two-year anniversary, even though I'm like, I don't know what, four months late. Uh, congrats to all you guys on getting your 75. Congrats to Kahlo on his, what, 73 Black Mage, which is probably 75 by now, unless he got lazy. Um, what else could I possibly talk about in this 10-minute stretch when I've only done one minute? Uh, oh, Samurai Dancer. Actually viable. Mine's only 32. I need Drain Samba 2 for the life of me that I get owned in campaign still. Although Curing Waltz 2 does help a lot. I guess I will do my uh, my shoutouts. Uh, shout out to Dace and uh, Namira on the uh, Kitesuit server on my link shell uh, over the horizon. Um, shout outs to Horleman and Jasmine on. Kate's server on Link Shell Honor and Respect. Shout out to Shadow Step, Lunar Kitten, my wife Safira. Uh, shout out to Twilight Knight, Chicken Wing, Auburn, Aichiko, Reinhardt, um, Unafei, Mad Maximus, Heather, although I have a feeling Heather doesn't play anymore, but that's okay. Um, shout out to the Babriel. Thanks, shout out to Teslin, Kaylee, Modest Mage, Luso, Bredis. Shout out to Kayla Mai, although she quit like two years ago. Shout out to Firewolf. And I think that's about it. This is Lero from the Kitsa server signing off. And Nero, you big pimp. It's Ganny Man. Just been uh, waiting for you to pop online or something so we can chat it up about the streaming server. Uh, Fusion X and I have been working on it today, and there is some progress uh, for people to see. If you want to go check it out, it's RadioXI.com. There's streaming going on right now. We're streaming from... 
Tomorrow Adam is his name. He's got some mixes up. We're going to try and get DJ Play School's permission to use his stuff. And, you know, we're going to throw the podcast in there and whatever. Uh, if you want to go check it out, got some comments, either us an email. So shoot me an email or uh, hit me up on Skype or, you know, IRC or wherever it may be. All right, man. Bye. Hello, this is Tiggle of the Autumn Server. Two things, really. Firstly, just wanted to say how great you guys are doing and how funny you are and amazing and, you know, and so on. But secondly, two rules. Well, I'm a two rule myself and we really have a bad reputation for being perverts. Um, like, there's for their humping leg to rules and then kicks it. Yeah. We're not all perverts. I mean, myself, I am a goody two-shoes too. I just really think it's the bad Chiroos that give us such a bad name, and maybe us innocent Chiroos should get together and somehow deal with them. Well, thanks for your time, and bye-bye. All right, and that's it for uh, for Voices of Vonadil. Thanks everyone for uh, for leaving a message. Uh, so, and that uh, pretty much wraps it up for Limit Break Radio. Hope you guys enjoyed another uh, epically long episode. Uh, so. Our pop time's yeah, you, about to come up. You know, so. it, it's getting to the point where this is normal, so we're going to have to set like a new level of epic at some point. <laughs> we're, we are not we're doing ta- an all day. We're, we're, we're talking like five, we already six did, hours. We already did 24 hours. Can't get more epic than that. All right. I meant by ourselves. <laughs> 48 hours. Oh, God, no. 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 All right, so uh, that's it for us here at Lemon Break Radio. Make sure to check out our sponsors, PlaySwitch.com. They're very good to us, so please be very good to them. Once again, PlaySwitch.com. Again, make sure you check out the new additions to the Limit Break Radio Loot Vault. I'm sure that with the wide selection of products that we have going on there, that something will catch your eye, and you will find uh, find a, a piece of LBR uh, clothing that you will absolutely fall in love with. 32 hours. No. It's not. How about we okay, no, no. you in no. a room speaking for thirty-two of the loot hours vault, and speaking, see what happens? Speaking of the loot vault, okay, um, the the demotivational picture of Aridon and me. I'm gonna make that a poster. Somebody, just one person. I just want one person to post in this thread that they'll buy that, and it will be so. <laughs> you, you, you can have me and Aridon on your wall forever. Me kicking it from the back. Him him sleeping through it. <laughs> But, uh, so but, but that but, doesn't really but, speak too say, well. On I, your I, I know, I know that, I know that uh, Ian Myra actually posted saying that she was going to print that off and put it next to something else that that, that she already had. <laughs> so, and, and and Goddess of the Azure Sky said that she was now a Kahlo X Eridon fangirl. Okay, so, all right. So we, is, we will sell it. This okay, is done. I think it that's will enough. sell. Yeah, this is this is more than enough here. All right, <laughs> it's going up. Um, Lusa, uh, Lusa, we really want to thank you for joining us for this episode. It was a real pleasure having you here, and uh, and and Tom too. We want to thank you for being here as well. I'm sure it's uh, it's either very late or very early. Uh, I have work in three hours. Oh, <laughs> you do this to yourself. 
You should have told us. Oh man, but uh, but thank Tom you, too. thank you, Tom too, and uh, everyone. Make sure you uh, check out. He says, she says, uh, part of the Limit Break Radio Network. Also at asktomandso.com, and that's so with two O's. So uh, make sure you definitely check that out. And again, Luso, thank you for joining us. Yeah, anytime, man. Great to be here. I love you, Luso. All right, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to wrap it up for Limit Break Radio. Make sure you check out our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Got got lots to do there. You got the forums. Uh, You got the Limit Break Radio Loot Vault. Donate to become a star breaker, and you can hear all of the goodies that were cut out of this episode. Mm -hmm. And... uh, (laughs) Quite a lot. And, I guess and other, like that. And other episodes. Uh, uh, we're we're going to be posting some uh, some retroactive uh, 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 LBR in the raw episodes. So if you wanted to hear older uh, and and. and uh, I guess other LBR episodes in the raw. Uh, now, now keep in mind we don't have all of the original raw audio from uh, from all the episodes, but we do have some. So, uh, Starbreakers, if you have any requests for episodes, put them up in the Starbreaker forum. Uh, so uh, make sure to uh, send us email hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Uh, we also have each of our individual emails. Uh, you can also participate in voices of von Adil. add us to skype limit break radio is the username all you got to do is call that username at any time doesn't matter if we're online or offline the voices of von Adil skype mailbox is always open so please leave your voicemails for us and uh, we'll play them on the show so uh that's it for limit break radio i'm anero keep listening and i'm Kahlo, kicking it from the back lines i'm sale i'll be returning very soon I'm gamer and I'm not here. We do. We do. Wanna, I guess I cast silence on him in a little too soon. We, we do. We want to thank. Uh, we want to thank our, our guests for stopping by, Gamer, uh, and of course Edwith and Fiofi from Elegantly Edwith. So, uh, so thank you guys. Thank you all for stopping by. Anytime. And I'm Tom Two, expert couch camper and kicking Colin in the back. False accusations. I'm Luso, and keep on keeping on. I'm Eero Phelan, your premier street pharmacist on the fields of valor. Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.